<laughs> welcome back welcome back welcome back we are back uh once again cognac stories i am Tori and meacham i am also unemployed uh, i'm joined today by my co-host uh the bad boy of barbecue the boss of the sauce uh i'm gonna stop with this shit uh Jamal Nance, uh, round of applause for Jamal Nance. I don't have a round of applause on here, but uh, I will oh, give you this. Gotta, you got to get one. <laughs> Gay! <laughs> you can't have that one. That's no. the round of applause, dog. Fuck you that, can't man. have that one, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm like I'm like my brother said, I, I, ain't, I ain't calling uh, people gay no more, just all rainbow emojis. Shout out to G-Tex okay. for that one. Speaking of... Motherfuckers coming in that late. The Rambo, Rambo emojis. We oh, are he, he, the perfect, he the perfect one to have on here. So I can ask him this question. Is he a teacher? Yeah, that's you can. So about. that's what I'm saying, man. You can ask. That's what I'm talking about. Who's this nigga in a dark night? Though. Why is it like a shadow right here, bro? <laughs> what the fuck? I'm holding on. I don't know what's going on. This nigga. He's like, the city needs a symbol. This classroom needs a symbol. Motherfucker looking like. Looking like the, the 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 little thing that took off the ghost in that movie Ghost. <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo, hold on. That movie was scary as fuck, bro. Let's be honest, man. Like, I'm not trying to die. If some little scary ghost uh, grab me up, you know what I'm saying? I'm I'm out, yo. I'm about to get baptized again, bro. <laughs> yo, why you got the camera focused on your breast meat, uh, Mr. Walker? What are you doing, bro? I was too close. Yeah, yeah, it is, that, bro. Yeah. So anyway, uh, Jamal Anthony, man. So how how has your weekend been, bro? How you doing? Y'all got some snow down there already? Yeah, it's, it's it's snowing now. I don't think it's gonna stick to nothing crazy, but it's you know enough out here to cause a, a pandemic. That's already been a pandemic. Yeah. So we got two pandemics going on. <laughs> but uh, yeah, my weekend was straight. I had a nice little gathering with the my daughter and her friend, which we'll talk about later on. Yeah, man. Snowpocalypse, bro. Snowpocalypse, man. That's about it. What about you? Uh, my weekend has been cool. I just uh, kicked my daughter out, you know, so that's always <laughs> a good feeling. I was just going to get rid of her, but she's yeah, back You ain't kick her out, man. She, about to say, you ain't kick her out. She's just going for She's just going for a couple. Yeah, she'll be back here tomorrow and whatnot. But um, now I've been chilling, man. You know, um, I quit. I, I was supposed to be working uh, this weekend, but I, I quit my old job. Um. Without two weeks notice, I started today. Essentially, like the, the pay period starts today, so I don't give a fuck. I don't. My orientation is uh, uh, Tuesday, and then I go in to get my badge on uh, Thursday, and I get a bro. Let me tell. I get a. I get a burgundy uh, blazer, burgundy blazer, oh, boys. Shit. Triple Bs. You know what I'm saying? Triple Bs <laughs> in the fucking building, bro. Burgundy blazer, boys. In the building, you know, I'm about to get a tailor and everything, bro. So, you know, I'm being there pulling mad. Uh, no, I'm not be pulling chicks in the museum. Come on now, this is a, a place of uh solace and um deep thought and reflection. I'm not doing anything like that. You're gonna be giving out the little class tours and shit when they come visit. Hell yeah, hell yeah, all that, bro. All of that, all of that. I'm be setting those things up, uh, reaching out to different people in the communities, uh, trying to expand the uh reach 
Uh, we got a, a demographic we're trying to hit, and that's why I'm being brought in to help reach that demographic. Um, and yeah, man. You, you're about to be the token black guy. To, to no, to I'm not. Surprisingly, <laughs> there are <laughs> they are a very diverse organization. Watch me get on here and start caping for the museum, right? No, they are a very diverse organization. Um, they about to, to send your ass to the hood to start kicking niggas to come learn some shit. <laughs> nah, they don't want. They don't want them. They they they're committing their own genocide. They're not sending niggas to the hood of DC. <laughs> <laughs> they they gonna have their own Holocaust museum. It's called the Trap Museum in Atlanta. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yo, that you know what's crazy? I actually want to go see what that should look like. Though. I ain't gonna lie. I actually why? do want to go see what it look why like. You, why are you? Why are you succumbing <laughs> to the hard ER temptations? Karim, what's up with your lighting, bro? Uh, you look dark as you, you, you look like you look like a, a secret character in a video game that ain't been unlocked yet. <laughs> 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 I don't know what the hell going on, man. I know y'all. I know y'all got some snow out there, Kareem. Oh no, y'all ain't getting that. No, it's not. Uh, it ain't. No, you look, you look real. You like Ashley Larry. Yeah, you look like Ashley Larry, bro. Ooh, damn, Zaddy, damn, Zaddy, damn. <laughs> what up, man? Yo, it's good, man. How's your weekend been, bro? Uh, it's a good one. Um, we got an extra day off Monday, so um, what's up, man? Martin Luther King. Yeah, well, I'm a, I'm taking another one off Wednesday just to relax, man. I feel you, man. I feel you. Y'all got a um, y'all got a very a very tough profession, man. Being a teacher, dealing with all them damn baby kids, man. So I do not envy you. Do not envy hey, you at I, all. I would, like, I would like to know, yo, when you take your days off, like. Can you just call out, or you, you got to give them a head like a, a couple of days' notice? So they can get depends. Depends on how I'm feeling. Uh, if I had a long day like that day before, like listen, uh, y'all, I see y'all the day after tomorrow. <laughs> sometimes I, I I give it. You got a little bit of juice in there, you know. If you kicking ass in there, you, you get you do your. I'll job. be right back. I'll be right back. Y'all keep talking. About juice, yeah, you keep people in ass. Uh, you get you a little score, <laughs> you, you know. You do your thing in there. My score you know, is up to par and all that shit. What you like? Oh, so they they base it off like your students and all that, like if they pass and all that craziness. Yeah. As long as you ain't got no kids fucking up, failing, they falling behind and stuff like that. They don't. No child left behind. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, nah, you fucking up. I'm gonna leave you behind. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's that's. That's another question. Like, if, if you know if a kid ain't just ain't gonna make it, like, like how you break that down to his parents? Um, or to his or her parents? We could we could tell very early in the year. So, one thing I want to call out is the full of shit parents who say, "Oh, he he left my child back." No, motherfucker, we've been calling you since October. It's April. <laughs> now you trying to get me to make up some shit, and I've been calling and damn near harassing you. But then they're coming to your front door to try to get you to help. Now yeah. you see it's too late. Oh, you mad at me and I don't like this. Fuck you. Yeah, I, I didn't leave your child behind. You left your child behind. Yeah. You really, really, actually, you should have left that child behind in the condom with his dumb waterhead ass. <laughs> you know, that's the one that come to school. He got the, the, the brand new everything. Don't know shit. Yeah, we had, a few, we had a few of those in our high school. Yeah, don't turn into homework, nothing. <laughs> without, without, without saying names, remember the boy that uh, used to come to school every Friday? They just like missed like two months. 
the, the motherfucker did come. It, it'll be um like after Thanksgiving break or something. He'll take like two weeks. <laughs> come on, pizza day for Friday. Yeah, the, the hypothetical man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh shit. That motherfucker, yo, he. I think he quit with like a month left in. in, in yeah. Oh, yeah. He graduated though next year. I want to say it went to night yeah, school or some shit like that, man. He got a GED or something crazy. So shout out to the God, man. You know. Yeah, he's doing all your nurse now. That's yeah, what's up, man. That's the thing. We're seeing him now. Like he he actually, you wouldn't think he is we had how he is now with how he was in school. Yeah. Bro, and, and that's why I'm telling you, man, like school, school is fucked up, man. That was just a place for us to hang I, out. I go, I go say Listen. it's fucked up. I, 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 our school was terrible. Yeah. Oh yeah, no doubt. Yes. It was yes. just a place for us to hang out from seven forty-five. They was they was keeping us off the streets. They was keeping us off the streets. If we even stayed in that motherfucker, <laughs> yeah, let's just. I know. See, see, yeah, I was cutting my ass off. Yo, cause, yo, because I'm be honest, man. Like, uh, my dad worked in the high school when I was in there cutting that classes and shit, and nothing happened. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, shout out to them for not snitching, but he was in the, he was in the middle school when I was there cutting my classes, throwing books out the window and shit. They ain't, he ain't, nigga ain't never say, nah, I'm not calling my dad a nigga, but they ain't never say nothing to him. And then, um, <laughs> and then when I was in high school, he was in there and I was cutting my classes and shit and nothing never happened. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to uh, public never school not giving a fuck. Any, anywhere they, they else, do. anywhere else we would have got kicked out. Oh yeah, we got expelled like a motherfucker. Man, we probably would have been arrested. Yeah, sent to alternative school. Why would have been, been, been some truants? You know what I'm saying? Some truants for real, bro. But um, yeah, that's what's up, man. So Jamal, <clears throat> before the podcast started, we were starting to have a very interesting conversation yeah. <laughs> that I stopped you from having because I wanted to make sure that uh that uh the cool professor, Mr. Walker himself, was in here for this because uh he has um. He'll have a, a perspective that you and I don't have on this, man. And I, I want to make sure that he was a part of the conversation. And I also wanted to give my live reaction to the rest of your story. So, Jamal, please tell us about uh, the birthday party. All right. So to, to catch you up, Karim, my daughter's birthday was on the 6th of January. School was closed. She wanted to invite her friend. So we waited for this weekend so she can invite her friend to North just to do something. Uh, her friend is white, little white girl. Her best friend. Her, yeah, her, her best friend is a little white girl. You know, we, we moved now to an environment where mostly it's, it's an all-white school. So uh, my daughter comes home one day, tells my wife, uh, the, the little girl came in and said, yeah, I don't really like brown people, but since you're my friend, it's okay. Mm. That, that, was my, that was my reaction first, Karim. That, that right there was my reaction. My wife was like, you know, how old? How old uh, is? Uh, my daughter just turned seven, so the girl probably like six or seven years old, maybe, and, maybe and even to eight. know that at six or seven. But go exactly, good. But you know, so <laughs> um, I'm I'm already thinking, okay, maybe you know, being the fact that ain't that many black people in the in the area, they don't really meet meet black people like that, so something new, or her parents are just old and racist. Or if not her parents, her grandparents. Mm -hmm. Somewhere, somebody, somebody in the family door that they hang out with is racist. Mm -hmm. But you know, it's my daughter, it's her friend. I don't want to teach my daughter to hate people at an early age. You know, I want her to, to figure it out on her own. Whatever, whatever. So, 
you know, go pick the girl up. Uh, my wife goes pick the girl up. You know, I stop taking my son to get a haircut. So when she goes picks him up, she you know, meets the mom, meets the dad. When I meet him at the place, she's like, oh, they, they, they don't seem like that. You know, they seem very nice. All this other stuff, whatever, whatever. Fast forward to the end of the night, we're bringing the kids back to the house for pizza and uh, cake. Uh, wife pulls up to the house. The little girl says, oh, the only brown people I know live in apartments. So, <laughs> so then, when she's, then when she sees the house, she's like, oh, y'all got a big house. Y'all got this. Look, she's like, over, over the, over the top excited. So I'm like, okay, that's you know, strike two right there. Like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> too many brown shit going on right now. So we sitting down, you know, eating cake and I, uh, cake and pizza, whatever. And she said something else about uh, about something about I forgot. I can't remember what she said, but I know it was a brown people again. I looked at my wife like, yo, what the fuck? So, you know, we go drop the. You know, drop the girl off. Uh, I get to meet the mom and dad. And they seem like I mind you, I'm looking at the cars in the driveway, looking for any Trump signs, you're looking for credit, credit flags. <laughs> I'm looking for anything to, 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 to give her any red flags, whatever. You know, I, I don't see any. We go in the house, mind you, we go in the house. I guess they got some company over. Yeah. They all looking like they looking like who these niggas in the yard. Like <laughs> 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 so. I'm like, all right, I can kind of see where it's coming from. Like, but I look at, look at that certain people in the room. Uh, her mom, her dad, welcome to me. You know, how you doing? Good, nice to meet you. I'm glad they had a good time. You know, shake hands, whatever. You know, talking like it's like it's normal. But I'm sitting, just, I'm like in the back of my mind, I'm still thinking like, which one of y'all motherfuckers is racist? Like, who's teaching your daughter this? You know what I'm saying? So my question is, as as the the dad, in the situation that don't want to you know, just cut, have his daughter just, you know, just stop talking to her for no reason. Pretty much, what, what should I do? You should punch her fucking father in the face. That's <laughs> what you should do. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. Karim, you go ahead because you have way more sense than I do about it. I'm about to say, and you, and you, 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 you know, <laughs> dealing, with, dealing with kids, more kids than I do. You, I don't know if you probably come across a situation like this in school. Oh, uh, brother, you know I'm, I'm, I'm in South Georgia. Rural South Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and that's the thing. And you, and you a lot more South than I am. Man, I'll, I'll share an experience lately with, but, um, yeah, uh, me, um, Damn, I can't say take, you know, strip your daughter of that friendship. But um, first off, if you're six, seven years old, you ain't been on this earth long enough to know any of that shit. And that's the thing. My, my wife was saying, you know, if you look at it with all of the, um, like the black issues that was going on in the past couple of years, maybe her parents were trying to explain to her. You know, situation. Like every time she would say something, she was like, "Oh, well." No, oh, matter of fact, she was like, "Yeah, when we was eating pizza and cake." She was like, "Oh, I'm glad things are different now because back then I wouldn't be able to play with you know with Maya because of, you know she's brown skin. Where now I can be able to play with her and blah 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 blah." Back so, then, when bro, she's seven years old. <laughs> you see, but, but somebody somebody taught her that because schools we don't even cover that shit no more. Now see, now see, I'm thinking they just was telling her that because. They might have said something about that because how things are going on now with the whole racial issue. Mm -hmm. So just you know, just try to give her a little education of, of why you know things are how they are now. You know what I'm saying? 
Yo, fam, first off, I'd have said something to her dad. It wouldn't have, it would have been a handshake. I'm like, yo, partner, could I talk to you in yeah, the room? And I would have told him exactly what happened. And I'd be like, yo, you need to talk to your daughter because either this is getting taught in the house by y'all or taught by somebody else. And we don't tolerate that kind of shit because your daughter ain't saying that kind of shit. You know what I'm saying? And so it's like, you, you're you seven years old, bro. And I'm, I'm going to be serious now, right? You're seven years old. And you're saying that shit in front of an adult, right? So that means that, Adults have said that to you. So you think it's okay to repeat. And it's it wasn't just a one-time thing. It was about, every, about yeah. um, the house you live in to uh, all this stuff. And I'm like, yo, somebody is feeding you this. Uh, and it has been like that for a while because you think it's the norm. The kids don't watch news. The kids aren't, aren't reading uh, freaking reports on, on the housing situation. You know what I'm saying? The, the, a seven-year-old isn't uh, going back and learning about segregation. So somebody is telling them this, man. And I'm like, yo, I would talk to the parents. And as the as the dad, as the father, you got to do that shit because the wife's ain't going to do that, man. The wife's too fucking passive, bro. They won't be on that turn the other cheek shit. Nah, you turn the other cheek and they slap you in that one too. Me personally, I would have pulled the dad aside and uh, I would have been like, yo, this is what happened. And it happened multiple times. And, uh, and this is disrespectful. So you need to talk to your daughter or they not playing anymore. They're not going to hang out. They're not going to be around each other. And I'm going to just tell my daughter, like, yo, this little bitch is racist. That's it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, clearly, clearly that's something that the parents, again, kids, we, they don't watch the news. They're not reading these ridiculously long New York Times articles. No. None of that stuff. And you said she said brown people. What's yeah. that when old talks like? You've been on this earth. 2014. That's it. What have you seen to know anything negative about anybody? To dislike anybody based off of what the hell they look like? What experiences have you had? Yeah. Because you, you said all the brown people I know. How many brown people you know like that? Like, yeah, come on now. That's, that's her parents doing. See, those are the type of parents, listen to this, where they may be cool with you and your wife and invite y'all over for dinner, but when their other friends are there, uh -huh. you don't get an invite. Yeah. Yeah. I have colleagues like that I've been working with nearly 10 years, man. Yeah, I get invited over, but when they have their other friends over that they've known since they were younger, they don't tell me any of that stuff. They, I'm, no, I'm not invited over. Yeah. I just, I just don't go at all. Cause that, that that's like uh, a lot of it is like that that quiet racism, and then there's a lot of uh, liberals who are like that, you know what I'm saying? And th and they're not conservatives, they're not Republicans, they're quote unquote liberals and progressives, and they still have a uh, superiority complex and a bunch of misconceptions when it comes to black and brown people, you know. And it's like that's they they may be liberal, they may be Democrats, they may have voted for Biden and Obama, but they see you as different. You know, it's like, like, oh, well, yeah. you're in a white neighborhood going to a white school, you're paying taxes, you're a property owner, you're different than the rest of them. So we'll, we'll, we'll allow you the privilege of uh, having our daughter over for a birthday. You know, like, you see, and, and that's and that's how I was looking at it. It's like, because the environment that y'all live in, I'm here now. And, you know what I'm saying? Y'all look like you just say, okay, he's not like the rest of them. He's, you know, on this path. So he could come around a little bit. Yeah, well, but, you know, like I said, it, 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 it threw me off a little bit. And I'm like I said, I didn't want to, you know, jump out the window and, you know, tell my daughter, no, stop talking to this girl, you know, all this other. Because my thing is now her parents said, oh, you can have a sleepover. And I'm thinking, Jay's staying over here with y'all. 
Yeah, no. I wouldn't. I would not allow that. You know what I'm saying? Because we've seen uh, all types of stories about little kids like that and to be the one black girl, something happened to her. And then when the shit hit the fan, uh, everybody just pretend like they don't know what happened. Kids end up killed like yeah. that. You know what I'm saying? People end up killed like yeah. that, bro. And, and it's like, I I personally would not put my daughter in that situation. If a little girl says my, my daughter, um, they would not be friends anymore. Not until you write me a 500 word essay about why you're a racist at seven years old. You know what I'm saying? And and that's it. You know, and I'm not gonna say a racist, bro. She just got some. She just she's been taught uh, some fucked up shit. And like in the, in the military, right? That the same thing happens in the military, right? You'll have people that come from all walks of the earth, all parts of the country, whatnot. And when they're working with you, when they're around you, it's all hey, it's like everybody's brothers, quote unquote. But then when they go home, I had this conversation with uh, these dudes that were A-gangers, man. They were two people that, like, people were cool with on a boat. And um, I asked a question, bro. Like, we just sitting around talking and shit like that, you know, and I'm always going to ask the, the I'm always starting to pile a little bit. I don't give a fuck how cool you are, right? But I, I, was, I was like, hey, man, y'all ever use the N-word? And, uh, and they were like, nah, nah, hell no, never. I never use that. Blah, 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 blah. And then they were like, well, if I'm watching football and, like, one of the receivers happens to be black and he drops a pass, it might slip out, you know what I'm saying? Oh, and, shit. <laughs> and I'm like, yo. Whoa, whoa, I'm whoa. like, yo. Hold <laughs> the fuck up. Yo. It might so slip it, out. Flag nah, on the plate. And so I'm like, yo, hold up, right? And it was just like some regular, uh, regular shit to them, right? And I was like, what about if you listen to like uh, Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre or some shit like that? Like, do you repeat the lyrics or do you not say the N-word? And then, um, and and. Yo, that background is trash, bro. And then uh, I'm just what like, up, I'm, I'm just like, yo, I'm just like, yo. So if you listen to like some rap lyrics, do you censor the lyrics? Do you say the N word? And it was like, nah, like you know, we don't censor the, the lyrics. Like we'll say the N word. And I'm like, oh, okay, got it, yeah. And then so I'm like, like so, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like, yo. So you say the N word just like casually, just like freely. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm like. Ask any black person. We're, we're in a mixed group, you know, blacks, Hispanics, whites, all that kind of stuff, like Asians, all that. And I'm like, ask the people around you, have they ever been watching a sports uh, event? And when a white person does something wrong, they're like, oh, man, that fucking white devil Tom Brady didn't complete that pass or that fucking yeah. cracker Chris Mullen <laughs> didn't uh, make that shot. But I'm like, you're telling me that a player drops a ball and you're like, man, this fucking nigga. With the hard ER. I'm like, how fucking crazy yeah. does that sound? And then, and then you know, when you break it down to them like that, then it's like, oh, well, you know, I, oh, well, you know, I didn't think about it like that. It's like, of course you didn't. You know what I'm saying? Because it don't affect you, you know? Exactly. But uh, but me knowing that now, it's like, yo, I can't fuck with you. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like we can still work together, but her, we can her. never do anything else. You know what her, I'm saying? Her parents, you know, they was like, yeah, you know, we got to hang out one day and whatever. And, you know, like I said before, I just jumped out the window with it. You know what I mean? Yeah, nah, you got to like, have that conversation, nah, bro. Yeah, we, we, like, I want to have this talk, like, to see what the hell going on, because, like I said, the the, the girl, she was over here, you know, her and my daughter had a, a beautiful time. And my, my daughter is, she's shy. She don't open up that much to, you know, yeah. to people like that. So the fact that she actually has a friend that she cool with, even the teacher was like, yeah, they, like, they like best of friends. They, you know, wherever, wherever one is at, the other's there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Listen, bro, I, ha I had a partner like that. I, I was mentioned on the podcast. I had a partner like that, that I was cool like that on my first boat from Silver Spring, from the D.C. area, still here. And he was a group around black folks. And uh, wife was black. His girlfriend at the time was black. You know what I'm saying? Wife black now. Uh, and he thought it was okay to use that shit. And some black people on a boat didn't have a problem with it. 
And when I found that out, I was like, yo, I don't know you like that, fam. You yeah. know what I'm so we can either not be cool and just keep it professional, or I'm going to have to fuck you up at some point. You know what I'm saying? And it's not impersonal, but it is. But it is 100% personal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, I, I know, like, um, and this is something that happens all the time, uh, on the military all the time, and people from other parts of the country, they get around people uh, like us, black and brown Asian folks, and they can uh, play the role. And then when they get back around uh, their their norm, you know, they slip back into, you know, what they came from. But I, I got a friend, um, uh, Ryan Kramer. I don't think he listens to this podcast because he's always telling me that it's too fucking long. But he grew up in, like, um, a super racist-ass uh, environment. You know what I'm saying? And he had to, like, separate himself from his family. He had to, like, this on his family because they were, like, racist. You know what I'm saying? And he doesn't, like, mm-hmm. talk with his family because he's my age. Well, he's, like, two years younger than me, but he's, like, they're still on that shit. And he, you know, realized in his teens that they were just a bunch of fucking racist-ass motherfuckers from, you know, like, Kentucky and shit. And, uh, and yeah, he don't fuck with them. You know what I'm saying? And, and it's, like, I salute shit like that because I've seen people, I've seen black folks that are like that, that do the same thing. Like they'll have a uh, family and it's rampant in our community. Let's not fucking be on some. Oh home. yeah, no doubt. Like we, we, we got family and friends that were like, yo, I don't fuck with white people. Or I had, I had a homeboy like that. I had to distance myself from me. He's like, yo, I don't fuck with white people. I'm like, all right, well, okay. They fuck with you. <laughs> they fuck with you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, or you have family that'd be like, yo, I don't fuck with, I don't, I don't trust Mexicans or I don't fuck with Asians or same thing. I don't fuck with gay people. And it's like, yo, that's cool, but I do. You know what I'm saying? So I got to distance myself from you because I can't have that intolerance, you know, around me. You know what I'm saying? I can't have that kind of prejudice uh, around me. So for the late people that came in, better late than never, right? Calvin and Sidera. Um, of, of course, of course, they on CP time, right? <laughs> But um, <laughs> no, I was late, so it's no problem at all. I was late since so my daughter, but I, see, I was I was the only one on time. I was on time, on, on time, on my <laughs> ass. Pause. But uh, Sadira, can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. So what happened was Jamal, uh, his daughter, uh, her birthday was just uh in the past two weeks. She had a birthday party. She has a friend, her best friend in her school, which is predominantly white, uh, who happens to be a racist, you know what I'm saying? Because she came to the house and she was like, normally I don't uh, like brown people, but you're different. She came to the house and was like, all the brown people I know uh, live in apartments and you guys have this big house, you know what I'm saying? And she was like, it's a good thing things have changed because back in the day, uh, we wouldn't be able to play together, right? This is the seven-year-old kid saying A seven-year-old saying Yeah, she said all this, like what he just said, like she literally said all this. Wow. So I, I like I like I was saying I don't know how to react to it because uh, my daughter's is very very shy. So the fact that she has a friend that she actually hangs out with, uh-huh. you know, I don't want to just you know cut that Crush off. It, then I, yeah. that, that might you know fuck her up from ever finding a friend again. Yeah, and you I said fight the dad or have a conversation with him because uh, that's got to be dad to dad and be like, yo, you need to talk to your daughter because if I hear that again. They they're not playing together anymore. That's just gonna stop. You know what I'm saying? That's that's just me. Uh, your thoughts? Well, on I mean, this? I, mean uh, I was I was listening, but I wasn't. I was listening, so I ain't gonna say I wasn't. The daughter said, "Lucky things are different because we wouldn't have been able to play together." She said that, yeah. right? So that's yeah. not too bad. I mean, she obviously she's observant. No, she said back in the day, but you seven. 
She, but she's saying it in a did she say it in a condescending <laughs> tone? I don't like what you was there tomorrow, nah, or did your baby girl tell you? Nah, um, my daughter told me what well, told my wife the nah. uh, the first thing with the um, you know, I don't really hang out with brown people, but since you're my friend, it's cool. The other stuff I I heard, like I was sitting right next yeah. to her, what she said. She's front <laughs> of an adult. Yeah, yeah, but she's a kid, she so she don't know no better. So yeah, y'all would definitely have a conversation with the dad because obviously baby girl is picking up on the vibes that's being put out in the house. And she may not even know, she just repeating shit and this, that, and the other. They say it's definitely taught and them shits are definitely learned. So yeah. if you're not trying to crush baby girl, and this is only in my opinion, this is, you would, I would, yeah, talk with the family and see what kind of, uh, well, we know what kind they are, but like hey. See, and, and that's and that's the thing. I'm, I'm not going. I'm not going to sit there and say it's her family. It might be her grandparents. I'm not going to say it might be her mom and dad. You know, yeah. so it might be her grandparents. You know, uncles or something like that. Because, like I said, uh, we went to the house and we dropped her off. You know, I met the mom, met the dad. They seemed cool. Uh -huh. But how meet you? How meet you said? You know, they they just played a role yeah. while you there. But then you know when you leave, they go back yeah. to oh shit, who the fuck these niggas? Yeah, so, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. -E but, um, yeah, <laughs> but it's um, you know, it, it was just something that kind of it threw me for a loop, and I didn't know how to handle it because, like as I said, that's that's my daughter, and I, I we teach her, you know, not to not to hate. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And as I said, I didn't want to sit there and just have it cut her, have her cut it off, and you know, that she go through life and not want to make another friend? Yeah, you know, for whatever reason. I feel so, you. Yeah, it's a tough one, but yeah. We had a conversation with the folks. I mean, you know, like, hey, this came, this was uh, was said. So I'm just trying to get a feel for y'all as parents if our kids are going to continue to see each other, you know, continue to interact with each other because then this shit will come out real quick there. You know, either some pop is going to feel away, mom's going to feel away, or they might say, they might, oh my goodness, I didn't know. Blase, blase, you might hear a story, but it's at least worth the conversation for baby girls' friendships and shit. What about you, Sadira? Um, I would have a conversation with your daughter. True. And explain to her, because what the child said is not false. Um, yes, she probably overheard it. Um, what she overheard might not have been necessarily in, ne in a negative context. She's just repeating what she heard. And again, it's not incorrect what she said. So I would have a conversation with your daughter and maybe explain to her, yes, and explain <laughs> to her what, what the child actually meant. Because like you said, at this point, she probably scarred. She don't know what is going on. You know, I, I had to have a conversation with my daughter. Um, she'll be 10. Your daughter was racist? Of, in a couple of weeks. Um, <laughs> What? No. That was racist? No. <laughs> They've segregated Barbie dolls. No, but, but Faith has a Black family, and Faith has a white family, a very white family. Um, you know, her dad is mixed. Her, his dad's white, or his dad's Black, and his mom is very white. Um, no, it's not a bad thing, but they are also a mixed family, but Faith is very much, if you ask her, she's brown. Um and she doesn't take either side. Uh, she did at one point, um, she was saying, oh, I want the long blonde hair. I want to feel pretty, blah, 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 blah. Um, and she'll bring up certain things, but you have to have that conversation with her and explain to her why. Um, just like we had a situation at school recently with a Karen. Um, and 
Faith participated in this Girls on the Run program. They go through training and at the end of the program, they run a 5K. Um, Well, she made, this was a new friend of hers who happened to be white. And um, she, you know, they were laughing and joking all at the 5K. And then in the very next week, there was a situation in school where I guess the girls are playing around in the bathroom and things got a little out of hand. The girl, you know, Faith was chasing her around and the girl was like, no, stop. I don't want to play anymore. And Faith wouldn't stop. Mm. And what it came down to, you know, from the conversation we had with the principal and the teacher and the story that was told was that the girls were playing. It got a little out of hand. Faith didn't stop because the little girl was still laughing. So she thought, you know, whatever. At the end of the day, what it came down to was this little girl went home. Mom said, how was your day? She told the story. And now mom wants to press assault charges. Oh my God. <laughs> the little girl is white and Faith is this big 11 year old black girl. That's what it comes mm-hmm. down to at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I had to tell her, and I, I have constant conversations with Faith. Um, this is why mommy tells you no is no. It's not about what Faith wants. It's not about what Faith wants to do at this moment. I tell her all the time, like, you can't force affection on people because she'll want to get all up over me, want to hug me, lay on me. Faith, no, I need my space right now. Stop. No is no. I'm like, this, this is why mommy says no is no because of this situation, this exact Mm -hmm. situation. Because it was, if it was a little black girl, we wouldn't have had an issue. Yeah. Mom Mm -hmm. was like, oh, they was just playing around in the bathroom. No, it's a white mom, her white child went home and said something and now she want to press the soul charges. So those are conversations that you have to have, unfortunately, in this day and age. So I will have a conversation with your daughter and explain to her, yes, this is how things were back in the day. And this is why she said this to you. Does that mean she's a bad person? No. Does it mean her parents, her parents are bad people? No. Because again, we don't know the context of the conversation. So have a conversation with your daughter, have a conversation with the parents as well, mm-hmm. because at the end of the day, you want to know their thought processes. If they raise us, no, we're not playing with you. No, so, that, little girl, that little girl watches the boondocks and her favorite character is Uncle Ruckus. <laughs> so she was like, don't oh, trust them new niggas over there. <laughs> Just have the conversation. Yeah. <laughs> Kids understand more than you think. Hey man, this podcast is brought to you by our thing, new sponsor, well, Black Box Wine. Well, what you know about that? Hey man, I'm poor. We, uh, bro. <laughs> had me and my wife, all about you know, we we talked to her about you know the racial stuff or whatever, but I think we need to get a little bit more in depth with it. Mm-hmm. It's it's too it's too much out there. It's, it's going to come up sooner than you would like. That, yeah. Um, right but it, it's so much information out there that they have access to now. Is you might as well have a conversation. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And then if, if you're in the DC area, you know, come to my new place of business, the uh, United States uh, Holocaust Museum, uh, where we teach tolerance and uh, we combat all forms of racism. So, yeah. and, and I and I this, can this, uh, nigga, uh, this nigga promoting his job. Listen, I quit my job. I'm definitely <laughs> working right now on these phones for Triple uh, A. Now I can talk, right? Uh, Getting y'all some roadside assistance. Hey, here's a here's a fucking uh hint. They're not helping me, bro. You know what I'm saying? So, Yo, y'all not catching it right now because we catching the ice. Nah, man. I got the window a... open, man. It's not. It, it, yeah, we got, we got some out here, Cal. Yeah, I got a couple of big ass branches done fell in the yard already. Yeah, I saw that, man. The house. I don't want to rub it in, but I got my AC on right now. 
damn. <laughs> Walking around in basketball shorts and shit. Yeah, yeah uh, man. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. So first, you know, before we, uh, you know, get too deep into it, man, you know, I just want to say rest in peace to Bob Saget, man, because, uh, you know, it's a good yeah, thing that, I that, gave that him. That caught me off guard, yo. Good thing I gave him his flowers last week, man, because y'all was sleeping on him. You know what I'm saying? Rest in peace, Bob Saget. Full house. Uh, way better, way better dad than Bill Cosby. Fuck Bill yeah. Cosby. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Fucking legend in the Bill comedy Cosby. game. Uh, I mean, from Full House to a stand-up to Entourage. You know, that was my favorite. When he was on Entourage. Half-baked, bro. Half-baked? Oh, my God. Best life was a half-baked. Did you ever suck some dick? You ever suck some dick for weed? Who <laughs> <laughs> <Cool> this man? <laughs> oh shit! But yeah, man. I, you know, I wanted I wanted to, just to touch on that for a minute because um, Dave Chappelle came out and he said that he regrets uh, not returning Bob's text before he passed away, and he said he didn't return it because he, he was like he was just busy, and that's a, like a normal thing that we do. You know, it was like, like we'll we'll get something from somebody or a text, and I I swear I just talked about this for the past two three pods, um, just about reconnecting with people. You know what I'm saying? This is what um uh, Jordan was talking about. You know, in between uh, asking if you get your butthole licked, right? But he was like, yeah, yeah it's about real. reconnecting with people. You know, and maintaining those relationships, man. And it's like, yo, I'm Bob Saget, and Dave Chappelle doesn't return my text. You know what I'm saying? And and this is a guy that uh, does my charity event every year since 1994, you know, whose movie I made a cameo in, we've done work together, we've done tours together, things like that. And not like, okay, Dave Chappelle is like a bad person for doing this, but it's like, yo, we all have done this. You know what I'm saying? Well, we, we get a text from somebody or a message, and it's like, ah, I'll get to it later, and we never get back to it. True. You know what I'm saying? And then some shit like this happens where it's like, yo, you can never get back to it, you know? And uh, and this happened to me, man, my boy, um. My boy Ty Williams, man, rest in peace, bro. He was a cat from New York. Uh, I know his older brother. Um, I want to say it's Mark, Mark Williams. Both from what we're in the submarine force. And uh, Ty Williams, like a mad, cool, cool motherfucker. Coolest motherfucker I ever met in the Navy. Um, he was a cool motherfucker. I'm not about to speak ill on that man name or nothing like that, but he was a cool dude. I remember, like, uh, after um, he got the Navy... Uh, we were going back and forth about, you know, some music and shit like this. And he was like asking me, you know, just for like tips and shit like that. Cause he was, yeah, yeah, money. And he was um like trying to get like a label off the ground. This was way before I started doing any of the shit I was doing in like 2012. This is like back when I was recruiting still. Um, so I ain't no shit really. You know what I'm saying? But I was just helping him out. And then I meant to get back to him. Uh, I meant to get back to him and I didn't. And then I found out he got killed. You know what I'm saying? And I, I want to say it was like, damn, it wasn't like a home invasion or something like that, but it was something crazy. It was like not a good way to go. You know what I'm saying? And uh, and I felt bad. Like I guess I literally still have uh, this man's fucking, like the last message that he sent to me on fucking uh, Instagram, I want to say. You know what I'm saying? And uh, and that shit, bro, that, that, that shit hurt, bro. Because it's like, yo, like, that was a cool dude. And... I, I was I was trying to get back to him and I and I didn't. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, and it, it fucking sucks, man. But that's some shit that we deal with, bro. And uh, that's why you know I was trying to say, man. You know, let motherfuckers know you care about them. Give people their credit. You know, congratulate, uplift your friends, things like that. Because, bro, that shit could could be gone in a second. 
You know I got saying? the same. Uh, I got the same exact story. That's just rough. I was just. I'm actually getting a um, a remembrance bracelet made now for him. It was my guy Kenneth Kelly, um, cat out of Jersey, but uh, uh, out of Newark actually, and then he lived down here in Greensboro, in North Carolina, and this is in Korea. So this is oh four oh five, and uh, I got to Korea and got to know him, and you know. I'm talking to him, you, you get that Jersey slang. It's like, okay, this is a homeboy right here. And uh, we was always cool. And I stayed down about an hour away down in Pusan. So one uh, one weekend, he let me come up. Like, we was getting to know each other. He let me come up, stay at his crib, took me out, went to eat, hung with him and his girl and this, that, and the other. And he just showed a genuine good time, good-ass time. And then uh, we would always ch chop it up. And then one weekend he hit me up and was like, yo, Meech, I'm trying to get out of here. Uh, what you got going on down your way? And I was I was almost on my way out of there, being lazy and shit, laying around drinking. I'm like, no, I ain't doing shit right now, man. Um, I'm chilling. And it was raining and shit. I'm like, it wouldn't be good to come down here anyway. He was like, all right, bet. And so I went about my day walking around. I get back to the company. And uh, they was like, yo, Sergeant Meech, we trying to get a hold of you. I'm like, why, what's up? It's like, Sergeant Kelly dead. Like, get the fuck out of here. I just talked to him a couple of hours ago. He was like, nah, he dead. He ended up getting stabbed up there over some over some girl beef. And that shit hurt because my man wanted to get out of there. And I was like, nah, we're kind of being oh, selfish yeah. is how I look at it. And it fucked yeah. me up. That shit hurt bad. But yeah, so that's why I'm getting a remembrance bracelet one just because it made me, especially with all these, everybody... People you see it on the Facebook shit, people dying left them right out of the blue, Bob Saget, City Poitier, all that shit. And it's just like check on your friends. That's all I'm just trying to do is hey, check on your friends because shit is crazy. So but yeah, that shit hit home. Yeah, that's that shit for real. Like I'm I'm this is like the last uh shit we was talking about. I don't know if you guys see that shit, but um that's my man right there, man. Last time we talked was like uh it was February 23rd, 2014, bro. Man. You know what I'm saying? And I've I've been yeah, because he was talking about like, because uh, he was managing some artists in Brooklyn and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? And uh, and I was like, yeah, I'm gonna come through, link up, blah 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 blah. Because uh, I was I was in San Diego, but I ain't never come home. You know what I'm saying? So and he, he was talking about like coming out there, doing some shit, whatever, whatever. But uh, yeah, man, like that shit, that shit is crazy, man. Like that shit, that shit could be going to flash, man. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Check on going to flash, people. bro. Check on your hell people. yeah, man. Hell yeah. Shout out to Bob Saget, man. Rest in peace, Sydney Portier. Yeah. You know fucking living legend and uh return niggas text you know what i'm saying return <laughs> return niggas text, bro. You know what i mean return niggas text because you know because i mean this is the thing bro like all i was thinking about last night bro is i was like jay-z right uh this is the number one crew for your set in order to survive gotta learn to live with regrets you know mm -hmm. what i'm saying and i'm like that shit that shit stuck with my whole life bro because it's like i mean coming up you know we all didn't have cats that you know we ran with that you know, we went right, they went left. Next thing you know, they did seven, ten years. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Or they caught a body or they got shot, you know, things like that. And and we don't have situations where people that we knew done killed each other. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, yo, what the fuck? It's like that, that, that shit, that shit is crazy sometimes, man. But it's like, yo, um, how do y'all deal with regret? You know what I'm saying? Like, is there like I'm not saying you got to fucking go talk about like what my biggest regret is, you know, some shit like that. But it's like, is that something that you you've had to deal with, you know? And if so, uh, how do you deal with? We'll start with Sadira. 
Um, I don't have too many regrets. The the biggest one is, you know, relating to what we're talking about is not, you know, returning calls, text messages, whatever, was when grandma died. Because, you know, I was out here living my life, doing whatever, and kind of going through my own stuff at the time. Um, and she would call and grandma was getting older and um, it was it was kind of frustrating to be talking to her because I think she was getting a little senile also. So we'd be on the phone and have conversations. She would start repeating herself or whatever. And I'm just like, okay, grandma, like I didn't want to talk. Um, so she would call, I wouldn't pick up and stuff like that. And then she got sick. And, you know, it, in that short amount of time, um, when I found out that she was sick, um, I think we had gone up for um, Ticef's wedding and that was in June because we had just had her birthday party in March um, and you know I was a new mom Faith was just born in February so I was just you know just busy all the way around yeah. um, but we had gone up in March um, we had gone up for Ticef's wedding in June or July and that was when I found out she was sick because mommy had never said anything, but I was there and I just noticed how she looked. I said, she don't look right. Mm-hmm. So then mommy finally came out and told me. And in that time between June and July and October, I think I was that was the most I had been home. But I instantly regretted it because that was all the time I had left. Yeah. So it was like, you know, I could have been talking to her and, you know, being more mindful, just not being selfish like you all were saying, but again, we all go through our own things and sometimes we think, well, we can always do it tomorrow, but like we say now, you never know. So that's really the only regret I have in my biggest. So, yeah. Karim, what about you, man? Um, How I deal uh, with regret, I don't, man. I just try to forget certain stuff, which I don't know if that's good or not, but probably not. <laughs> I just sweep that shit under the rug and I try to leave it there, man. But sometimes I mean, you got to deal with it. Yeah, you got to so you got to deal, deal with that with shit, it. bro. Yeah. Cuz I I I ended up, you know, making myself reach out to people or getting back to people because of that cuz I don't want that. I don't want that feeling again. So, you know. And I got to deal with it. Same yeah. What happened to me tonight my mother died um she kept calling my phone. I'm guessing it was getting late and uh, it was kind of time to come home and I, I wouldn't, I didn't answer the phone. And I got in the house and I'm talking to her for like maybe 20 minutes. I'm thinking she, cause she took a lot of medication. She was real ill. And I'm thinking she just was um, sleeping. Mm-hmm. But the whole time, I'm, um, she was stiff as a log, man. I didn't even know it. Man. Uh-huh. Damn, that's that's why. Damn, how did you go to therapy yeah, or anything, man? Like, um, I, man, I didn't go till like maybe ten years later, mm. and then that's when I found out for a whole decade I was fucked up. Mm. Yeah, because that's that's I'm some I bro, I can't even imagine, man. Like walking into like <laughs> a, a parent dead, especially yeah. sitting there talking to him too, man. Like that's yeah. that's got to be rough, man. You know, yeah. my condolences, brother. <laughs> What about you, Jamal? Uh, shit, I don't have nothing that's 
Sad as y'all. <laughs> I gotta feel bad. Ain't nothing like that, bro. I'm just I saying. Feel like, bad shit now. Like, nah, man, oh, I was saying. I was saying. I, 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 was... I do. <laughs> I do. I do have one regret that that kind of hit me a little bit hard. Uh, when I moved out to Georgia, my uh, my grandmother had passed away, and um, my son, when my, when my son was born, even, even my, when my daughter was born, you know, she would always want to see her, like, see, her, see the kids, whatever. And I was like, oh, I'll bring him over. I'll bring him over. And just never did. So, uh, when she, when she passed, I, I kind of regretted not having a better relationship with her, you know, that I could have had. But I, I always look at it as, is I understand that life gets in the way. You know what I'm saying? Like, if if somebody sent me a text message and I meant to get well, you know, like right, I'll get back to them later, and then you know, certain shit starts happening, like it's not like I'm being an asshole when I regret. It's just life getting in the way. But bro, you know how 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 much time and effort does it take to return a text, bro? Ten seconds. Yeah, that that is true. So that you know, at the same time, it is it is you know, how, it's, how it's you like Sadira it. said, it's like us being selfish. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm and, and, and that's pretty much that's pretty I'm much the king of that shit. You know what I'm saying? I, I tell them motherfucker quick when they when they called me how Sadir was saying, you know, you know, she didn't want to well talk on the phone that much. I'll get like I'll call you back just to get off the phone with you and just never call you back. Hmm. And I I will feel fucked up if I say I'll call you back and then come to find out two days later you passed away. And I'm like, damn, all he did, all he did was just want to fucking talk about it. <laughs> Nigga, if you if 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 I die and you left me on red, I'm gonna come back and haunt you, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Turning the lights <laughs> on and off in the house. You guarantee <laughs> that shit, nigga. You will never make barbecue again, bro. You <laughs> <laughs> fucking my grill. Sauce will be trash. People <laughs> like, who keep knocking the grill over? What the fuck? <laughs> oh shit. But yeah, you know, I, I do I do try to get better at uh you know replying to people and calling people. Like my mom, uh, her friend had passed away around Christmas from the whole COVID thing. So, you know, my mom's up in Jersey by herself with you know, me and my, my brother, we down here. So, you know, we got finished up there, but as far as her, our main support, you know, we down here. So I, I caught myself calling her, checking on her more. Uh, we're actually trying to get her to move down here within a year. So, mm. you know, I, I, I am with, you know, with all the stuff happening now, people just dropping left and right, just out of nowhere, you know, that's, that's starting to, they start, they start to hit you a little bit, like, oh, shit, these, these motherfuckers can go anytime. Oh, yeah. So I, I do catch real. myself calling calling certain people, you know, texting certain people a lot more often than I used to. But, you know, I don't, I don't feel bad if, if I reach out to somebody and, you know, they say, oh, I'll call you back or, I'll, you know, don't, re don't reply right away because I understand that they got something in life that they're going through or, you know, they're just doing certain, certain shit to where they're focused on what they're doing right now and really can't get back to me. But it is... It's, it's, it's to the point now where you you know checking on on your peoples is very important. What about you, Calvin? Uh, I'm kind of like you with the uh, you know Ho was my guy, and I took to that one uh, that I learned to live with regrets real quick. I had to just because of the wild shit that I was doing and coming up. And uh, yeah, you you I would process it. When fucking uh, it'd be a night of crying or heavy drinking or something crazy, but never too far off the deep end. And then start I, you plan harder after the fucking crying and shit. You plan harder or you do better. Like I said with my man, it was I've been I had this shit on my head since 
05 and I will always think about him. I kept his picture in my wallet. I still got the program from the funeral and the video from the funeral that I just looked at yesterday. So it was like, I got to do better. So it's like, all right, start checking on my friends more. So yeah, fucking wallow. You, you, you go through the emotions, that emotional roller coaster, and then you push harder and make it worth it for him. Wear the bracelet, check on my friends more, text, call, just do it better and yeah. keep moving forward. That's about it for me. Yeah, because I know um I know that shit. I, I feel like that shit happened with uh Uncle Allen. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Cause that's when I was um 2014. That was a very rough time for me, bro. Like uh because fuck the, the whole time I was in San Diego, like I was going through mad shit, bro. Divorce, grandma dying in an abusive relationship. Trying to get back with my ex-wife, Uncle Allen dying, other friends uh, dying and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Other family dying and shit. You know what I'm saying? But um, wild work shit going on. Then never home because we were deployed. Um, mm -hmm. uh, ninety. We had like an eighty-five percent op tempo. We, we were going like two hundred ninety days every year for like four years straight, bro. And uh, I was on deployment when I found out that uh, his cancer had came back, and uh, like and it was like terminal. I remember, I remember exactly where I was. I remember, I remember exactly where I was, bro. I was in motherfucking, uh, I was in Subic Bay. I was in Subic Bay, uh, and 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 my my the chief of the boat, the cop, had called me, uh, and I'm out like with the guys. I'm like, I'm not a say this kind of life I was living, bro. I'm not with the guys. I'm at a hotel. If you've been to the Philippines and you know what the fuck we doing, I'm talking <laughs> about we wilding, bro. <laughs> hotel room, Sidira. I'm sorry, hotel room. Full of women, uh, and we full didn't of know things. Yeah, full of full of women, women, women and coke. Uh, no cocaine in the navy, but it was uh, you know wilding, right? Wilding, wilding, right? And uh, I had a servant while we were, we were in the Philippines. We had a fucking servant for it. We had like a motherfucker that would drive us around, go buy our groceries, all type of shit, take us everywhere, yeah. pick us up, all type of shit, bro. Um, and I'm I'm out here just just chilling, right? And then uh, I got the call. Cause they sent the Amcross, you know what I'm saying? And you know, the cop called me and shit like that. And I'd like step on a balcony and shit like that. And uh, I'm just like, look at the ocean and shit like that. And I'm just like crying on the fucking phone. And like, the, I wanted, I'm about to say the B word. The ladies come out like, yo, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then like my boys come out there like, yo, <laughs> nigga, is you drunk? And I'm like, nah, bro. Like I just found out my fucking uncle, uh, you know, uh, is terminal, terminally ill and shit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Karim had to dip out for 10 15 minutes. He said, Be oh, yeah. so look at the chat. I'm, I don't look at the chat, I'm fucked up, but uh, <laughs> yeah, nah. So, and, and that's kind of shit. And bro, I'm when I heard that, shit, I, I, bro, I'm talking about all the money I had accessible in my check and I spent, you know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Because I was like, yo, this shit could be. And and I got a phone call from my girl at the time because she had access to my account, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm one of them niggas. If we together, you can have access to my account. You know what I'm saying? Please stop me when you see me wilding. <laughs> you know yeah. but, uh, I got a phone call. I got a phone call, bro, because she was like, what the fuck are you doing? You know what I'm saying? And uh, I'm just like, yo, <laughs> shit is real. But I wasn't communicating. I didn't communicate that with her, so that's my fault. Uh, I was a shitty boyfriend. We already talked about this, how shitty I was last uh, podcast. We're not going to refresh that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. And so, and 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 I was, I just was like, yo, fuck. And I remember call, I called him and shit. We were talking about the Falcons and talking about the Hawks and shit. We never mentioned like the finality of everything. Cause I remember I was like, yo, 
I was going to use like some of his beats to do some music with. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then I lost the CD and I only had the CD that Bruce made of beats and shit like that. And I was like, yo, I got to get the CD. I got to see. I never got the CD. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, and then, he, then he, he passed away when I was at the North Pole. You know what I'm saying? So we got the North Pole and uh, I'm thinking I'm going to go. I'm thinking I'm going to get back home to go see him and shit. Because uh, they like, oh, it's, you know, got like a year or two, you know what I'm saying? Blah, 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 yeah. blah. No, I found out this might have been like August. And then he was going in like February, March or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Because I remember getting up to, because we had left and I left, um, I want to say I left in February, like February 22nd, uh, 2014. And he was still alive. You know what I'm saying? And we got the North Pole, which is like, uh, like a month later, maybe gone. You know what I'm saying? And Bruce went through it, you know, so talking to, you know, yeah. talking to him about it, you know, he told us what he went through. Um, but it's like, fuck, man, like, you, you know, even though even though I lived in Jersey, right, I lived in Jersey for those two and a half, three years as a recruiter. I was home every day, saw him every day, saw grandma all the fucking time. Like, I still was like, fuck, I wasted mad time. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's like, because I, I was, bro, because y'all was gone. I was home. At, like, I was literally home. Like, you can t- ask mommy and them. I mean, shit, Gord- I mean, uh, Gordon tell you. Uh, I think you might have been, you might have been, le- you had left, you left already, uh, Jabal. Yeah, I was that moved already. already. Like, I was literally in Asbury every fucking day. And if you listen to this podcast and you uh, was somebody I put in the Navy, you know I was in Asbury every fucking day when I was recruiting, bro. Just on the stoop on Ridge or at home yeah, on the stoop. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or, uh, or I'll be at, because I'll, I'll go to grandma's house like that. And, and I spent mad time with her and shit. And then, like, when I, I I left and then came back for a birthday, I'm thinking everything is all good. Everything was good, yeah. And bam, you know what I'm saying? And then she passed away that same shit, you know. So I, bro, like that, yo. And then uh, Chapman Uncle Allen, and then the same Chapman with uh, Uncle uh, Paul, you know what I'm saying? Because I reconnected with him because uh, my girl I was dating at the time was in Vegas. And uh, I went out there, linked up with him, saw the family, saw all these old photos he had of us, all that kind of shit. I mean, I sent y'all that shit when I did that. And like we were talking and shit, got the book, and I was like trying to tell him about another book because it was like a whole other story he didn't tell. And uh, I'm just like, yo, man, people got to hear this shit, yada, yada, yada. And it was a time, I was like the last six months. Um, I don't know if he was like his butt dialing me or something or just like, because he knew how to use a cell phone because we had no problem talking. But it was like, I don't, I don't know if it was like being seen now or something like that, but like he would call and he would talk for a little bit and then just wouldn't say nothing. And I don't know if he was talking to me, you know what I'm saying? Or or what, you know what I mean? But um, yeah, and, and, and then it's like, I was like, all right, I'm gonna fucking go to Vegas, I'm gonna go to Vegas, I'm gonna go to Vegas. Uh, and this, because all this happened when Uncle Paul died, it happened right when I found out I was having a daughter, right when we had a mass shooting oh, at my yeah. job. You know what I'm saying? Right at the fucking, at the very, very start of the fucking pandemic. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, fuck, I can't do it. I'm, I'm, I'm fucking wasted mad time being in Hawaii. You know what I'm saying? I could have, I could have just fucking, you know, I, it's, it's always like, I, I could have did something else. I could have fucking yeah. uh, stayed in San Diego or I could have, I, I couldn't know, right? But it's like, I could have, you know, uh, went to Washington and been closer to the family or whatever, whatever. But it's like, man, listen, you appreciate people while you got them. You know what I'm saying? Appreciate motherfuckers while you got them and, and let you know, let them know how much you care, man. You know, but um, to, to jump off of that on some other shit, um, since we're talking about appreciating people while you got them, uh, Kanye West uh, was recently on social God. media. <laughs> Listen, can I, can I get this shit out, all right? <laughs> I'm so getting Kanye tired of this West, hard, y'all. 
Listen, I'm sorry. He, he, he is just a conduit for content, right? So Kanye West, I don't know if you guys are familiar, his daughter has the same birthday as um, the other one, Travis Scott's daughter, uh, him and Kylie Jenner, right? Their daughter share the same birthday. Uh, Kanye West had originally told um, Kim Kardashian that they were going to have separate birthday parties, right? So uh, Kylie Jenner had a birthday party for her daughter and combined uh, – the other one, Chicago, I don't know the kids' names, but combined Kanye's daughter's birthday with hers, and they didn't give him the address or invite him. You know what I'm saying? And because they ain't been, the, you know, like, he ain't been around the family since he's been wilding and saying bad shit about the family. They ain't say nothing about him, but he said something about Chris, about uh, Chloe, about all the motherfuckers uh, since 20, 20, 2016, essentially. Um, and then he got mad they didn't invite him. And so he had to go on social media. What the fuck do you expect? (laughs) Exactly. So he went on social media talking about, oh, they didn't invite me to my daughter's birthday. I don't know the address, blah, 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 blah. Nigga, welcome to being separated, bro. When you're divorced, you don't get invited (laughs) to that shit when you're a fucking dickhead. You know what I'm saying? And he had to go on social media crying, you know, about that shit. And then Travis Scott uh, sent them the address, you know. And then when he got there, Kylie let him in. was like, yeah, come in. You know what I'm saying? It was like... But there's a reason you weren't invited. True. You know, you can't go on social media and say, "Yo, I wish I aborted my kid." Um, That's what I'm. You can't. You I'm, can't go on social media and say that your child's grandmother was trying to get you committed or trying to make you take uh, psychotropic fucking medication and things like this. You can't go on there and disparage that family, regardless of what you know what their brand is or how famous they are. You can't say stuff like that in public and then expect to be invited in a family to a family event without addressing that shit first. You know what I'm saying? And uh, and yeah, you know, listen, I didn't get invited to my daughter's birthday. You know what I'm saying? I'm not crying about that. I don't give a fuck. That's just part of the game, you know? Yeah. And uh, at the end of the day, yo, listen, Kanye West. That's why you buy the house across the street. <laughs> That's why you buy the house across yeah, the street. Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like, fam, you, you done did so much shit. Uh, but they don't want to be around you, bro. You know what I'm saying? And, and that is what it is. But it's the real the real topic here is um, the do, do you have to invite the other parent to family events? You know, and we'll start with you, Sadira. You know, do you have to invite the other parent to other events? No, uh, we keep things separate for the most part um but i think just about every birthday he's been there like he's coming to her birthday party this year last year i think he came the year before that he came um we always do her birthday together mm-hmm. um holidays are different because i i work um his job is usually more flexible and because she's at a school he takes her so that's the only reason we're separate for the holidays um but if we weren't i mean i know there have been thanksgivings where i have been home and i'll go to his family um Mm -hmm. but that's because we all get along there's no you know issues or anything so but it's not it's not a big deal for us yeah so yeah he's invited and and that's that's the thing how you just said y'all get along if y'all break up and y'all get along Okay, cool. You can get an invite, but if we broke up on some fuck shit, bet you're not coming. <laughs> Simple. <laughs> you're not coming. Yeah, if, hell if, no. if, if, if we, uh, down we, my party. Yeah, but if, if we broke up, you know, there was, you know, we 
see eye to eye. I look, this, this is what we're going to do. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, you can get the invite to the birthday party or I'll get the invite to Thanksgiving and Christmas or whatever. But in his situation, I would say he'd be all on social media blasting these folks. Like, what, what you expecting to do? They don't want you around them? No. Stay your ass home or at the other house across the street. Shut the fuck up. Whenever you get your daughter, you have your own little party with her. Like, get the fuck out of here with that. So what about hey, you, Calvin? Mo- you got to invite the he, other. He, he other wants too much attention. Yo. He, need, he need to chill out. He's, he's uh, very uh, feminine. He's toxically like, feminine. Kind of like what Dara said. It definitely depends on the nature of the relationship. And then I think the only, uh, when it comes to like the the birthday parties and maybe the holidays, I think the only exception where depending on even if you didn't want to, you might still want to for the sake of the kid. And that's like graduations or uh, special life events like that. Like send the invite out. Yo, you sit your ass over there in the corner, but you can be here type shit and then come see the family afterwards. Don't start no shit. Well, like, shit. Yeah. When it comes to when it comes to graduation, I should already had it. I should know that I shouldn't have to go through the other parent to know that. Yeah, All yeah. Right. Yeah. True. Or big events like you got the, the game or whatever, whatever, that kind of shit. Like the kid need to be telling me that shit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Cause cause it's like that's something that you know I have to think about, right? I don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's cool. Like, I'm going to, you know, because, like, I'm just going to do my own thing anyway. Like, I don't celebrate my daughter's birthday. I know when she was conceived on Halloween. Yeah, so I will celebrate that. I don't really fuck with any other holidays like that anyway. So it's like, yo, we'll just do our own thing, man. But it's like, I don't, you know, I don't I don't have to be, I'm not going to feel, like, slighted or nothing like that. I'm not going to get all emotional. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's cool. <laughs> you want to invite me, that's cool. I'll, I'll show up and I'll be civil and cordial. And But I get along with my child's mom's uh, family they love me like I think along better with me than they do with her you know what I'm saying so it's like so you know I'm, I'm I reach out to them for all, all the time like we we actively talk right now and so it's like that's going to be the thing is like when we do some shit and they're in town and you don't get an invite you know what I'm saying because you be on some fuck shit sometimes so it's like do they want to be around you you know what I mean you know because for me it's like you know I don't like I don't you know <laughs> So watch the parents will come to town. Y'all take baby girl out for something, and she'll find out on uh, IG or some shit like that. Because it's, it's what it is, man. Like um, their relationship is is wild. I don't understand it. I wish I had parents like that, and I have amazing parents. Like I say all the time, I wish I had parents like hers. You know what I'm saying? That were able to do the things for me that they were able to do for her. Wish I had parents like that, mm-hmm. and uh, she takes them for granted and doesn't uh, doesn't appreciate them or cherish them for the time that they're here. You know what I'm saying? Like, not to give too much shit away. Like, her dad has cancer; he's a cancer survivor. It's like, yo, all he wants to do is see his granddaughter. Why would you deny that man that shit? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and he's like a good dude, provided everything that you've ever asked for. And this man came like he I I got to give him his granddaughter i gotta invite him to my house for him to be able to see his granddaughter not you doing it like he's in town and he can't you know what i'm saying like mad wild shit i don't want to go to it into it too deep but y'all motherfuckers know what the fuck i'm talking about but it's like if you got to come to my house to see your granddaughter there's a problem you're fucked up you know what i'm saying there's a problem you know what i'm saying but I, i'm i'm about family so it's like i can put petty 
differences aside to for that because it's not about me it's about the kids so for me it's like yo if i'm gonna do something i got no problem inviting um her mom you know what i'm saying because it's like you're here for your daughter not for me you know what i'm yeah. saying just keep that in mind you know and it's like and that's, and that's one thing parents got to realize they're they're not there for you they're there for the kid exactly you know, exactly. And, and it's like a lot of times people will try to use the kid as some like kind of leverage or they'll try to use yeah, it to exactly. get back at, at, at the other parent, you know, because because it's a controlling thing. It's a control issue. You know what I'm saying? And, and unfortunately, you know, parents can be very manipulative and they, and they do shit like that, man. But for me, it's like anybody I deal with, you know, in a romantic sense, I let them know my situation. And it's like, yo, if there is, if I'm going to do something, she may be there. You know what I'm saying? And you got to be OK with that. You know, and at the same time, like, yo, if you come to my thing, you shut your fucking mouth. You mm. know what I'm saying? If I invite you to a birthday party or an event that she has going on, whatever like that, and you start some shit, I'm just going to go to court. I'm just, I'm just going to go to court. Yeah, man. That's it. That's all I'm going to do. I ain't about to raise my voice. I ain't about to get crazy. I'm just go to court and then, you know, do some paperwork and then we'll just change the custody agreement. That's it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, but that's just me. I'm very fair. I'm very fair. You know what I'm saying? But, um, yo, speaking of court and people that's going to be going to court pretty soon, uh, shout out to my girl, Tiffany Haddish, uh, living her very best fucking best life. life. Fell asleep at the wheel down in uh in Georgia. Yo, she was out here. <laughs> yeah, fell asleep at the wheel. Got a DUI. Nice little cute mugshot. But uh, before that, she was talking about you know all her I'm be auditioning dudes and blah 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 blah. And I feel like I just talked about her acting like a fucking child, like a twenty year old. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? My Negro, my Negress. All right, yeah. my Queen. Queen, I'm gonna address you as a queen, Tiffany Hatch, because you are a wonderful, amazing, beautiful woman. Not even just black woman, bro. You are a wonderfully amazing, talented, funny, compassionate woman. And I want you to do better. You know, you are my age, older than me, actually. You can afford an Uber. You can afford a I'm driver. You can drive. Nigga, pay me $80,000 a year and I will drive you around. I will even wow. find dudes for you. You know what I'm Why saying? Why are these celebrities getting DUI? That, that must have saying. been the creep mission. It had to be a bro, creep mission. Yeah, creeping, <laughs> what the fuck is creeping, wrong bro? <laughs> Red light special. You know what I mean? I'm like, yo, fam, like, yo, pay me 80K a year. I will drive you around and I will introduce you to men. You know what I'm saying? Or $80,000. That's not a lot. You know what I'm saying? That's not a lot. 80K and I will drive you around? Come on now. But it's like, yo, you know, she got the mug shot and she's smiling, but she ain't be smiling for long because she about to lose some of them endorsements because her image yeah. was, you know, based on, you know, uh, her being like a, a good person, you know, but you can't, you, hey, listen, you catch a charge like that, you know, you, you're going to lose some shit. Yeah. You know, you're going to lose that Groupon. You're going to lose that Groupon fucking deal. I got Groupon I got a deal for goddamn, uh, they got a deal for cab rides and, and or lawyer fees. Yeah, they got the group on lawyers. a group on for that fucking lawyer. You know what I'm saying? But now, it's like, yo, if you had a man, that would have never fucking happened. Pretty much. You know what I'm saying? But like, I hate who, who was she? Who was she out with? Was she out by herself? She was by herself, bro. See, that's that that the right mission. Because so the other person should have took that charge. If they saw all the they should have hopped in that motherfucker to that charge. Yeah. <laughs> so you you out by yourself. Like he's down and you get, down. Get, get drunk when you fall asleep in the car. <laughs> like that, 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 that like, old... yo, you're my best friend. 
Like that shit crazy. Like you, you out by yourself. You a celebrity, and you get drunk and fall asleep behind the car. Yeah, that's, that's wild. Yeah, that like, had to be really? uh, just out by yourself, drunk, and a celebrity. Yeah, fuck like, the whole driving. That that, that, that could have went wrong in so many different ways. Yeah. In Atlanta, like like motherfuckers and, ain't getting and robbed. you're a female. Like motherfuckers ain't getting robbed. Like people ain't getting shot. Like, motherfuckers ain't getting shot. Atlanta. This nigga getting shot in Atlanta right now. Shot Atlanta. <laughs> You know, and then I mean, we just have people. People have fallen asleep, parked in Atlanta, and been killed by police. Yeah, you know and it's like, and and you got people who depend on you. So many yeah. people who depend on you, whose livelihoods depend on you being alive, and you do something like this, man. It's like, yo, and that's why one. That's why being in a relationship is great because you don't do shit like that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and uh, you don't. You just don't, you know what I'm saying? Because you know you're going to get it, bro. You're going to get it. Hell yeah. hard or you know you got somebody to come pick you the fuck up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The other thing. Hey, babe, but the, I am but the thing is, up. she has money. She could have easily called an Uber. Bro. Damn. Uber black. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, Uber black at that. You know what I'm saying? Like, what the it, fuck? Like, yeah. That means she ain't want nobody to know where she was coming from. Me. That, that's what that was. Creeping. You know what I'm saying? So now it's about speculating who the fuck, who she was Ooh, fucking. Yeah. <laughs> first, no, first off, who let her drive? All right, this Ooh, is where I got to get the didn't man. put her in the Uber? I got to get the man. What man did not put her in a fucking Uber? You know what I'm well, saying? That, well, that's why I asked who she out with. Because, like, my thing is, if you out with your friends and your friends are you drunk, they let you do that, they ain't your they real some fucking, They some fucking they, shit friends. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Then if you if you out with a dude getting knocked off and he lets you do that, he's off the list. Yeah. So yeah. She, she, need, she need to reevaluate her circle. <laughs> yeah, man. It's I mean, I mean, same thing happened to Kevin Hart. Yeah, same that's what thing I was saying. Yeah. Like she following the same path that he went down. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Of, of fucking up relationships and catching DUIs and getting in the car accidents like that. He did the same shit. You know what I'm saying? So, Sidera, um, you've been kind of quiet over there. I know you're a big Tiffany Haddish fan. Uh, I don't know if she was ready to uh, drive home, <laughs> but like I did that. Michelle, so your thoughts on Tiffany Haddish uh, getting the DUI after uh, all the shit that we've seen her go through this year? Um, I, I don't really have any thoughts. Uh, that's, you know, on her. She's a big girl. She made that decision. Um, I've done dumb things like that and have been You've done that? Not to get caught. Oh! Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, I remember uh, one time specifically, we, because uh, we used to go shoot pool at that place in Eatontown. Ah! Um, I know you're talking yeah, about, the the bar and, and, the, and the pool hall over there. Is, so is we it used like to go Ridge or something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. It was um, Ridge is in the area. I'm so much about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we used to go shoot <laughs> pool over there all the time. And I remember, I specifically, specifically remember oh. one night I got so drunk, and because they poured their Long Island iced teas heavy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that's I've all been I was drinking. I've been there with That's all I was drinking. And I got my little silly butt in the car and drove home from Eatontown mm. to Asbury. I don't know what time it was wow. in the morning. But I got I made I made it home. Your side that night. Yes, on your side because that, night. that that was ridiculous. I should not have gotten in that car, but I think that night I might have something might have happened and I, I left. And uh yeah, I was like, I gotta go. And I just got in the car and left. But I don't do that anymore nor do i drink that much the last time i got that drunk while i was out um was my 30th birthday 
but my friend was my designated driver. Yeah. Um, and she, I mean, I, it was so bad. <laughs> we got to, uh, I, I, we pulled up at the McDonald's down the street from my house. I think I threw up in the parking lot out the car. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, now, now she you, went as far. to slow down on the drinks? I mean, they was they was coming. It was my birthday, and you know, it was whatever. She was we was just having uh, a good time. I don't remember half that night either. But um, she went as far because her son was babysitting for me at the time, so he was at the house with um, with Faith. So she had to come get him anyway. But she got me in the house and she undressed me, got me in the bed, put a trash can, and said good night, and then just checked on me in the morning. So, <laughs> yeah, that's the kind of friend. Tiffany needed. <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah. So what about you, Jamal? Yeah, you, you, ever, you ever pulled a Tiffany Haddish? Not me, but I've I've had a friend do that, and I had to pull her out of the situation. Um, went to a house party, I, and I felt responsible because I invited her to the house party. So she came, and she just got hammered for whatever reason. She was just tossing them back. Straight Grey Goose, just mm. taking them <laughs> back. So I'm realizing she getting drunk. I'm like, yo, you need to slow down. Because like she, you know, we was in Advent, she lived in Neptune. And I knew how her mom was. She came home drunk. Her mom was going to curse her the fuck out. So, you know, she drunk. She's like, nah, I ain't love. I'm like, all right, whatever. She getting, still drinking, still drinking. I'm like, yo, I'm taking you home. Instead of taking her home, I take it to my house, I let her sleep in my room, and I go back to the party. And you know, I didn't, <clears throat> I didn't have a license, so I'm just driving her car around like it's nothing. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I go, I go back to the party, you know, and end up staying the night over there. She calls me in the morning, like, "Yo, where you at with my car?" Right? I'm like, "Yo, I'll be over there in a minute." So I, you know, went to her, went back to my house, and she, you know, she's sitting on the edge of the bed with that hangover look. I'm like, yo, you all right? She's like, yeah, I'm like, yeah, you was fucked up last night. I didn't want to take you home because I didn't want you know, <laughs> your mom to see you all fucked up, whatever, whatever. Can you drive home? And so, you know, I gave her, you know, she was like, yeah, she was fine. Gave her the kids. She drove home. You know, everything worked out. But, uh, you know, it's, I've never got that hammered. Like, I was like, I don't drink that much. Uh, if, if I do go out somewhere where I do drink that much, somebody else is always driving anyway. So I ain't got to worry about it. But uh, that's about it. You know, I don't. That's why I drink at home. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, so that's safer, the whole thing. Right? It's cheaper yeah. and it's safer. <laughs> I can drink. I can sit at home and get ripped and fall asleep on a dead couch. But you know, yeah, she she needed better people in her corner with that night. Really? <laughs> yeah. You just drink out the box, nigga. Yes, just one, a, a bowl game or something. You see that? Listen. <laughs> I, got, I got the hookah over here you know what I'm saying aka hookah Doncic. got my box wine I got my little Jack Daniels honey and wine and orange juice in here my little fake sangria my mangria you know Ain't so that a protein drink shake <laughs> yeah I gotta make sure it's fucking blended right bro come on now oh, <laughs> nah it's because my daughter be over here and she knocks everything the fuck over so if I have this she can't knock this over even though yeah, I yeah. spilled it I knocked it over last night you know what I'm saying so <laughs> Gee, I, I, I ain't never had those situations where I got fucked up in. Yeah, I, I don't had a, I don't had a few, I don't had a few Tiffany Hatches, bro. A couple. <laughs> I remember I was coming in, I was coming in, uh, into Norfolk, NOB. You know, what I'm saying through the main gates of there. You know, what I'm talking about on uh, Hampton Boulevard. 
coming through that gate, right? And my shout out to my man Nicholas Copey, bro. He was this Cuban cat from from Miami, Florida. Uh, this was back when we was young on the Montpelier, bro. Um, oh my God, straight scumbags. Um, and he had a Ford Expedition. I had the I had the big body white blazer with the TVs and shit in it. Um, and we went to Dodgers Chicken after like a wild night out at the landing um in in in, in uh Norfolk or some shit like that wild the fuck out had girls in the car type of shit right bringing them back on base way past uh it's like <laughs> one in the morning it's like one in the morning trying to bring them to the barracks right and we are you know where Dodgers chicken is right so there I think so right on Hampton Boulevard it's, yeah it's, it's not it's far maybe like two miles from yeah. the end we are going like 90 miles an hour from Dodgers chicken to the gate <laughs> right and I am beyond fucking i'm i'm like i'm like leonardo dicaprio fucked up you know what i'm saying from wolf of wall street i'm like that right oh yeah and, and, and there's two big ass trucks zooming towards the gate and then we stop at the light right right before because the light right before the gate we stop there and we looking at each other like oh shit we gotta sober up we just start chewing gum rolling the windows down <laughs> blah, 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 blah pull up to the gate they doing random fucking checks right and i'm like oh god here's Here's where my career is over, Pedro Ceviche. But I'm like, wait, I'm like, wait, they're not doing sobriety checks. They're just doing searches. Oh, so, so I'm all like, you do be so straighten up. So I got the girls in the car, and we, I'm talking about, we got like three girls a piece. So I got three in my car, you got like three in his, right? Wow, boys. We got two or three more cars of dudes behind us, right? Coming with us, right? Uh, they see the shit, and they like, oh, shit. God, so they go to park at the exchange. To walk over, you know, what I'm talking about there They go to park yeah. at the exchange, so they can just like cross the street and then just walk through the gate and no gotta worry about that shit, right? Smart move on them. But uh, and so we go through the gate, they pull us over, and they're like, "Yo, open the trunk, do this, do that, yeah." And then they see a poster that I had, and I had this uh poster of uh, Scarface. And I remember I bought the Scarface video game on like PlayStation Two, and it was a special edition pre-order, and it came with the poster that had the entire script. Uh, was written out to look like Scarface when he was shooting the M16 on the balcony. Oh, wow. Favorite fucking mm. poster, bro. Still got it. Um, and it's so fucking dope, bro. And the dude, one of the gate guards, you know what I'm saying, a white guy was like, oh, he was like, that's uh, Al Pacino from the one movie where he was like a bank robber. And I'm like, what? No, it's not. And I'm like, ready to snap one. I'm drunk as shit, right? And then the other dude comes around. I'm like, oh, fuck, I made it hot. And he's like, yeah, yeah, it is. I'm like, no, this is Scarface. And he's like, well, what's the other movie? And I'm like, they trying to think, trying to think. And I'm like, Dog day afternoon. And they were like, oh, you talking to me? You talking to me? And I'm like, yeah, I'm talking to you. And it was like, oh, shit, go through. And then my boy, he never even got, because I made so much of a big fucking stink about this poster and them not knowing it. Uh, they just let him go too. And uh, and he like, as soon as we got through the gate, <laughs> they had the other shit, like the little exchange that was on base. He ended up like crashing into a curb right into that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So everybody had to get in my truck and then go, but nobody saw it because he went, you know, just making a normal ass right. Uh, yeah, so he parked his shit and everybody got in my car and then we went to the fucking uh, barracks. And then uh, I'm, I'm gonna end the story there. But yeah, it was just like, yo, like mad <laughs> all this shit uh like that you know what i'm saying being being young and dumb you know and young dumb and invincible yeah yeah I, mad dumb shit you know what i'm saying but uh no i don't i don't i don't i think uh i stopped that i stopped doing that kind of dumb shit god a long time ago a long time ago um i'm scared to drive first off uh and i, I don't drive at night because i fall asleep all the time at night uh sober i fall asleep i fall asleep in the daytime that that's that was something that happened in hawaii 
You know what I'm saying? From uh, driving home for an hour and a half in Hawaii, having a sun in your face, and I would fall asleep at the light at three in the afternoon. You know what I'm yeah, saying? So, I and that's that what, feeling. Yeah. God, and I'm like, yeah. That's why I'm not when I, that's one of the main reasons why I moved from where I was in Hawaii to the city. So I wouldn't have to drive anymore. And uh, I would never drive at night. I could walk, you know what I'm saying? Take an Uber. But yeah, like I got, yeah, but like I don't, I don't, I've been fucked up like plenty of times where, you know, I got to be carried out of a fucking club or something like that. Or, <laughs> not carried, but yeah, to, show uh, the lean. It's like, yo, hey, man, you need some pizza. How about you come next door and shout out to my people that would do shit like that, you know what I'm saying, in San Diego that would take me next door to get pizza and, and sober me the fuck up, you know what I'm saying? But um, yeah, nothing, nothing crazy like that. But yeah, I, when I was younger, I was fucking crazy. But I remember my man Horace Miller, uh, I was in his car at some club in Virginia Beach, underage drinking. I used to take my boys to all the time, underage drink. Um, and uh, one night I was fucked up and we were at 7-Eleven in Virginia Beach um, on Virginia Beach Boulevard coming from... Uh, Virginia Beach, and he was like, "Yo, you look like you're gonna throw up. Get out of my car." So we pull out. We pull over to, we pull over to Seven uh, Eleven, and there's cops out there, mad cops out there. I'm just sitting on a fucking like on a curb, drunk as shit, twenty years old, just mm. making mad fucking noise, talking mad shit about <laughs> UGK and Eight Ball and MJG and how these niggas is whack, and this dude is like trying to shut me the fuck up. And then he was like, "Yo, fuck it, get back in the car." I get back in the car, and I'm like 20. He's like 30, man. Shout out to my boy. And this, I threw up in this fucking Cadillac. I threw up in his car. And it went all Ooh. over the window oh, and dripped man. down into the inside of the fucking door panel. Like some, like the wood? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Inside the, inside the window. So, like, yeah. the window, hit the window, drops inside where the window retracts into the door. So, that, that's never been a minute. Yeah, nah, uh, I thought this motherfucker was going to kill me, bro. Like, because he, you know, he was an older cat. I was 30. I was like 20. He was a big motherfucker, bro. Like, call him Big Herm. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I thought he was going to kill me, bro. Like, he looked like a mixture of Debo and uh, Suge Knight combined. Yeah, but just yeah, like yeah. Southern country, you know what I'm saying? Like, real soft-spoken yeah, dude. I yeah. thought he was going to kill me, bro. But at least I think, bro, he was out there that night cleaning his car. And yeah, he didn't fuck me up. He was just like, yo, you got to pay me for this shit. And, uh, yeah, you know, I, I paid him because I was like, yo, I fucked up, bro. I threw up in your car. You took me out. <laughs> yeah. Allowed me to underage. I mean, I, I had to connect, so I was underage my own shit. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, yeah, man, like, and he ain't fucked me up, man. So I, I salute that man for not fucking me up, man. He's also the motherfucker that, that gave me a gun when I had to come back to Jersey when uh, Pitt was trying to shake me down for $500. You know what I'm saying? He definitely gave me a gun, too. Um, I almost got locked up for that shit going to Gordon House making two left turns instead of just uh, waiting for the fucking light. You know what I'm saying? So... <laughs> yo, shout out to that motherfucker. Almost got locked up for that shit, man. But no, I had mad times, bro. I'd get my stomach pumped in South Carolina once. Uh, fuck with my boy Eddie Robinson. Yeah, yeah, my... the fuck? You boy, you first... in. Bro, listen, invincible nigga. You know what I'm saying? I was dead, bro. <laughs> Matt Murdock out this bitch, bro. So <laughs> motherfucking went to South Carolina. My boy, uh, my boy Eddie Robinson from South Carolina. Uh, and we was all cool in sub school, boot camp, that kind of shit. He he had got to the uh to his boat. He was on the Oklahoma City. He got to his boat uh maybe like a month before I did. I got to I got there um and that weekend he took me out of South Carolina to meet his family and shit to go chill, go to a block party. I'm thinking it's like a like a city block party where it's like the block, 
right? No, this is a country block, so it's like a fucking mile. Oh, yeah, right? big block. <laughs> yeah. yeah. At country block, country you different. block party, right? Everybody got tables. With no sidewalk. <laughs> At all. Yo, yo, everybody has tables on their fucking lawn with, like, food and drink and all type of shit out. This shit still blows my mind to this day. And we're just walking around. I'm 20, bro. We're just walking around, drinking, all this kind of shit, blase, blase, blah. And then... uh Man, let me tell you, bro, fucking, we go down to Charleston, South Carolina. We, no, we're in Columbia, South Carolina. I still remember the club. The club was called Vegas Nights. We go to Vegas Nights in Columbia. Well, City, City Nights or Vegas Nights in Columbia, South Carolina. We go there, get to the door. 18 and up club, 21 to drink. We get to the door. Mm-hmm. Got my Navy ID. Still have my smart card. Back when they had smart cards. Uh, and I didn't have a driver's license, nothing like that yet. So I didn't have a driver's license. So I had my Navy ID. That was it. And uh, we get to the door. Show him the ID. He's like, hey, y'all want a drink? And I was like, uh, uh, I'm only 20, sir. He was like, this time that's that. You want a drink? This is me on my gay shit, right? Like, it's legal, right? I'm only 20, <laughs> sir. I'm like, I'm only 20, sir. And, and he's like, on oh, my Tom Holland shit, dog. And he was like, I ain't asked that bitch. Do you want a drink? You know what I'm saying? And I was like, hell yeah. So we go in there. And I'm talking about we're drinking Henny and Coke by the pitcher, my nigga. Henny and Coke by the pitcher. We're drinking um, shots of Armadale vodka. Shots of Armadale. Bro. Armadale, damn. Shots of Armadale, Henny and Coke by nigga, the pitcher. We had at least nigga, five or six. Dash and shit. Nigga, I, was, I took my shirt off in that bitch. I'm 20, <laughs> skin and bones, bro. I'm literally swinging that shit like Petey Pablo. I'm in there. I'm in there. Pitcher, two pitches of Henny and Coke just facing them and shit. We, and we in there getting all the things, right? Niggas got too drunk. So um, we, the, we we closed the club down. Cops none came to that bitch because everybody was in there wild. It's country club, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we in the parking lot, and I'm sitting on one side of the car. He's sitting on the other. He's like, yo, I got to throw up. I'm like, you don't throw up. You throw up and throw up. This motherfucker throws up. I'd let it loose, bro. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, <laughs> I look up. The ambulance is right in front of us sitting watching us. You know what I'm saying? Doors open, bro. They ready like for the y'all. Like the gates of heaven. Yeah, they ready, they ready for y'all. They this just sit there and watch us the whole time. And, uh, and, and before this, before this, like, um, we had, he wanted to go get something to drink. And you had to cross, like, a fucking highway with a median in it. And he runs across the highway, trips over the median trying to jump that shit, <laughs> falls in the middle of the highway. I run behind him. I'm over top of him, like, hold up, hold up, stop, stop trying to stop traffic and shit. And I, I, I like grab him, cradle his head. I'm like, oh no, they don't kill my baby. Right? Stay up, Kane. Yeah, yeah. Get up, I pick his dumb ass and carry him to the fucking 7 Eleven and shit. And then we cross the meeting again. And then we end up throwing up all that Gatorade. We just drunk, think it's going to sober us up. Because he was like, I'm going to drive home. And I'm like, bet, all we need is Gatorade, bro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Electrolytes, right? And Electrolytes. Uh, yo, and then and so we get up getting taken in by the ambulance. They take us to the hospital. This motherfucker sobers up so quick, bro. Like, in the ambulance ride over, they sobers up. I'm done. You know what I'm saying? I'm like 150 pounds at the time, right? I'm fucked up. And I black out, and I'm running around the hospital in a paper nightgown, uh, <laughs> running from room to room, hiding in bathrooms and shit. And then when I when I Yo, came what to, what the fuck was you? This on, dude bro, is wild. I, listen, bro. When I came to, uh, I'm holding the door, and it's like orderly's trying to pull it open. I'm holding the door, like I'm sorry, Miss Robinson. I didn't mean to do this. I didn't mean to come down here to South Carolina get all fucked up and embarrass myself and embarrass y'all. I got out of y'all. She's like, it's okay, baby. It's okay. Just open the door, because I was his mom. Who came to get me? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, and they got me out the bathroom, bro. They got me out the bathroom. 
And uh, I got my stomach pump. They said I got my stomach pump. I like jumped up tubes to limit and shit on some Wolverine shit. Like, <laughs> he throwing the fucking tube. And uh, and then just ran around yes, the hospital, man. like jumping on gurneys and shit and running through rooms. But Yo, after you off the chain. Yeah. 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 I never did that. This was like my first weekend, bro. This was my first weekend in Virginia. Like that next Monday, I checked onto the boat. You know what I'm saying? And I checked on the boat early. So this is my first week in Virginia, bro. First time going to South Carolina. I got my stomach pumped. Yeah. And that's why I couldn't drink Henny, bro. I couldn't drink Henny from uh, 2001 until 2000. Until I started dating my girl in San Diego until 2014. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because that shit would make me throw up. Yeah. And then she was like, yeah. oh, just put cranberry in it. And I was like, huh. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so shout out to me, Haddish, bro, because uh, I, I I had, that's why I can empathize with her, man, but it's like, yo, you rich, hire me. I'll yeah. do that shit. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I say, everybody had a moment. But yo, I, I know, um, you know, growing up, you know, we are, you know, we talked about the Cosby show. Everybody liked uh, Lisa Bonet on the Cosby show and whatnot. Yeah. Everybody's crush. And uh, I remember Jason Momoa, I'm about to say, I remember, right? Jason Momoa, when he was a kid, he said to his mom, when I get older, I'm going to get her. Because Jason Momoa is significantly younger than her, right? And he did. He was 24, 26 when he met her. And she's 12 years older than him. And they got together, got married. It's after she got divorced from Lenny Kravitz. And they got married, had uh, several kids, I want to say two. Yeah. And they're splitting right now. And they were like the uh, everybody's everybody has like their goals like oh Will Smith and Jada, Liz Bonet, right? Because now we're talking about like older women getting younger guys. They always talk about Liz Bonet and Jason Momoa, but now they are splitting and it's not working. And because Momoa is only forty two years old, she's fifty four. Oh, that's that. That what's gonna call it then? That's when they say when you get a cougar and then she be like, baby, not too hard. My hips hurt. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yo, I know what that was. Exactly kinda, what that is. He only four. He, got to, he, he might. He, kinda, he did yeah. it at six o'clock. That's what it was. Uh -huh. I, yo, I'm, let me tell you the one. <laughs> when Jason Momoa got her, he wasn't popping. Mm -hmm. I mean, Lisa Bonet wasn't really popping like that, but she was still Lisa Bonet. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying. But Jason Momoa yeah. wasn't Aquaman. He was young motherfucker, 20, 24, 26. He was like still like on daytime TV. And he got her and she was in her 30s. So he thinking he came up. And then, you know, father time catches up with you, man. Mother <laughs> yeah, nature yeah. catches up. But he got two kids. They got two kids, you know. But it's like, yo, he's still in his prime. He in his yeah, prime he, now. He in his prime now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> He trying to slang that motherfucker now. <laughs> yeah, this is Kyle Drogo we talking about. Yeah, Dolph right. Rocky. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The Dolph Rocky out here we talking about, man. And, you know, she worried about her AARP and shit. You know what I'm saying? She's the senior pancakes at Denny's and shit. Yeah. This kind of McDonald's, yeah. bro. She's she trying to watch the game. She want to watch Murder, She Wrote. They ain't going to I was about to make a Golden Girls joke, man, but I'm not. Rest in peace, Betty White, man. Uh, yeah, R.I.P. Yeah. <laughs> Betty White. But this nah, motherfucker, you know, you, wow. know what's, you know what's funny, though? I, it's, it's funny how um, people look at celebrities and be like, you know, they want relationships like that. And then when they get divorced, it's like, oh, they, they know people just like you. They go oh, yeah. through shit, too. Like, why are you basing your relationship on what what a celebrity doing? The only thing between them and you is they, they got they just got more money. They got more, yeah, but more say. money and more more That's eyes it. looking at them, more people yeah. looking at them. You know what I'm saying? Like every, everybody was like that with the whole Will Smith and Jada thing, and then when he, you know he, she started going on his little bullshit. They like, oh, that's Ooh. fucked up. 
Niggas were saying that with Jay-Z and Beyonce. Then when she came up with the Lemonade album, they're like, oh, that's fucked up. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before we go in the, listen, Jay-Z and Beyonce's relationship did not get messy because of Jay-Z or Beyonce. Oh, no, Jay-Z and Beyonce's relationship just... got messy because of her hating-ass little sister Solange. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> she made that shit public. And that's something that all women got to understand is that what is in your shit needs to stay in your shit. And if somebody else from outside of your circle makes y'all shit public, you got to check them. You know what I'm saying? And that's one thing where, you know, I'm disappointed in Beyonce, but I understand where, why she couldn't do what she needed to do. I'm pretty sure she checked that behind closed doors. Oh, but yeah. their issues weren't public until Solange well, committed. No, I'm, but I'm just saying, but like, it, it, against it's, Jay-Z. It's, a, it's a whole bunch of like celebrities that go through shit also. It's just, yes. they don't, they don't, they don't, it's not their job to put it out there like that. If they only put it out there with something going wrong. Uh, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Or somebody else do it. But like, you you shouldn't judge how you want your relationship to be off what the fuck they doing. They only see the highlights, man, because everybody want to be uh Michael B. Jordan and uh Lori, which we call it right now, Lori Harvey. <laughs> Listen, every, everybody, yeah, everybody, a, everybody has been, shit. everybody has been where Michael B. Jordan has been. So you know, shout to that. Yeah, that's fucked up. Shout to him. Shout to everybody except Meek Mill. You know what I'm saying? Meek Mill. The question I have to ask you guys is, uh, is there a difference between uh, older women dating younger men and older men dating younger women? Do you think that that's an even playing field? Dear a go. Because <laughs> you've been quiet. No, her, oh, boyfriend, her boyfriend's older than her. Uh, yeah, 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 I know. I just wanted to hear her thoughts. That's all. I mean, I, I don't know. It, it depends. I think the mentality is different um, in a certain way because they do say it takes men longer to mature. Um, so I think the older man, younger woman thing is more common. Um, with the older woman, I, I just think it depends on where the, the woman is in her time because like I said before, the, the one friend I have, she fixing to be 50, and I'm older than her boyfriend. <laughs> so, you know, only by, <laughs> yeah, only by a couple, I think a couple of months. I don't think it's a full year, but, you know, her boyfriend is my age. Mm. So, you know, I'm, I'm 34, and like I said, she, she fixed to be 50. So it just, it depends. But if, if she's happy, if, if he can give her what, She's looking for then Sidera, you know. Sidera, Sidera. Why is that? Uh, why? Why is that? Why is that guy trying to fucking scramble them powdered eggs? Listen, <laughs> <laughs> scramble God powdered is. eggs. That's, hey, that's between them. He, he is the one. He's the one who's okay with that. I mean, he's a great guy. I, I mean, I know him. So you know if like you again, know if you hooked him up if, hold on no 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 what does he no. do what does he do because every because only time i see older women with younger dudes is when the younger dude is, is successful is, is is financially dependent on that woman no he's not uh, he's completely or, independent or a fitness trainer or a fitness yeah, trainer yeah or a pool boy <laughs> yeah no okay so his career no. what is he is he is he a handsome guy He's he's decent looking. He's not anybody I would go for, but this nigga ugly. That's what she's ugly. She just said that in a nice way. Yeah, your type, type is niggas. Bless his heart. Bless his heart. 
No, he's he's not a bad. He's he's like he got taller. A nice personality. No, he's tall. He's like he's husky and and you know like okay so, okay so nobody you go for so this motherfucker okay okay I guess he's like but but she, that's how she likes she likes big bulky dudes she like he's mad tall he like yeah so like the big jaws yeah he he she she loves him like I'm cool you know you don't ever got to worry about me he trying to hit sweet. on him he, he little sweet he got a little sugar <laughs> no. in his tank. Is yeah. he out here like? <laughs> is he out here like? I am delivered. <laughs> like that? No, not at all. But I mean, just, yo, shout shout to your you like man no more. <laughs> I don't like men no more. I'm delivered. But he he takes care of her. I think I think did did she make the move on him? I can't remember. They got or, kids. But does she got kids? No, she has kids. She has grown kids. Does he have kids? No. Does he want kids? I don't know, but she can't not, have kids. Hope not. Mm. I say, she ain't gonna have one that, that yeah, so, so, so to you, well, young she man, she can't have kids, so it doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, yeah. Have to, uh, yeah. yeah. Cause them, the motherfuckers is powder, bro. <laughs> that's why that's why. No, dog. she physically cannot have kids. I so there know, ain't no I eggs know, there. There's always impact. Yes. <laughs> For yes. real. She has had a hysterectomy. She could yes. not have. I got. I mean, damn, they got to violate HIPAA. Well, and shit, man. Okay. Okay, <laughs> some no names out. Let me make, I these, let no me make names. these inappropriate jokes. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So, okay, okay, <laughs> done dropped out of school already. <laughs> my man is just. My man is shooting up empty clubs. Yeah. So, <laughs> I know. You know he's going wrong. <laughs> yeah. But I yo, what if he still had a conversation? They've had. She had hysterectomy. What? What if she had a hysterectomy and she still make them wear condoms? Hey, yeah, that's fucked never up. Never know. That, I mean, that's protection against other things, <laughs> but you know, Bro, that yeah. shouldn't be an issue either at this point. Yeah. But no, uh, that's crazy. no, I mean, they're they're happy. So I mean, I, I can't. Okay, so here's that. so here's a real question, and your friend does not listen to this podcast. So no, she does not. <laughs> you think it's going to last with that age difference? It all depends, honestly on uh i think on this whole kid thing mm -hmm. because at the end i mean when it comes down to it she cannot have children so and and then she has grown she got a grandchild so um they either have to agree on the adoption route they would have to agree on you know surrogate, surrogate if they wanted biological children but that that would be the only thing that i think would really mess them up but outside of that i think they're fine because this um, legacy is thing, done yeah Bad. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah Bad. the only other thing um which which kind of I, I i get on her about a little bit um because they've been together almost three years now and he's still um like paying part for an apartment that he don't live in has never stepped foot in you know, he was oh, he living with his friends open. before. So are they yeah, married? And then he got he got his stuff. No, he has like stuff in store. I'm like, y'all been together three years. I'm that like, why is he work. not fully committed? Mama. She is and a that's sugar my, that's my issue. mama. But no, she, she doesn't take care of him. Mama, how do you know? She does what not man take care of oh, I'm not going to ask that question. What was the question? He has a separate apartment that he doesn't live in. He stays with her. Mm-hmm. And he's still paying rent in that apartment? Yeah. Still paying rent. <laughs> He's keeping that for a reason. And I've said as much to her. Yeah. Down some little young things. <laughs> I don't, you know what I'm saying? Don't, he is, don't, don't put nothing past nobody. 
Don't yeah, put nothing past nobody. You got the APT. Okay. Like Ray would you allow? Oh, yes. Would you allow your man to have a apartment that he's still paying? That's Absolutely just financially not. irresponsible. Exactly. If, we, if we live together, exactly. that's money we could be investing in our shit. You and know that's what I'm saying. What I told so, her. so, so you're I've a had fucking this conversation. idiot. You know yeah, I've had this so conversation. Like, so, you financially, you're 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 dumb. So, I got to drop you for that. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. know, and and that's just me. For three years, like, yo, you wilding, fam. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, well, why don't you marry her, bro? You love her. Oh, yeah, you live together. To get yeah. married. I'm just like, yo, if you live with somebody, get married. Get the tax benefit. Well, I don't see <laughs> worse if y'all <laughs> see that first or second episode of the damn uh, Steve Harvey as a judge and they had the dude on there that has been in a 20-year relationship. They got businesses and shit together. Yeah. They got grown-ass kids together and all she, she kept saying, all I want is a wedding. And my man was like, a wedding ain't gonna change nothing. And it, Steve was clowning them and shit, but them motherfuckers is out there. Yeah, that motherfucker yeah. pulled 20 years easy and still ain't put the ring on it. And she let it happen, but... Yeah, that, 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 like you said, she let it happen. So that's yeah. her fault. Because really, it's like, fam, go ahead and marry her. She gonna be dead in two years. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, what? You, you get the fucking, you get that life insurance. Get bro. the life insurance. You better go ahead and marry so you get the AAA and card. I'm just saying, bro, let's say they, I mean, I'm just being honest. Look at the life expectancy of people, right? Let's say they stay together for 14 more years. Right, you said she's fifty. Mm-hmm. She would be sixty-four. Happy wife, happy life. Right, she passes away. Fourteen more years. He's what forty-seven. He can get remarried again. Yeah, motherfuckers get married. Like Have kids years. and still do his thing. I'd have been married. <laughs> I'd be out of married and give a pork every day. Give a pork. Right, man, her arteries <laughs> be so fucking clogged right now. <laughs> that is terrible. Hey, oh, he, 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 this the truth, though. You got a, a female that that age, she can't have kids. Should we get married? I'm going raw every night. Hey. Man, that's first <laughs> off. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and I'm going to have me a little side apartment to do my little thing on the side. You know what I'm saying? To, to do my little Uchi Wally's on the side. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Huh? Run! Where your girlfriend at? Tell her to run. She at the, the gym right now. She at the gym right now training somebody. That's what the fuck she doing. You know what I'm saying? Get getting to the getting 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 that money. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But uh yeah, no, I no, she knows this shit. I don't uh-uh, I don't play that shit. She already knows she up on uh month three right now. You know what I'm saying? You on month three. So it's it's you you get with the program, you know what I'm saying? Or you tune into a different channel. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> don't I, I, so listen. What's it what's it what's it look like it so far? She she's she staying to the program or she's gonna um, turn the channel? Uh there there has been a since since the last conversation that we had about that, because I keep a list, you know what I'm saying? First off, I, I'll show you this list because I, I I mean, I fuck with y'all, right? So I'm um, in the audience. That, they fuck that, with that, me. That, that, that when you sent it, sent it to us uh, after the pod, that one pod, you sent, me, sent, sent it to me? The list of all the shit that we need to talk about? Mm. Yeah, yeah, I have like a list of all, all this stuff that we, we need to oh talk my about. God. But it has to be discussed at some point. It wasn't, it wasn't that um, list, but okay. No, no, no. Okay, it was some different shit. Yeah, and, um, and, and it's like, yo, like, this, these are all things that we need to talk about and address before I'm like, we got to stand still until we talk about this shit. But it's, it's, it's all basic questions that you would ask anybody in a relationship. So not to get too personal, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? But it's like, um, it's like, all right, uh, you're dealing with women, right? That are career driven. 
You know what I'm saying? So, and for me, it's like, or the, the shit I get is like all the time is like, women don't want to fall under a man's program uh, because they're worried about their career and their dreams and blah, 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 blah. So it's like, yo, what is your concern with not being able to follow your career, your career or your dreams in a relationship? And what it boils down to is not trusting a man. You know what I'm saying? Is I don't trust you to be there for the long haul. So I have to worry about my career and my shit because I can't trust a man. That's what it boils down to. If you trust me, that will never be a concern. You know what I'm saying? Or uh, what are your insecurities uh, in the relationship, right? And if you start voice those insecurities, why have you not addressed those yet? Like, why do I got to ask you about this shit instead of you bringing it to me? You know what I'm saying? And it's shit like that, right? Or do you feel that you meet my needs? And do you understand what those are? You know, because it's like, do you know me? Do you know my needs? Do you think you meet yeah. them? You know, you know, and we can have this kind because of, then it's like, yo, here's your perspective on what you think I want or what I need. And I will tell you yes or fucking no, whether you're doing that or not and what you need to do. Right. Um, what at, what qualities are you actively trying to show me to let me know that you want to take this relationship further and that you are ready for the next step? You know what I'm saying? So what are you? So how are you showing me wifely qualities right now? Like you want to be a wife. Right. What wifely qualities are you showing me right now to let me know that you want to be a wife? And are you even ready to be a wife? If if I said, yo, let's get married, would you be ready yeah. to accept that? You know what I'm saying? Basic question. What do you want the outcome from this relationship to be? You know what I'm saying? There's only one outcome. Marriage. You know what I'm saying? That's the only outcome. Yeah, pretty much. Uh do you want to be with me or do you not want to be alone? Mm, good you question. Yeah. No? <laughs> that's, that's a good uh, one. Right why has no other person that you've dated met your mom? You know what I'm saying? And uh, why do you feel that you're on a deadline or a timeline in this relationship? And why would that be a bad thing if that is the case? You know, because I mean, at work, you got deadlines, you got a timeline, you got a fucking progress that you should make, milestones, you know what I'm saying? Uh, why the fuck would that be a bad thing in a relationship? You know? And, but these are, I mean, there's way more questions is why you saw the list, but it's yeah. like, these are questions that I ask anyone I'm dealing with for more than two months. It's like, yo, what are we trying to do? You know, because I ain't got time to waste. You know what I'm saying? Time is money and I can't get an hour back. You know what I mean? So, that's now, it. Does, does she does she got does she got questions like this for you or fam? Sidera, you know, you know that you know, you know. You see her shaking her head. Fuck no. No one thinks uh, like this. You know, I mean men think like this. Yeah, I'm about to say <laughs> men do that shit, but yeah. But it's like women are just like in La La Land. You know what I'm saying? And they'll they'll just be happy to go with the flow until Some women. Some women. As long as the flow is going right. The majority, let's yeah. just say 51% of women are just happy to go with the flow um, until the flow doesn't go. Hey, I'm, listen, listen, I'm trying to be, uh, I'm trying to be fair, you know, but it's like, because cause it's like, because you want a man to lead, right? And these are the conversations, these, these are conversations that men have with each other, right? And at the same time, these are, these are the conversations that men want to have with women, but this count that counts as critique. Like if I'm asking these questions, I'm critiquing you. You mm. know what I'm saying? That's the first 
yeah, I'm, I'm evaluating your performance as mm. a girlfriend. You know what I'm saying? And no, women don't want that, you know? And it's like, yo, well, that happens at work. You know what I mean? Like, like you'll go to work, you'll get your, like, you'll, you'll get your fucking, your, 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 your KSAs, your knowledge, skills, and attributes. You got all these goals and shit that you'll meet at work. You'll bust your ass and give all your energy to this fucking job to work that don't give a fuck about you. But then when it comes to the person that you're supposed to be supported by, that's supposed to love, you don't give this motherfucker no effort. You don't give him no energy. You don't give him no attention, no affection. And it's because work takes all your energy. Krim, you just talked about this shit on the fucking, uh, on, on Instagram. Not on the, the Facebook, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Women are married to their fucking job and they're emotionally drained. So when they get home to a man, they have nothing to offer him except their body. And that's why when we ask the table, what we ask the question, what do you bring to the table? What do you bring to the table? This is the kind of shit that we're asking. Like, we don't care about your career. We don't care about your education. We don't care about your money. We don't care about none of that shit. It's like, what can you bring to the table? You know what I'm saying? And it's affection, compassion, support. Care. This ain't enough table for my kid either. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Idea tables you know? be low to the ground too. Yeah, and the thing <laughs> is, is that you know, women, women, uh, and, and it's like back in the day, right? Um, you know, our, our parents used to clean houses and shit, uh, work in the fields, be sharecroppers, all this shit, all these fucked up ass hard labor jobs, and they they were married because they weren't mentally drained from these jobs. When you when you, when you like when you look at your job, right, Sadera. You sitting there managing a bunch of people, a bunch of personalities that drains your energy, that drains your emotions, right? I know me as a chief in the Navy, I'm managing a department of motherfucking crazy people. That is emotionally draining. Mm-hmm. So I know if my woman is doing the same thing, she ain't got nothing left for me when she comes home. You know what I'm saying? Or if she's a nurse, she's dealing with patience, life, and fucking death. You know what I'm saying? A bunch of, and her emotions are out every day. You know what I mean? If she's working in some corporate world and she's, you know, got all these fucking deadlines and meetings and all this other bullshit, emotionally drained all day. And then when she comes to me, she has nothing to give me. And that's why I said, yo, MWA 2022. Men want affection. You know what I'm saying? And affection is not sex. You know, and this 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 is not hold on because this, this this ain't this ain't uh solely on women, men too, mm-hmm. because we gotta understand that when we get in these careers that are emotionally fucking draining, we gotta let our partner know what we need. You know what I'm saying? And then when we pick a partner, we gotta let them know early on, like yo, we both can't be empty. Somebody gotta have something to put into the cup. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's the thing. And it's like, I know me, you know, being in the Navy, being married, uh, that shit was draining. And when I came home, uh, that's one of the reasons why shit ain't work. You know what I'm saying? Because there was nothing to put in the cup, you know? And then when I dated a woman that was a cop, she was like, she tried, man. She, she did her best. But it's like, she was drained from being out there, arresting motherfuckers, extraditing motherfuckers, fighting people, fighting people, bro. Like she was literally fighting people. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? And that's why I don't hold that against her, man, because, bro, that shit was crazy, you know? But it's like, if, 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 and that's why me personally, when I tend to, that's why men don't give a fuck about what women do. Because it's like, yo, we know what we need you for. There's a balance. You know what I'm saying? Because then when it comes time to have kids, have a family, if you emotionally drained from work, how the fuck you gonna give- Emotionally drained to the children? 
you ain't got shit to get the kids. Yeah. And then, and then yeah, if, yeah, if, yeah. if you drain from work and then like the bare, the little bit that you do have, you give to the kids, you ain't got nothing. That's to shit for me. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, I, I say that to say this, you know what I'm saying? Because I don't know how the fuck we got on this topic, but I say that to say this, <laughs> you know, um, men and women, uh, oh, this is my stupid ass fucking list. That's what it was about. My dumbass fucking list of dumbass topics. But yeah, fuck what I'm talking about right now. But it's like, yo, men make lists. Like men have all these topics that we want to talk about, but we can't talk about them because uh, women will feel that like that's a critique or, a, or an attack on them. But it's like, no, like men are used to being coached. We're used to being critiqued. You know what I'm saying? Like we're used to being uh, counseled, you know, and women aren't. And so it's like, yo, like, well, how do we have these conversations? How do I tell you what I need if I can't because you think it's an attack? If I tell you you're not affectionate enough, things like that, you know. So I, I mean, want and to be told. You said you do want to be told or you don't yeah, want to be told? I want to be told because I'm not a mind reader. Like, I don't know yeah. what you're feeling thing. or, you know, and, and it goes vice versa. You don't know what I'm feeling. I told you, what, last month, a couple, couple weeks ago, whatever. Yeah, I know you. I straight up said. Yeah, I, yeah I, I, I know you. I came and sat down. I said, yeah. I said, do you want to just be friends? Like, what's going on? <laughs> like, Laid it out. Yeah. He said, well, what you want for Christmas? I said, counseling sessions. <laughs> Okay, that's what's like, up. Hey, there it is, is what it is. And then he, he was like, he said, you know what? He said, that's not a bad thing. No, it's not because I care enough about this relationship like that. Me? What was that? Yeah, <laughs> no, because my, my girl, she has an iPhone now. She has an iPhone oh. now. So she, you know how you like make the little <laughs> memoji things? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she made one. <laughs> What and she was like, this does this look, look like me? me? And I'm going to have to hurt oh her feelings God. and say, fucking no. I'm about to say, hell no. No, it but, fucking but doesn't. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I look at it as I want this to work. So, yeah. you know, yeah. So I don't see it as a bad thing. But no, I, I don't have a problem with those hard conversations because we either going to do it and make it work or we not. And, and we had that conversation, you know, where yeah. our downfalls are, what each person can bring to the table, what we're... <laughs> missing i use that you know my cup is empty because like you said i do work a job where i am emotionally drained at the end of every single day and it takes a lot for me to um get enough energy to give him what he needs but at the same time i need you to pour into me too so that's why that's why sadira i'm telling you you need a nigga Excuse me. You need a man. Because I don't want to say nigga. I got a 2020. I'm, I'm cutting out my vocabulary. Please. I'm lying. But 2020, I have to. <laughs> I have to. I really have to. But, uh, oh, you want to be in the Holocaust. No, I have to. <laughs> I'm like, hey, what's up, my Negro? <laughs> no, but um, no, it's like, that's why me personally, I think you need a guy that is fine with staying home. You know, mm -hmm. like somebody that like works from home. You know, somebody that works from home is cool with staying home. Uh, wants to play like the the dad role, that kind of thing, or that already has kids, whatever, whatever. But like, wants to be home because there has to be a, you know, because like you work from home, but your mind ain't home when you got to manage 20, 30 fucking people and yeah. all the shit that they're doing. It's like, yo, so you're not home when you're home. So it's like, yo, fam, you got to be home on some regular, regular shit, shit where, where you work from home and you got your own business or you do whatever it is you do. You need to work part-time. Mm-hmm. So if you're the guy, you need to work part-time, you know, because you make enough. 
You know what I'm saying? And you're willing to do what you do. Yeah, right? that's why I didn't have a problem when he wasn't working. Like, I didn't, yeah. you here, take care of this. I, I got yeah. the rest. Like, and that's so. what I'm saying. It's like, like good position where, where you're making the, the big bread, big bread. Yeah. And it's like, yo, like, more money would be more problems. Because that means for you to make what I make, that means you working 60 hours a week. Mm-hmm. Where's my time? You know what I'm saying? Where's my time? And that's the thing. So you in a, I'm, hey, hey, listen, man, you better go down to unemployment office. Who want to stay at home? I need three meals a day. Yo, the rug better be back yes. by three o'clock. I'm, yeah, you know, I'm the guys to be ready to do that. You know what I'm saying? And I, and I want ice in my Kool-Aid, nigga. Hey, All they're going to ask for is, yo, all they're going to ask for is $200 uh, every two weeks in an Xbox Live account. And that's it. Motherfuckers be happy. You know what I'm saying? Said, get, you, like, get you a nigga that play Xbox. Oh, yeah. Get you a nigga that play Xbox. <laughs> Not no PlayStation. They you can't trust them. They might as well be light skinned. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> get you a man that play Xbox, man. For real, man. <laughs> <laughs> But listen, but not to go off, to go off your, your original question with the whole edge thing. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I don't, I never look at it as it, as it can work because you're going to get to a point to where y'all going to see shit differently. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's like, what side? You, if, uh, younger man, older if a, well, woman? Well, if, if, a, if, a, if a younger man is dating an older woman, depending on what he's into in life, he's going to want to get to a point to where, you know, he's going to want to go out, hang out, whatever. He's going to be too old for that. He ain't going to, she ain't going to do that. They're going to have, you know, disconnection. Um, same thing with a, uh, a younger woman dating an older man. He's going to get to the point where, you know, he wants to retire, relax, and she still want to turn up. Yeah. Well, so it, it's, it's going to be... Women, and I don't want to say the word groom, right? But women, uh, women will fall into a man's lifestyle faster than a man will fall into a woman's. You know what I'm saying? So, like, a woman, a woman comes to a man... For, and I sound mad while saying this, but woman comes to a man for leadership, for guidance, right? So if I have shit to teach you and things that you can learn and you can fall into this lifestyle, getting where you fit in, then you're not going to want to go out and party and shit because you see what I'm doing. And, and, and that's, that's, not, that's, not the, that's not the norm. You know, like there's more to life than turning up. And that's why you got to choose the right one. Yeah. That's like, you know, so so if you're an older man, you didn't have a woman, you should be educating her, teaching her, you know what I'm saying? Putting her in a position where she don't want to do that kind of shit, where she understands the value of uh, quality time, family time, getting to know the right people, things like that. Like when, I, like when I dated, when I was in Hawaii and I'm dating women and I'm, you know, I'm dating women that are younger than me, right? I went out and did, I, I had fun at parties. But I was teaching them all. I'm like introducing them to people, putting them in positions. Like if you like, you want to have a business, here's five people that can help you with that. Like you want to go do this, here's 10 people that can do that. Like you in the art, here's the scene to be in. So I'm educating you, I'm teaching you. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to say groom, sound like R. Kelly, but it's like, yo, I'm coaching you. (laughs) It's like, I'm coaching you. You know what I'm saying? I'm leading you down the right path. I'm pointing the direction. Yeah. But as a man, you got to know that shit. You know, yeah. like, it's just like, okay, if, if, and that's why I'm like, everybody ain't a man. Every male ain't a man. You know what I'm saying? Because if you don't have those yeah, resources, true. if you don't have those resources, don't be calling yourself no man. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you can't help your lady, you can't elevate her, like, she should be able to come to you and tell you exactly what she wants to do, and you should be able to facilitate that. I ain't saying you got to come out the bank with 500K if she wants to start a business, but you need to be able to point her in the right direction, 
to learn how to develop a business plan. You need to be put in the right direction with people that have that same kind of business. You need to be able to point in the direction to a mentor, you know, things like that. So if you are a man, you're someone that calls yourself a man, you have to be useful. You got to have resources. Like in the Navy, to be a chief, you got to have resources. You're only as good as resources. You in the Army, same thing, right? You ain't no leader if you ain't got no resources. Yeah. You know, Karim, you teaching. You, like, the, you, you're a better when you know how to use your resources. So in the relationships, if you're a man and you ain't got no resources, you shouldn't be dating. You know what I'm saying? Hard blank. You know, that's it. <laughs> so, Karim, we're talking about the age. <laughs> oh, your audio sounds horrible, Karim. I don't know where you are. I don't know what you're doing. I just see a lot of pine trees. I'm, 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 <laughs> but you need to go yeah, back I'm home. I'm in the backwoods. You had another, another Blaze meeting? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh had a, he had a PTA conference on Sunday, man. What the fuck you doing, bro? <laughs> House <Yeah>. calls. <laughs> somebody, me, somebody, I, I don't, somebody I don't think the, that giving extra credit. Yeah, yeah. facts. Because <laughs> I, I don't, I don't think the, I don't ever think that the older woman, younger man should ever work. Not for, not for the right reason. Because it's like, yo, especially if she already had kids. You know what I'm saying? It's like, cause she ain't gonna want to have kids. She ain't gonna want to go through that shit again. She just got done with yeah. that, you know? And it's like, as a man, you're going to be coming into your own and, and you you continue to elevate, you continue to progress. Your trajectory is always up until um, until you're about 55. And then you kind of start to go down. But it's like um, women, it's a lot sooner. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah, real sorry, delicate. Yo, I'm, um, I'm riding through like this broke country. Now ain't nothing but trees like your brother said. So. Yeah, ain't no cell phone towers, bro. Nah, nah. <laughs> it's, 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 you sound like you sound like you sound like Marty McFly trying to talk to Doc Brown from the past right now, dog. It's still bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, man. Yeah, like, I break down just, just, Hey, if you break down, don't call AAA, bro. I, that's what I will tell you. That's what I'll tell you. They, they not coming. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, yeah. But so, so Sidera, could you date a younger guy? Uh, right now, no. Well, obviously, you're in a relationship. No, I'm saying at my point in life, no. <laughs> no young, the youngest thunder, you date? no magic. What's the youngest like... you could date? Uh, maybe, maybe yeah. 30. 30. That's maybe. Respectable. Could you be an older guy? I am, yeah. God. I'm the older. Hold on. Like a 55, like a, a sugar oh, daddy. About like, like, like over, I'm not 40, so relax. But could you date somebody that's yeah, 45? I turned 40 in March. Could you date somebody that's 45 years old? Possibly. Yeah, it could work with me. But I don't see it working with men. Because men keep going up, and eventually a man's gonna be like, "Yo, I can get a newer model." You know what I'm saying? The only the, the thing I've seen of what well with older women, yeah, you gotta you gotta you gotta be at a pivotal point in your life. That's gotta be like some some forty seven sixty shit. You know, you forty seven, she's sixty. That then I had kids, blase blase, this that the other, but she's still out mm -hmm. here looking. Like if you're 45, I got to be able to quit my, my job. I'm going to just say that. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. 
That's fair. That's fair. That's oh, fair. Yeah, he should have been, He should be retired by now. I'm for, or, I'm or, or, or have a have a career that's set in place. And like, yeah. I don't want to be dating older, and I'm still making more than you, where you ain't got nothing set. Like, oh my, I'm, so, I'm ahead oh, of you at that. Is making more? Is that a thing? Whoa. Oh, he, whoa. I just want to hear it. Whoa. <laughs> I mean, at that age, you need to be doing something. Okay. That's all I'm saying. Okay. okay, okay, okay. Because I'm thirty. Okay. I'm thirty four. Okay. And you know what I'm making. I'm, you know okay. what I'm in my life. Okay. 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 So if I'm dating older, <laughs> she took that big money. Big talk that talk. Yeah, right. I'm going ten years You know what I make. You know what I make. You got to be on my. I'm not. I am not debating your point of view or your perspective. I agree with it. I agree with it. I agree with it. However, that's what I'm saying. Like, it has to be explained. You know what I'm saying? You are 34 and you make a significant amount of money. So you're used to a certain lifestyle. So yes. if somebody is going to be significantly over older, they need to be fucking stable, able. They need to be yes. a starving artist. Yes. I got to be able to retire. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, and if they're 45, they've already had kids. So that's not something you need to worry about. So it's like, yo, um, we're just trying to chill. And I'm like, all right, cool. I get it. I understand. But that has to be explained because motherfuckers hear this shit and be like, oh, fucking, you did money, money, he's money. A, he's an ageist. Yeah. But no, it, no. First off, because as a man, your your income earned potential goes up as you get older. So as you, like, so you shouldn't be making the same amount at 30 that you did at 25 or at 35 and 40, like it should keep going up unless you're a dumbass like me and you fucking, <laughs> you know, do some other shit. But I can do that because I have multiple streams of income. So it's cool. But it's like, yo, as you get older, it shit needs to increase. You know what I'm saying? So if, so if, if, you're, if you're 45 years old and you're working in a career, uh, there is a financial expectation. That's cool. You know what I'm saying? That's cool. But the rebuttal will be, Okay, so you were working fine when you were single, and now I come into the picture, and now I have to totally support you 100%. How is that fair? No, I'm not saying you got to support me. If if I could stay home and not work, that'd be awesome. I'm not saying you okay. got to support me, but I'm not taking care of nobody mm. that's 10 years older than okay, me. Okay, so if I'm 10 years older, I need to be making my own money. You don't want, obviously, you don't want to be the fucking, so what, what? percent of the load do you want to have i mean it could be even it could be i, I know it's not always going to be even yeah it's not even i'm not saying you got to make the exact amount i'm making but be somewhere Just in the ballpark you know yeah, somewhere be, be somewhere up there yeah. you know but i mean because it because I, I trust me i get it you know, <laughs> i i get it and uh but the, the thing that men look at it and, and here and this is not concerning you because you're a little different right but it's like um men we don't look at a woman's income as anything that's getting added to our shit you know what i'm saying because it ain't we're like <laughs> yeah we're, we're, yeah uh, not, like we don't have access to theirs like they got access to ours anyway correct correct so, yeah because it's because it's like it's like the old saying like what's mine is yours what's yours is yours it's like yo Men are expected no. to share their income and women get to keep theirs. But it's because we're used to women not making a significant amount of money like they do now. And so now that they do, it's like, well, if, 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 if you want me to pay all these bills, what am I getting in return? 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, see, you're in a u- unique position because you work from home. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And if you wanted to scale your career back, you could. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like you 100% could. You could go part-time. You could go civilian and still make a good amount of money, work from home and just be a fucking uh, step for wife and shit and, and be cool. You know what I'm saying? And uh, and a man who can, who's already taking care of himself at 45 years old would make out on the deal. He'd be like, yo, the fuck? He'd be good, you know? But, you know, listen, you know, go down to the unemployment office. <laughs> Get you one of them young dudes, you know what I'm saying? Get you one of them young men with a strong back that can do all the fucking repair projects in your house. Get you one of them, you know what I'm saying? One of them young dudes that know a bunch of shit about carpentry that can just remodel your fucking house and stay at home <laughs> and, and, and bring you fucking wine. Uh, while you work, you know what I'm saying, fuck that. <laughs> I'm saying, like, what, like, imagine a dude that just stayed home and just did all the repair projects that you had around the house. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's how he earned his keep. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He was a handy I'd be happy. Yeah. Hey, listen, man. I Hey, listen, let me tell you. You know what I'm saying? Let me see you strolling through the damn unemployment office. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, I'm messing with you. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, because I've, I've, I've dated, you know, I've dated an older woman. Um, and that was something I thought about is like, because she was 29, turned 30 when I was like 21, 22. And I thought like, yo, in five years, she's going to be old as fuck. You know what I'm saying? She would have been 35. And I would have been like 25. And I'm like, yo, dog, she's going to be old as fuck. And I'm going to be popping. I can't stay with her. You know what I'm saying? Like, because I'm like, when I'm 30, she's going to be 40. What and when I'm oh, 40, dang. she's going to be wrinkled. Dang. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was thinking about that, man. And, uh, <laughs> and, and, and that's that's what it is. When, it's, when, it, when it comes to dudes, you know, that's how dudes look at it is, you know, when, when I'm this age, she's going to be this age. When I'm this age. Yeah. And it's that's always like, damn, I, I can't be with her when I'm trying to do this, you know, type shit, but it's, I, I think when, when, if you do it with a with a purpose or you like if you have a plan on why you're doing it, like mostly I, I see women that date younger men, they pretty much they done had their fun in life and they just want somebody just to be around mm-hmm. and knock them down a couple of yeah, keep you know, keep keep them entertained for a while. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's right. So you don't mind, you know, buying them shit and all that other bullshit. Just you know, just come by every now and then, talk to me, you know, sit down with me, drink, you know, sit down, watch some TV or eat dinner with me, type shit or whatever. And uh, most dudes, they they, they you make women. it sound like you're visiting your grandmother, dog. That's what it is. Most, most, like, real shit. Most most females I, I know that I see that that date younger men do it for that reason. Muscle companionship. That companionship. Yeah. Yeah. Um, most men that I, I know do it. They just do it, to, you know, just to try to feel young again. Yeah, and because they want kids, so they want some more. Mm-hmm. Kids. Or, yeah, or that too. Yeah. So you know. It, I, but I don't. I don't see it ever working. Working out for the long haul, though. No. Yeah, I don't see it working out. The I don't see it working out. The uh, the the younger guy, older woman. I don't see that. I haven't seen too many of those love stories. I could see it with the older guy, younger man, because like you said, we want kids, blase blase. Um, we want somebody that can keep what up, keep up with us. I'm. 42, but I got a young spirit, so I'm still going. I'm still mountain biking. I'm still jumping out of planes. 
I'm still down for all the wild shit. I need somebody that can do that shit with me or that's willing to do that with me. I could not, I, I went through that with the first one. We didn't do a lot of stuff together and we might've been in the age range of, I think she had me by a year. She was older by a year, but we didn't do none of that shit. So mm. me personally, I need somebody that can keep up because I still like to do the wild shit. So here's a question. Here's a question, right? And I'm not playing devil's advocate, but I'm just being honest. Um, do What do we have to offer women when we're in our 20s? Except... Uh, Except dick and problems. And I and that's it. That's it. Because, because we're not we're not we're not established, right? Like when we're in our twenties in like our teen like fucking eighteen to fucking thirty, we're still working to get established. We're nowhere near our prime where we're nowhere near our top earner potential. Most of us hadn't become successful until we really hit 30. And it's like, what the fuck do we even have to offer a woman that's our age? Right. And um Cause I'm like, yo, if you don't meet your girl in college, like your high school sweetheart, y'all grow together, y'all grow together, fam, you need to date somebody younger. You know what I'm saying? Because that woman who you're rocking with or you're going to talk to is doing the same shit, going through the same shit, struggling, blah, 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 blah. And that's why women tend to date older men because the older men have a little more comfortable, a little more secure. They done been around the block, did the dumb shit. And they got something to teach these women that are coming up. And it's like, yo, fam, just go ahead and date you somebody younger. Yeah, you might have to pay a little bit more money for shit because she's still in college, but it's like, yo, fam, you may have nothing to offer her. When you, like, when you were 25, you didn't have shit to offer a 25-year-old except dick and problems. Nothing you know but eggplant emojis. That's yeah, it. Man, you know? That's all you get. Yeah, and it's like, now, now that we're 30, you know, or 35 <laughs> or 40 or whatever, it's like, okay, now we have significantly more to offer. Uh, we can actually be of service. To the women in our lives, um, we 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 were just using them when we were in our twenties, you know, for our physical pleasure. We, had, I mean, honestly, bro, like, what did we have to offer women? You know, not a, not a damn thing. It's just you go come over. I'm gonna feed you, knock you down, and send you on your way. And that's, I mean, <laughs> and you you generous because most of us wasn't feeding them. You know what I'm saying? Saying, yeah, you lucked up. If I fed you, you lucked yeah. up. <laughs> but yeah, I, I just want to ask that question, Max. A lot of times, you know, we get on here and we're like, oh, you know, what do you bring to the table? And we always throw it on women. But it's like, yo, as men, mm. when we're young, we don't bring much either. And that's why it's uh, very important for us to get established uh, early and, uh, you know, stop fucking around. You know, just stop fucking around, bro, and realize that, you know, this shit is short. Like, I, I talk to my friends all the time and I'm like, damn, man, I, I should have had kids earlier. I should have had kids earlier. But then I think about when I was younger, I should not have had kids earlier. I should not have had kids earlier, bro. Like, <laughs> I, I always say, I, to me, I had kids at the perfect time. I, yeah. was, I was done doing all the wild shit, and I was ready to get into family mode. Yeah. So, like, the shit that I went through, I'm, I'm able to learn, and what I was able to learn from, and I, I can express to them or what, you know, what to do or what not to do as they're going through life. But for the, for the most part, um, when, when guys, you know, that you say, but I'll say between 18 and 30, we just, just yeah, out there, learn, learning and slinging dick. That's it. Yeah. 
that that'll that'll segue into one of them topics that you had on there. What would you tell your eighteen? Yeah, that's exactly self? what I was about to ask. Is, is what advice would you give your eighteen year old self? Yeah, coming um, off of that, yeah, pull out. Pull out. <laughs> Pull out. How about just wear a condom, bro? <laughs> yeah. How about that? Strap up. <laughs> yeah. Now, I, would, I would say the, the one thing I would tell my 18-year-old self is uh, be more wise. Be more wisely with your money. Money and credit. Yeah. Yeah, that too. Damn. What about that's, you, that's what, 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 what'd you in. tell yourself? Blaze more? <laughs> <laughs> Get off your ass. 40 hours of working a weekend and shit. Because I do more than that now. But before I was just trying to... I had a job. Listen to this. They had me off for 40 hours a week. I asked them, did they cut me off a day? Just because I wanted to go parlay out in the streets, man. <laughs> so look at you. Cut me down to 32 so I can have that other day or other week just to play around in the streets. <laughs> I would tell myself, take your ass to work. Ain't nothing out there. Yeah. Yeah. Like when you're young and you have that energy, you know, a lot of people say that as a guy, you should be working like 60 hours a week. Like you should have a full time job and a part time job. Hmm. You know, um, if, if you were in the military, they was working you 80 hours a week. You know what I'm saying? So that's bad. covered. But um, but when I look at it now, bro, like being a civilian, and I'm like, okay, this is what a forty hour week consists of. I'm like, I could work a second job. You know what easy. I'm saying? Like, yeah, easy. Mm -hmm. Like, I could I could do this. I'm doing at the museum, and work at a work from home job or a telework job or work somewhere else part time. Like, I could do that easy as fuck, and still have uh time for other shit. But it's about time management. I would not want. I listen. Let me tell you, this is the first time in my life that my feet hurt like <laughs> for real yes my feet hurt right now from oh working God. they hurt from walking that's how spoiled i am because i yeah. in this past <laughs> year i sold my car like uh last week uh a year ago last week that's when i sold my car and i just been you know walking some experience like that and that shit sucks bro I don't know how y'all do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, fuck that. But uh, my feet hurt, bro. You know what I'm saying? And, and it's, I'm, I'm just like, yo, I'm looking at it now. And I'm like, yo, bro, I'm be, I'm, I'm be at like, I'm be in the air conditioned museum working uh, a definite start time and a definite stop time. And after I get off, I'm off. No one's going to call me. I'm mm -hmm. like, I could work a fucking, I'm in DC. I could go right to a fucking, uh, a bar and be a bartender. You know what I'm saying? Or do something. I'm just saying that because the first thing I thought about some drinking. But I'm like, yeah, I gotta do something else. Um, or work from home or whatever, bro, and still have time for like a social life. But that's some shit you need to do in your 20s. Mm -hmm. So you can establish yourself. So when you're 30, you have something to offer uh, a woman. You know what I'm saying? And for yeah. me, what I would tell myself, bro, when I was 18, uh, first off, I would have told myself, uh, it ain't me. It ain't me this time. <laughs> no, that was that was that was that was. I think that was like his, his stereo or something. Um, yeah. So uh, what I would tell myself, man, is uh, first off, is uh, it gets better. It gets better. It gets better. Like, cause I always thought it got worse when you got older. You know what I'm saying? 
I was I thought that too at one point. Dog, I, I remember talking I remember talking so much shit to like the 30 year olds on my boat that was like trying to tell me shit. Like OGs, old OGs trying to teach me shit. And I'm like, motherfucker, you 30, man. You don't know shit. Just like, just like, like you a dinosaur, bro. Like disrespecting these old motherfuckers trying to teach me shit. And I'm just like, man, you 30, bro. You know what the fuck's going on here. And I remember when I was 30 and these young motherfuckers was telling me that shit. I was like, you stupid motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm Y'all don't even know. And now being knocking on 40's door, it's like when you look back and you talk to a 30-year-old, like, yo, fam, you life just started for you, dog. You are in the best you know position saying? of your life. Like you in your best fucking years right now, yeah, bro. It gets uh, it gets way better, you know. And um, and that's what I would tell myself is that it, it gets better, man. And um and just to uh appreciate those relationships that you have with people because those shits, uh, especially you know careers like we have like them shit's in bro motherfuckers move on and do other shit and it's like you done probably met people that you were damn near best friends with for three years mm. and you've never spoke to them again you know what i'm saying just because life happened or life got in the way or they moved or they did something or they took another job or whatever whatever and it's like i think back to like motherfuckers i was like super tight with man did everything but i look at like my wedding photos and I'm looking at motherfuckers my wedding photo, and I'm like, yo, I ain't talked to that motherfucker since I got married, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I can't even find a motherfucker right now. I've been trying to find. I, bro, I'll be on Google. I'll be on the, the, the Spokio. I'll be on the, the Raidress shit. I'll be trying to find motherfuckers, bro. And I can't find them. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, yo, I just want to say what's up to a motherfucker, bro. I just want to know, know you okay. Like, I, I, I want to let motherfuckers know, like, yo, you meant something to me. Like, they say, like, everybody, you know, comes into your life for a season or a reason, reason or some gay shit, right? But I'm like, yo, <laughs> that shit, that shit is true. Because it's like, if you think about people you've met, Karim, though, the fuck I'm talking about, Karim, if you can hear me, nod. All right. I can hear you. Okay, so remember remember that motherfucker, Arce Mass? Arsenio Mass. He was going to me, Bro, me and him was cool for, like, a, like, a, like one year or two years, like, mad tight. And he came to our class and shit, and he moved away. This motherfucker has a podcast. Like, I randomly searched. Like, I got Google's motherfucking name, typed in that shit. Like, he has a podcast. And he was doing, like, some creative shit, whatever, whatever. I don't know where the fuck he is, but he was doing some shit, bro. And I'm like, damn, man. Back in, back in, uh, he, I'm, I think he's my friend on Facebook. Yeah, I do that maybe. all the time. I look up people. Remember the uh, white kid Caesar Hardy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I look him up too. He's yeah, a, yeah, yeah. Oh, your wow. man, Demetrius Kyles, your man. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was cool, man. Yeah, that's my he's cool, man. But um, it's like I, I ain't like him because the girls like him. Yeah, I ain't like that shit either. But it's like it's like bad <laughs> motherfuckers, bro. And it's like it's like you think about like the reasons you 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 fell out with people and shit, and it's like yo, bro. It's like I remember um uh Tariq Henderson, bro. Like, me and him fell out over a girl, bro. We fell out over April Sanders, bro. Oh, damn. You know what damn. Yeah, we fell out over, and he, and he, and he cause he was uh, related to uh, Connie, uh, Aunt Connie and shit. Yeah. And we was like cousins, damn near, cause, cause, cause Connie Allen was married. We was like cousins, right? And then after that shit, Wayne really talked. He moved to Neptune, cause he was in the, he was in the invited guard. He moved to Neptune and shit like that. And I was like, he a Neptune motherfucker. I don't fuck with him like that. But it's like, and then you just lose these relationships and it's like yo like we were still cool even like um 
Remember that motherfucker Taekwon? Um, not not TQ Austin. Uh, Walker, Walker, Walker. Like he, he was from Belmont. Uh, yeah, he, he left, went to like Manasquan, and became like big ass football star, a, bro. He was a yeah. Yeah. and it's like oh, it's damn. like like we was like running this little motherfucker over in the Banks Avenue. Yeah, man. And it's like it's like shit like that. It's like, yo, cherish those relationships, man. Cause it's like when they gone, bro, they gone. You know what I'm saying? It's it's like wow, well, oh, it's like motherfucking uh Roger Johnson, bro. Remember going in this fucking backyard oh, dunking on this motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Yamming on this motherfucker on that basketball court. You look at him now, motherfucker's a big architect and shit like that. You know, and it's like, yo, fam, it's like shit like that is impressive. You know, and I always like reach out people try to maintain that shit. It's like, yo, fam, like whatever time we spent together, that shit meant something to me. You know what I'm saying? And I ain't saying we gotta be besties now. I don't want to because it takes too much work. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, yo, if you're ever in town, you know what I mean, or I'm ever in town. We can have a drink. We can talk. We can catch up. You're still cool with me, but it's like, yo, I remember watching Doug at this motherfucker's house, watching Doug and Rugrats at Roger Johnson's house, bro. You know what I'm saying? Because he lived right down the street from Grandma, so I'll be at his house and I go to Grandma. And then Bullock, Johnny Bullock, lived right next to him and shit. You know what I'm saying? That was my man. He lived yeah. up the block. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's shit like that, bro. Yeah, and it's, so for me, it's like, yo, just cherish those fucking relationships, bro, because... When them shits go, man, them shits fucking go. And they meant something to you. You know what I mean? So let them people know that shit, bro. You know what I mean? That's it, though. <laughs> <laughs> what would you tell yourself, Sadira? Um... <laughs> Don't join the Navy. <laughs> no. I, and, you know, I, w- I wouldn't say that. I would say, if anything... Um, I would have to agree with uh, Jamal about just being smarter with money and credit. credit. But outside of that, I'm not mad where I'm at right now. So I wouldn't change anything that I've done. Yes, I've been through some stuff, but it's made me who I am. So now I'm going to say just keep on trucking. Just stop applying for credit cards. Yo, I I be wondering why the fuck maybe Fed be giving me loans sometimes. I'm like, y'all saw what's in my account. Anybody money, right? It's like I'm asking for money because I ain't got it. <laughs> so you know you ain't getting paid <laughs> next month. Uh, that was the I was the young me when I was like fucking twenty, applying for a five hundred dollar loan and shit <laughs> to buy a to buy a compact presario computer. Pay back the buyers. what what advice would you give yourself, bro? Oh, I asked you already, and you're still muted, so that's what's up. Um, so here's a question, man. And uh, yeah, you did actually. Sorry about that. Yeah, but here's here's a question, man. Uh, Sidera, you may you may not be able to relate, but you ever do some accidental gay shit? <laughs> I'm being I'm being serious, bro. <laughs> I mean, that's the funny part. Considered gay stuff. No, like okay, so here's an example. Here's an example, right? And the question, Calvin. I'm, you left. Uh, have you ever done some accidental gay shit? <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, here's the thing. Like, some that's what I'm saying. Shit. Like, what is? Was like, you ever seen like accidental gay shit? You ever seen Shrek and they had the one song like "Accidentally in Love"? That song. 
You ain't never, you ain't never, you ain't never ever been like accidentally sus. You never did shit like that. <laughs> like okay, no. all y'all. The only way I would see would be in okay. two fucking uh. Sensitive. All y'all take showers. All y'all take showers, right? Yeah. Okay. When you want to rinse your back off, you turn your back to the shower. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So how yeah. do you get the soap from between your ass cheeks? Crack them cheeks. Do you stand there? Or do you do one of these? No, you, you, you spread your cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> you twerk in the shower? I'm the only one in the shower, though, so it don't matter. Right. I swear to God, I'm dead serious. You busted it open in the shower. It's only a problem if you're doing that with, with another man in the shower. Like, I'm right. doing it by yourself. That's why I just said it's some accidental or incidental gay shit. You know what I'm saying? No. So you're, you're exactly. a woman, you so it's fine. You can't, you can't come being, cleaning, being hygienic and fucking, well, I don't even that's even a word. Like having good hygiene, accidentally well, gay. Would like, you do nah, it? Would you do it. it? Would you do it in front of other men? No. So then it's sus. Because Calvin, you taking showers in front of guys, right? Yeah. You taking showers in front of guys, right? Being you playing ball, ball fighting, gym locker room shit, right? You just showering, rinse. You get the fuck out. You drying the soap between your ass cheeks with the towel. But when you at home, you arch your back a little bit. Look back. And you jiggle the machine. If you got the holes, you kind of cock one leg up on the fucking lip of the shower. And you oh, no, nah, 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 if, if you do that, something wrong. If you do that, something wrong. No, 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 if you pull the motherfucker down and pull the fucking holes down, and then spread your cheeks to make sure you get the hole. You never did that. Come on, nah. that's a no, brother. Borderline. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga's going over the borderline, bro. Come on, bro. Y'all homophobic, bro. Y'all. That's not homophobic. I ain't doing that shit though. That's not homophobic. That's that's just that's man. That there's a way that you shower and you pull that down and you went the other way. That's. I'm just saying, man. Like everybody, everybody has you sit there. That nigga went literally with that, grabbed the shit and lift his leg up and was like. Nah, bro. Can't do that. What the one. fuck? Why y'all so why y'all so close-minded, bro? So you wouldn't use a bidet? Why you got to use a bidet? I'm not asking you. I'm buying a bidet. Like, what yeah, you, that's what, what I'm y'all saying. talking about? I, I love bidets, bro. Y'all wouldn't use a bidet? I've never, I've never used one. I've never used one. I did. And we had this shit in Italy, and you always hear about it, and it's like, oh, shit. And then it's like, fuck it. Take a shit. Use the bidet. That's so what it's, it's there the for. Same thing. It's he so much nah, cooler than nah. the bidet. It's a handheld no. bidet. Because that toilet is that toilet is in a stationary place. About you, know, you had thing. to purposely reach up and no, pull because you're in a bidet, bro. I didn't know you was not a bidet. If you were in the shower and do that shit, the toilet seat. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> nah, when you, like, you were in the shower, you you purposely reach up. Giggle just you a little. Mindset. You already know what you're doing. You're purposely grabbing that thing to pull it down and to cock your leg up to do that shit. Yeah. You already know what you're doing. Get well, your leg out the soap dish. I, I'm sorry, bro. Like, you ain't ever work out and, like, you smell yourself afterwards. You're like, yo, I'm kind of right. I got to get, I got to, you know, I got to clean this shit up. I got to get the undercarriage. When you go to the car wash, do you not get the undercarriage done as well? Yeah. Okay, so why yeah, can't they, I do my own? But they don't lift my shit up to do the yeah. motherfucker. They got the holes <laughs> under it. So I'm taking the holes and putting it under. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? If, if, if or, I turn around and, and... Yeah, I understand. I understand. Don't call side this nigga bullshit. Okay, okay. So, so you ain't never been like uh listening to music or nothing like that. Like Biggie Smalls listening to me and my bitch, and he's like, damn, she looks so good. I suck on your daddy's dick. Yeah. You just not say that line. I sing the song. I know what you're talking about there. <laughs> yeah. do, you not, do, do, do you censor the song? Do you censor the song? But do you sing the I song? I don't count that though. It's, it's the song. It's the song. I don't count that. So now, if a white person was singing the N-word, you would that, say I believe, it, I believe they do it anyway. So okay. So yeah, but if a white person was singing the N-word, you would say that motherfucker is maybe a little racist for not editing the N-word. So if you're singing Biggie Smalls. I, she looks so good. I was sucking her daddy's dick. How should I look at you? <laughs> and, and, and that, as you're willing I, to go I'll all you, the I'll way to get one. it. <laughs> I'm just saying. You can, you can, but, you can self-censor. Like, you ain't ever been, like, at the crib by yourself singing Frank Ocean? And then be like, yo, this nigga talking about a dude? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I've been thinking about you. Oh, nah, nah, nah. I'm just saying, bro. <laughs> you know I mean? I'll be at the crib. Like, you know, hey, that's my shit, too. I ain't gonna lie. Forest, love Forest. I know you, Forest. <laughs> I'm like, oh, hold on, this nigga talking about a dude. No, you wouldn't hurt a fleek. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's like that's like when you pull up to a stop, like, see the dude in the car, blast Beyonce singing a song and shit and dancing. That's yeah, I thought about Beyonce that shit. Beyonce straight, day. though. Beyonce straight, it has to be sus behavior. So if you're singing a girl song, it's fine. Oh, except no, okay. Not it's no not. city girl shit. Uh, city girl shit is gay. City yeah. girl shit is gay. No, because you ain't never okay singing the weekend. You can't. You can't be calling like, who run the world, girl. No, who run the world? You can't, you can't oh be doing God. that shit. Fucking uh, singing, singing Novocaine. I think you said Novocaine. Uh, one of y'all said Novocaine. Frank Ocean. I like, talk I about, like that song. Talk though. about fuck me good, fuck me long, fuck me now. Like, hold on, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I I give you that one. I give you that talk one. about yeah. butt sex. So I'm you saying, that bro, some accidental <laughs> sus behavior, bro. Uh, so that's if, what if I'm going like, like that, yeah, because I that's my I like I like that song Novocaine. That's yeah. my shit. Yo, I remember your cousin Daryl crashed his fucking car into the side of Gordon's house playing that song. Yeah, the, the, the <laughs> crashed the all-white Range Rover into the side of Gordon's yeah. house on Ridge Avenue playing that song. That shit was hilarious. I will never forget that. Shout out to Daryl Reed. <laughs> but nah, it's just like shit like that, bro. Or or niggas done took showers with niggas, right? You ain't, you ain't never like took a shower, had a double take on a nigga. You know what I'm saying? Nah. You don't want that bitch ass shit. Y'all nah, niggas lying, bro. bro. I nah, need y'all so to fuck First of all, I'm, right? I'm going to keep it all the way above. I, when, I, when I used to go to the gym in uh, LA Fitness, we had the shower. <laughs> and they had they had the curtain shit. And I, I used to hate, after getting out of the shower, the old niggas used to walk around with, the, with just balls all out. Well, I'm like, yeah, what the fuck, nigga? Like, put a towel on, nigga. Like, what the fuck? Crazy. Like, all that... <laughs> All that double. <laughs> they was doing they, they short shake redemption shit. Yeah, God. They want to talk to you. Butt naked, nah. bro. That, that, thing, that shit was a, yo. That shit was so uncomfortable one day. Butt naked, yo. This old, this old yeah. nigga. I was coming out the pool and got in the shower. He came out the pool and got in the shower. But things that they had there were separate. They had the little curtain shit. So when I got out, you know, I got the towel around me and all that other bullshit. I got a wife beater on. This nigga walks up to me bare ass, 
Like you want to have a cover? I'm like, yo, put some on, bro. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, like, oh, they had a towel on their shoulder. Yeah, this nigga, because he was like, yeah, I, I see you in the pool trying to. I'm like, yo, can you please put some more? I don't, I don't, I don't, I can't, I don't rock like that. I can't talk. I like, oh, oh, I'm, sorry, out, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, nigga. <laughs> that shit, nah, I can't do that. Uh, no. That's okay, some old okay. shit. I ain't even gonna lie. That's some old shit. You. You get more comfortable. It's either two things: either you trying to hit on a motherfucker, or you get more comfortable with yourself. Um, you just and the like only reason I say that shit is because I fucking uh, oh, yeah, you know, me. that basic training shit, <laughs> locker room shit, eighty motherfuckers in the shower, and then uh, boom, you go off. So now you become a senior, but we still doing these fucking exercises, and some of these places are shitty ass places. Fucking jail showers again, but you a little more senior. I'm like, give a fuck when we talking about, yo, you got to do this, this. Hey, I need you to get these motherfuckers. And I'm washing my ass because we got 10 minutes and I got to get every bit of information to your ass that I can. And right now, the only time that I got you where your ass ain't moving is the shower. Listen the fuck up. And, you know, I need to put this shit out. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, I ain't going front. I've done. I've, I've been that dude that'll walk up on you and I'm drying my ass. Like, yo, you need to get these motherfuckers over here. And I need everybody to get by this. Yeah, nah. Balls out. Dripping. Yeah, yeah. You just get comfortable with yourself yeah, as you get I'm, older. Yeah, I'm just saying, bro. Okay, so, so, so. When y'all y'all watch the wire, right? Yeah. yeah. So let's fast forward through Omar's scenes. Well, his love scenes well, just made me cringe, but he was Omar. Yeah, that, that, that's just like with Oz with out of D so. That's the You're same as watching gay porn, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you watch your Omar kiss a dude. You watch your Omar have a threesome, bro. That shit is like the empire shit, man. You, you, you watch you watching out of Beezy uh 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 fuck shit better. That's why that's why I stopped watching Oz because of out of Beezy. I swear to God. That's why I stopped watching Oz. <laughs> out of Beezy be like Kenny. Danny. <laughs> <laughs> that motherfucker, he, they took that shit too far. That's what I'm yeah. saying, yo. He, yo, out of BZ, yo, cost you better in the shower. He's like, somebody place your ass ain't moving. Uh, <laughs> it, was a, it was a good show, but every, every episode. Somebody get that, and that made me never want to go to jail. I'm like, yeah. every episode, somebody yes. fucking cheeks getting clapped. You know what I'm saying? That, that and it was, and it was always busy doing the shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's what I'm so, so Sidera. That's something that guys think about. It's like accidental gay shit. Or if you like going to the barber, that motherfucker accidentally rubs his dick on your hand. You know oh, I mean? man. My, my, barber, my barber's a female. She's a woman. Good. <laughs> they, they had that you fucking... Yeah, oh, you do that shit. You put your arms in your lap and shit. <laughs> I do, bro. Yeah. My shit, I'll be like this the whole time, bro. Just like, my arm. <laughs> <laughs> Underneath your armpits. <laughs> I'm just saying, dog, because like you, you, you get the fucking haircut and they running around the fucking joint. And they just, I'm like, yo, first off, why your dick hard, bro? Because <laughs> <laughs> they'd be like grabbing your head. They'd be like moving your shit. I'm like, they trying to make eye contact and shit with you, like, Close your eyes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> do this with your lips. It's like, oh, hold on. Oh, yeah, hold up. Video hold with up. Hold up. Would a dude do this shit? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that shit be yo, funny. I'm just saying, man. Like, yo, bro, it's mad shit that we do that's like, uh, you know, suspect, bro. And it's like, 
you know, I, I just think that we got to be honest and open about it, you know, and just understand that it's okay. It's okay to it's fucking, okay. Yeah. it's okay to spread your cheeks in the shower, dog. It's, it's <laughs> your cheeks in the shower. You're getting clean. You know what I'm saying? Nothing to be ashamed about. So now, okay, you, okay. you gonna, now you're going to have everybody <laughs> looking around with hidden cameras in their house. Listen, listen, listen. I'm, t- I'm telling all men that listen to this podcast now. Do not grab the motherfucking shower head, pull that shit <laughs> pull down, down. chop your fucking leg up. Don't yeah. do that shit. No, that's, that's, that's the do middle. not put your that, leg that, up that in the built-in soap dish. I'm just saying, man. That is a violation. It's not I can tell y'all never been to jail, bro. You know, because when you go to jail, yeah, right, never been to nigga, jail. They, you, yeah. you will spread your cheeks, you will lift your sack, you will cough, they will look inside your butthole. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? To make sure you ain't fucking got nothing in your in your meat purse. You know what I'm saying? So that's that that's fucking real annual shit. checkup that we gotta get every year. Or yeah, I'm yeah, about to say I, I, yeah. I gotta go to the doctor. I go to the doctor on the 27th of this month, and I know they're gonna do that monkey mm-hmm. pants and the cold book and cough. I regret like, that shit. You're gonna be like, relax, I'm a doctor. You might be like, yo, why you got two fingers in there? <laughs> <laughs> If that motherfucker tell me to, to hold up to the side of the, the little bed and bend over, I'm leaving. <laughs> like, I'm like, no, no the sure jam is over. Make sure, make sure he got his doctor's license. Too, <laughs> <laughs> I need to show me, show show me your credentials. You're going to be like, yo, why, why, why is the local anesthetic smell like passion fruit, bro? Like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, why you got candles lit, nigga? He got he ain't got no light candle. Why you got incense burning, motherfucker? What the fuck you trying to the move? Oh shit! <laughs> like, oh. hold on, why your shirt off, guy? <laughs> I, I was joking with my wife and a couple, a couple of guys that I work with because they had to go get the uh, colonoscopy. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, what I go, I'm gonna tell the dude, at least he got the data first, like shit. Like uh-huh. least- <laughs> dog. Oh man. Uh so I-, I had something done like that. Uh this was back in 2016 when I thought I was gonna die. <laughs> and so this is I had a I had a I had an enlarged prostate, right? And I didn't know. First thing we thought it was was an STD. You know what I'm saying? It's because I was pissing blood. And it's something that happened when I was in Jersey. Um, and I pissed blood one day. This was after we went to after we went to Atlantic City. I was pissing blood the next day, right? Happy your birthday? Yeah, and I thought it was like somebody punched me in the kidney or something. I went to medical. I couldn't pee blood anymore, so they were like, "Oh, we'll keep an eye on it," but it's cool. Years later, um, in 2016, New Year's New Year's Eve, bro. Uh, so 2015, New Year's Eve. Got this chick over the crib. I'm in the bathroom. This is like after we, you know. Yeah, this, I start being blood. <laughs> I'm like, yo, chlamydia don't work this fast, bro. <laughs> I'm like, gonorrhea does not work in 30 minutes. You know what I'm saying? There is no reason I should be pissing blood. If I'm pissing blood, I'm pissing razor blades, right? Uh, and I was just peeing blood the whole night. And I was like, yo, I'm pissing blood. I don't know if you burnt me, but I'm scared. I'm going to the fucking emergency room. So I went to the military hospital because uh, I didn't know I had TRICARE and I go anywhere. So I went to the military hospital to Tripler uh, in Hawaii to the emergency room. And they said, what's wrong? I said, yo, I'm pissing blood. And they said, does it hurt? And I said, no, I just got to pee a lot. And a lot of the pee is red. And they're like, yo, what the fuck? So 
these motherfuckers didn't have STD. They didn't give a fuck. But they took like my vitals and shit. I pee in a cup and like, oh yeah, it's some blood in there. But um, you know, like, uh, well, you know, it's a little cloudy, so we can't tell anything right now. And then, you know, three days later, your labs come back negative and like, well, we don't know what happened, but maybe you're just drinking too much. And I'm like, I won't even drink it. You know what I'm saying? So week later, peeing blood again. Month later, still peeing blood. So I, I go to the doctor and they still thinking it's like an STD or something. And I'm like, yo, fam, like, let me look at this shit on my own. So I start Googling mass shit, going WebMD. That's the wrong thing. You know what I'm saying? Because WebMD is like, nigga, you got liver cancer. That's what WebMD yeah, that, is. That's how you're taking the wild and shit. Like, there was like, you, you got like ketoacidosis, you got this, that, and the third. I'm like, God damn, your kidney's failing. I'm like, fuck, I'm fucked, bro. I drink, I'm like, I drink my liver and kidneys. It's scary as fuck. You, know what what you, either, you either got a common goal or you about to die in six Yo, and, and I kept having <laughs> I kept having female nurses that was like making me piss in the cup, telling me that like I need to stop having unprotected sex and shit. And I'm like, yo, fam, I have not had sex in like three months. I'm pissing blood. And y'all done gave me these labs that say I'm negative for everything. Why am I pissing blood? So then I had one nurse who I was cool with who was a sister, you know, and who I talked to before I went to her. And I said, yo, listen, this is what's going on. These motherfuckers keep ignoring me. And I don't think something's right. She was like, all right, I'll put you in for a sonogram. I go get a sonogram. They like, yo, you got a large prostate. And, uh, and she was smart. So she was like, yo, uh, come here two days in a row. The first day, uh, drink water and piss. The next day, drink some wine and piss. I'm like, all right, bet. Because she was trying to rule out the alcohol. The day that I drank water, pee blood, like a cup full of blood, essentially, right? The day that I drank wine, nothing. And she was like, well, the wine relaxes your prostate. And that's why um, you didn't piss blood. So it's not an alcohol thing. Your kidneys are fine. Um, but we're going to put you in for this, uh, for this for the sonogram. Buzzy, buzzy, blah. Do this shit. Figure out what's going on. I'm going for the sonogram. They're like, yep, your kidney's fine. Liver fine. You're not like, you know, you got no acidosis, nothing like that. It's like you got an enlarged prostate. And I'm like, oh, shit. I got prostate cancer. I'm fucked. She's like, no, you're fine. It's just enlarged. You're stressed out. You got some shit going on, blah, 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 blah. But we got to go in and look at it to make sure that um you don't have any cancer, right? So I'm like, all right, cool. This is going on for like three or four months. I finally told mommy after like three months of this shit going on. I go in to get the sonogram. That was easy. You know what I'm saying? Then they said, hey, we got to give you uh, a, a, a uroscope. You know what I'm saying? You know what a gyroscope is? Nah, what the fuck is that? That's when they put a camera in your dick. You know what oh, I'm saying? So they took a camera. They took a needle. They take a fucking needle. like, what the fuck? They take a fucking needle and they numb your fucking wang up. They, they, they numb your fucking Johnson up. Then they take like a turkey baster filled up with fucking numbing cream, lidocaine, whatever the fuck it is, and they fill your joint up, your whole urethra up with fucking numbing cream. Then they take a fucking camera and they put it in your fucking meat and they stick it all the way into your bladder. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And they don't put you to sleep. So, and I got women doctors, except for my urologist was a man. And the women are just like shoving this camera on my dick. And I'm looking at my insides on the screen and they're like, hey, this is your bladder. And this is why you're pissing blood because your prostate is enlarged and is rubbing against your bladder, causing it to fucking bleed. And uh, when you drink water, it aggravates the fuck out your 
it, it enlarges your bladder too much because your stress because your stress level uh, affects your prostate uh, being enlarged. Like you're stressed the fuck out. So when, when you're stressed out, your prostate enlarges, ruptures like rubs your bladder, causes your bladder to fucking essentially start to tear apart a little bit, right? Where the prostate hits it, and um, that's why you're pissing blood. It's like when you drink wine, wine relaxes your prostate. Uh, and I was like, oh, shit. So I should just become an alcoholic. And they were like, no, because you have all the problems. You know what I'm saying? But they were like, you have to control your stress level. You know what I'm saying? But nah, when you talk about the colonoscopy shit, I was like, yo, I, I'm cool with a nigga sticking the camera in my butt. You know what I'm saying? I'm it's cool with science. that, bro. That's with science. You you sticking the camera in my, my, my Johnson, I got to look at it. You know what I'm saying? That's wild. Yeah, I, yeah, I got to watch you put it in my joint. And it's soft. This is a soft wiener. Cause you're numbed up, you can't get hard. Yeah. You know? So then it's like you sitting there with the fucking the swimming pool meat, the swimming pool soft. <laughs> I got the four women. I got four women in the operating room. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm trying to talk to my dick. Like, I'm like, I'm a man to the grow. I'm a grow and out of shit. Don't worry about like, it. I'm like, I'm bigger. I'm trying to like talk, talk to my dick through the fucking numbing shit. So I'm like, yo, you can't be two inches right now, bro. Like, it's no fun. You know what I'm saying? Like, Don't on, worry. Man. They like you for your personality. Yo. <laughs> He's a nice guy. It's okay. <laughs> I'm just saying, bro, and 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 that's what and that's what happens, bro. So listen, take care of your prostate, manage your stress level, because if not, you will get a, an enlarged uh, prostate. But most men deal with that shit. If you can maintain your stress, you meditate, eat right, you'll be fine. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I was scared as fuck. I thought I had mad shit. And I, I told mommy, and I told her all the WebMD shit, and she was worried, like, oh my god. Then I was oh, like, yeah, nah, I just got an enlarged prostate. It's okay. But no, nah, they they. Because then when you have that, there's an option for them to put your medication. And all the medication makes like your it, it, it affects your testosterone level. So I would have had like I would have had like I would have had like man titties. You know what I'm saying? Cause it, mm. and I was like, nope, I'm not going to medication. I will medicate, I will meditate, I will take all this uh natural herbs and supplements, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like fucking uh, be, uh, no bob with bitch tits. Fam, exactly. That's what it turned into. You know what I'm saying? Yo, know, and so I'm telling y'all about me dealing with stress and anxiety. Uh, how do you guys deal with stress and anxiety? Oh man, uh, I'll go because I'm under duress right now. <laughs> 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 nah, I uh, you uh, I find those those balances. Uh, I definitely when I get under duress, I notice my alcohol usage goes up a little higher i know that and that's not the that's not the only thing but um you work out and then i'm having drinks but then i uh push into my creative side so i force myself to go on these long runs and it breaks you out of that comfort mode and then i start thinking about shit and your mental juices start flowing so that's when i get my most creative um, yeah, so I, I start sipping, I'm working out, and then I start getting creative. And then I also do uh, the, whatchamacallit, the, you know, small victories to get mm -hmm. to the bigger tasks that you need to do. So if I got to get up and fuck it, I'll make the bed. And I'm procrastinating, but I'll empty that dishwasher because I'm, all right, I got two victories under my belt. Let's go to work and knock this shit out. And knowing I got a massive amount of bullshit waiting on me but you get yourself psyched up and then you come home have a drink 
look at some shit, get creative, go work out, and do it all over again. That's me. I, I, I do I do music. Uh, <clears throat> when I find myself getting overexcited about something or stressed out about something to the point where I can't function, uh, I just listen to music. That calms me down because it, it takes my mind off what I was going through. I, I get wrapped up into the music. Um, either do that or I grill. Because, um, like, I, I find myself when, I, when I'm grilling, I'm, I'm more relaxed when I'm grilling or even, even cooking something in the house. If I'm cooking something in general, it's just, you know, I'm relaxed. Uh, usually I, I probably might play Xbox for a little bit or whatever, but for the most part, it's, it's always music. Music calms me down a lot. It's it's a, a huge stress reliever for me is, is music. Like I, I stay with headphones in my pocket. Either either these or I got the little wireless earbud joints or whatever. So that's 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 big for me is music. <laughs> what about what about what about you? Silky Johnston. Yeah, motherfucker. Oh, I thought your sister was still on. I didn't know if she was. Uh, she's muted and you're um, not, so you're next. <laughs> okay. no, I'm up the floor, but um, I do the music thing. Uh, sometimes I write, scribble a little bit. I draw, write, paint. Or another thing that helps is um, like going into nature, like going on hikes and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Or if you can find like a good waterfall or something like that. Just go out there, cut my phone off, and I just sit there for hours. Man. That's what's up. Well, watch nice. some funny shit on TV. Yeah, that always helps. Comedy. <laughs> yeah, I'm right about that. Sadira, <laughs> so, 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 so what about you? How do you deal with stress and anxiety? Um, my go-to is alcohol. Um, I'm, it, I'm, I'm laughing because I, I have the box wine right here, man. <laughs> I mean, it, it is what it is. But um, I, I know my limitations when it comes to alcohol because there was a point in my life where um, I was, like, gone all the time. And the only thing that kept me semi-focused was my daughter. Mm. Um, so I had to be straight enough to, to take care of her. Um, but... Yeah, it's it's still my go-to. I, I try to stray away from it. Um, otherwise, it's probably I start cleaning when I get like stressed out and angry and stuff. Um, when I start cleaning, everybody disappears. So <laughs> um, there's that, and then I guess music occasionally, but typically alcohol, which is why I keep the low percentage stuff in the house. So done. Yeah. That's I bad, had these Target but groceries sitting out there since we started the podcast. This nigga crazy. Yo, my bad, bro. <laughs> you know, you know what's crazy though. My my only fear with turning to alcohol with stress is I always, always had a fear to become an alcoholic. Yeah, like you know, becoming more dependent, more dependent on it than you know normal. Yeah, That's why I never I, turned, I never turned to alcohol. So, yeah, no. but see, I'm I'm aware of my problem, so th that's why I said I, I keep yeah I keep the the low percentage stuff in the house. I just got rid of all my liquor, 
um, because I was not drinking liquor before. And then my job stressed me out like really, really bad. I went, I left, I got off work one day, left the house and went directly to the liquor store and mm. picked up like three bottles. <laughs> and uh, God damn. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, that shit didn't tell me. My wife, fuck, my wife fuck with that. What's that? What T. T. Who? T. T. No, no, this is this is a uh, celestial seasoning. This is a herbal tea, caffeine-free herbal tea, uh, with a bunch of flavors in it. You know, what I'm saying raspberry, peach, wild berry. Okay, I think I got that in the cabinet. Blackberry. Yeah, that, that raspberry one yeah. is true. Yeah. Nah, cause cause for me to deal with stress, you know, and, and bro, let me tell you, I was the scariest shit ever when the motherfuckers like your prostate is enlarged. I'm I'm thinking about like the Wonder Years, Kevin Arnold's dad, <laughs> when, mm. when he had this shit and like dudes have. I'm thinking about the worst, and then I'm just like, yo, I gotta manage my stress. How the fuck I do that, bro? But then I'm just like, you know, everything that you guys said, working out, hiking. That's what I got into hiking in Hawaii. Because uh, I was not about hiking like that before. And, and I was like, oh, I got to manage my stress. So I got to hike in, uh, you know, writing. I, I've always been somebody that kept a journal. Yeah. But then um, but does. then actually writing and then sharing the shit, um, whether it's just like me writing down my thoughts or, you know, writing poetry, things like that. That's when I got into poetry and that parlayed into um, music. Because when I was at my most stressed uh, in Hawaii, you was that is when I was on IG. Yeah. That's what yeah. I was doing. And then um, that, and that's when I, and then once uh, Uncle Paul died, that's when I was like, yo, fuck it. I'm going to do this music shit. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I'm going to do until I don't feel like doing it anymore. And, uh, and that's what I did. And that's when I was at my most creative. You know what I'm saying? And that's why, like, the majority of my music is about, like, relationship shit. You know what I'm saying? All emo shit, bro. And, uh, and that's when I was at my, I was going through the, the wildest time. Uh, but then I was at my most creative, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, and now that shit is like kind of stress-free, you know, I keep a journal still, but I have no desire to like write or do any kind of music, you know what I'm saying? But, uh, yeah, I don't think I even, I don't think I even could right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I feel that that kind of fucks me up too, to be honest with you. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I need that fucking like pain or heartache or whatever to create so to but, put it out yeah, yeah but i mean I, I could write something no the shit that i write now is more uh is different it's different it's different you know what i'm saying so things i write now are more just about like the way of thinking you know what i mean and 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 various perspectives and more uh meditative things you know as opposed to uh trying to evoke an emotion out of somebody or something like that but uh yeah man like i i got creative man but the one thing none of you motherfuckers said was therapy you know what i'm saying i do um, show therapy Huh? I do retail therapy. Retail therapy. That don't fucking count. <laughs> you know what I'm saying no. That don't that don't fucking count. You know, yeah. So oh my god. <laughs> nah, it's like yo, man, like we all have access to motherfucking therapy. And like in the job I just left. They have free therapy for their workers, and the job I'm going to, that's the first thing they send is, hey, this is our, our therapy program that we have that's free to everybody, and you can use it for whatever, and it doesn't get, it doesn't, we don't know about it, and blah, 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 and then I'm talking to people that have jobs, and they're like, yo, every job does that. That's like the standard now, and I'm like, oh, shit, uh, do you use don't. it? I'm like, do you use <laughs> it? And motherfuckers are like, nah, that shit gay. You know what I'm saying? You said what the E, the E, whatever? E yeah. E A P. 
Yes, EAP, the Employee Assistance Program. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But um, your job might have it, bro, or it might be in your uh, in your in your like your medical benefits package. Like most medical benefits nah, packages, it, it don't. It they don't, don't cover your therapy. Nope. Y'all need to go. Y'all need to go on strike then. Y'all need to go. On I, I, I checked well, into his own boss, right? <clears throat> well, no, but you. Yet. Yeah, well, you starting your chart driving shit like what next month? Uh. Probably in like a March or something like that. Yeah, well, hey, that's something to think about, man. It's like, do they offer it? You know, at the and if not, then uh, you know, hey, is, is that something that you know? Because I, I listen, man. I'm gonna say like, it's nothing. Like it sounds, sounds fucking sus. But when you can just sit there and just talk about your shit to someone that has an objective perspective and no loyalty to you, no bias, no bias. Yeah, uh, you can get. You can definitely get some clarity, get some insight on shit. Cause some shit you'll be stressing over, some shit you won't even be you won't be taking too serious enough, you know. And then some shit is like, why do you care about that? You know what I'm saying? It's like, why do you know? It's like I remember being young, being young. Other people were in control of my emotions a lot. Like a motherfucker could spin me up, and that was like a thing. Like, let's see if we can go get me spun up or some shit like that. And then it's then it's just like, yo, I'm gonna kill one of you people, right? But then um. It's like my boy uh, Vincent Moore, man. Rest in peace, bro. Like, uh, he's my my. When I was telling the story about reporting to the boat the first time, looking like a uh, uh, member of Dipset and shit, uh, he was my <laughs> he was my sea dad. You know what I'm saying? And uh, he was like, "Yo, you got your circle of control. You got your circle of concern. If something is outside of your circle of control, it shouldn't be inside of your circle of concern. So you shouldn't let other people." Uh, be able to affect your emotions because the only thing that you can control is your reaction to things, right? And I'm like, man, you old ass, shut the fuck up, right? But I was listening. I was listening. And uh, I tell people that shit now. And it's just like, that's all you have, right, is your emotional response to things. But a lot of times, we don't know all the ways that we emotionally respond to things, right? So something can happen and we think just because we don't like lash out or act a certain way uh, that we're not given an emotional response. And it's like, yo, that emotional response can also be no response at all because some things should evoke some kind of emotional response, AKA somebody passed away. It's okay to be sad. You know what I'm saying? You, it's okay to cry. You know what I mean? It's okay to want to talk to somebody about it. Like, you go some heartbreak. It's okay to be disappointed or let down or sad, things like that. And as men, we always bottle that shit up, sweep it under the rug, things like that. And it's like, because a lot of times we can't be vulnerable with each other because we don't want to seem like sus or weak or whatever. We can't tell our ladies because we don't want to seem weak. You know, and it's like, well, who the fuck do we talk to about this shit? Go get you a therapist. You know what I'm saying? And go go to and sit down and talk about this shit. And you realize that the same shit that you're going through, a million other people are going through and motherfuckers around you uh, are going through, you know. And that's one of the main reasons why me, like when I was in the position of leadership in the Navy, I would always tell people what the fuck I was going through because I wanted them to tell me what they were going through because I've been where they've been and I know what they're going through when they're going through it. But I can't help you unless you tell me, you know? So yeah, it's like, yeah. let me tell you these problems I got. You know what I mean? And eventually it's from yours. Yeah, and then and then, and then then people would just tell me shit like, yo, I'm going through this or this happened, blah, blah, blah. And it was easier to get people to open up when you, you know, you share something with them first, you know? But um, yeah, man, like, because we all have these ways of coping with stress and anxiety, but it's like, yo, there is 
especially folks that work uh, any kind of government job, city job, things like that, they got this shit out there for you, you know? And it's like, well, what is the barrier from us going to a professional? Because you'll go to a professional for a medical treatment or a physical injury, but if you're dealing with a mental injury, why do you not go to a professional? What happened? Go ahead. A lot of times we're afraid to face that issue. That's correct. And uh, by not by not seeking professional help, um, that's our way yeah. of running from it, hoping that that problem goes away. Legit. That's that's, that's, that's the thing. Most people mostly we be scared to face the problem. Yeah. yeah. You know, denial. You don't want to admit it's a problem. Yeah. You, know what I'm saying? you don't so, want to admit that you have a problem for one, and you you're scared to face it because you're scared of the outcome. I see that one too. Yeah, but it's like, what's the outcome you want, right? You want the problem to stop, or you want to be able to control a problem. So it's like if you had a leaky roof, you're not going to ignore the leaky roof. You gonna go pass that bitch up? Put a bucket under it. Put a bucket under it. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't put a bucket on it. A Lowe's bucket out, at bro. that. Yeah, yeah. But it's like well, we have a flat tire. That... You're not gonna ride on that flat. You know what I mean? Yeah, but that, but that, that's that's the thing. Uh, depending depending on your problem, I, I guess, like I said, I, it's just a lot of people are just scared to, for one, admit that they have a problem. Yeah, they rather, rather be in denial and just you know try to patch it up with something else, but the problem never goes away. True. So then it's like, you know, they, they feel like when they do admit that they have a problem, people are going to judge them for how they handle the problem. So it's, it's you know, you, you got to be comfortable in your own skin to, you know, the, to, for one, go to therapy and then not care what, what people think because you're getting help because you need help and something. Yeah, I think that was the big thing with, uh, that was the big thing with us in the military too for a while. It was a stigma if you went to behavioral health. It'd be like, oh, these motherfuckers gonna find out that I'm a little cuckoo and it's gonna affect my career. So it was like, yeah. fuck no. And then you just dealt with it in other stupid ass ways, overindulging in alcohol and other shit. And, and that's it. And that's all you do. You just find some another dumb way to deal with it. Yeah. Yeah, because that's what that's what you know. Um, you know, we did in the Navy is that, like I said, when um, I found out Uncle Allen had uh, you know, his terminal. I, first thing I did was go out and get fucked up, spend a bunch of money, do a bunch of destructive behaviors, things like that. And then, uh, yeah, and then, you know, when I got back, I, I, I talked to somebody about it. But it's like my, my go-to because all happens was like, yo, just try to ignore it, bro. Just do something else that's going to take my mind off it. You know what I'm saying? Like overindulge in something else that's not going to uh, address this problem. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, and that's what, that's, as dudes, that's kind of what we do all the time. You know what I'm saying? Because the one yeah. thing, the, the thing that I'll give women uh, a lot of credit for is that they tell their friends a lot, they, they talk to their friends a lot about shit, about what they're going through, what they're dealing with, all, you know, all this that we say is like, stuff's like, oh, you emotional and shit. Nah, women are more in tune and more in touch with their emotions. They're more open with sharing their emotions and being empathetic towards each other. So I, I always admire women for that. And that's why I always keep them friends. Because um, us, Bro, you come to me with some shit talking about you depressed, nigga. You gay. <laughs> Man up, nigga. That's the first thing I'm saying. Oh, you bloody. gay now? 
You depressed? <laughs> you just like a dick now? You know what I'm saying? Well, fucking, well, fucking depressing his fucking meat against the back of his throat. You fucking. <laughs> <laughs> you go tell it. Oh, so I, I know how you watch yourself in the, in the shower now, huh? Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Look at the position of the shower head. Yeah, you know, shower. Like, like, oh, I, I, I seen you eating fucking. Uh, Reese cups from the back. I didn't know he was like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, Reese, why your shower head hanging? Yo, and that's and that's men, bro. And that's men. Like men will just be fucking cruel to each other because that's just how we are. We're not open with our emotions. You know what I'm saying? But nah, it's like, bro. Like, and and I'm I'm pretty sure I said this men on the podcast, but it's like, yo, I'm I'm just you know, like when you sit here, and I do this like every couple months. I just take stock of just the shit that I've been through and the shit that I've assisted other people with. And then especially being in the military, you know, you'll be in situations where you may have thought somebody was soft or punking out or finding the easy way out. And it's just like, yo, they was dealing with some shit, bro. And they didn't have the fucking help that they needed. You know what I'm saying? It's like, we, we'll sit here and say that like, yo, this person tapped out, person tapped out. It's like, yo, they tapped out because you never tagged in. When did you ever insert yourself to help them? You know what I'm saying? And it's like, you know, and it's like we, we talk about like regrets. It's like, damn, man, I wish I would have been more open to because I was one of the motherfuckers, bro. I was like, oh, you want to go to mental health? Oh, you a bitch now? You know what I'm saying? You can't take well, this see, shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's that that's gotta, when I was young. You know, that's, that's the thing. You gotta you gotta realize, especially coming from our community, if you motherfuckers said they go into therapy, you thought that nigga was crazy. Facts. You thought he was uh, gonna be pushing the fucking shopping cart, collecting cans. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So like, you you did like as as I got older, I realized people go there because it's something that they're dealing with. That going to talk to somebody is the only way they can 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 cope with it because if they they can't go to their friends because they they're gonna get a the wrong opinion. They need somebody with with an unbiased opinion to yeah. talk to. Like and and you need that, like, cause it's it's a certain shit that you I I can't go to my wife to talk about. I can't come to y'all to talk about. I have to go to somebody that does that 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 does not know me at all. That can just tell me how it is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's like you know, like I said, you, you have to be comfortable in in yourself to go do that. If, if you're not, you're never gonna get rid of your problem. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of people aren't comfortable in their own skin. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and that, that, and that, that, that's, that's, that's like one of the main things. You know, that's one of the main things. A lot of people are comfortable uh, in their own skin. I do have a question, though, with people not being comfortable with shit. How come niggas ain't comfortable with banks? With what? Banks? Banks. Why? I don't, I don't, I don't, don't know. I don't get that. Too high I, don't, I, don't I don't get that. <laughs> I don't get that. It's 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 niggas yeah. I work with now that that, we all that still go to a check cashing place. <laughs> I'm, I'm one of the, I, I got, um, that's why I don't put all of my money in one bank because um, a couple of years ago somebody got me for eighty five hundred dollars, like maybe a week before Christmas in twenty nineteen. Since then, I just spread my money out of different. Please. You have a bank account, though. I think all of that stuff is... I think it's inside. Man. I don't believe all that hacker business. I do to not to that extent. There's somebody who works for these companies. They got access to your stuff. I mean, it's insured, so, you know, the bank won't give you money back anyway. But I, I don't trust... If I can have to put my money in the safe, I would, but 
you know, it's not going to build anything. And it's safe for in between the matches. That shit in the, in the wall behind a drywall. 560 State Street. <laughs> and then the, and the, fuck, the fucking rats eat through the money and then it's worthless. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because not because like, bro, we, we all know people in Jamal. You just talk about one of your coworkers that goes to a check cashing place. <clears throat> yeah. You, you know what's crazy? I, I remember when I first started working, I used to go to a check cashing place. And my, and my mom was like, why are you giving them money for them not to do like, And they didn't do nothing. I'm like, what are you talking about? She was like, you're going to the, the cashier check that you just worked hard for, and they're going to take money from you to give you money back. Mm-hmm. Let's get a bank account. And like, I don't, I don't understand how it's me in 2022. And niggas don't got direct deposit. <laughs> like, what the what? Like, what are you doing with yourself? Like, literally, this this dude I work with every every Friday he gets his check and goes to the check cashing place or the, to the the little gas station or whatever to cash his fucking check. I'm like, nigga, you, nigga, you like 50 years old, nigga. Like, what, yeah. what's wrong with you? You can do that. Check, <laughs> check to you from your phone right now. Yeah. Yo, you can literally take oh, a picture of the check and get it deposited. Yeah. Oh, shit, like, yeah, it is. So, it is so much easier to, to do this shit now. And every time, I, every, every time you bring this shit up, like, cause you know, when you can tell at our job who has who gets the actual check, cause it's, it's green where everybody else is. So you know, through the through the paper, you can see the, yeah. the green shit, like where they had your name and shit. That you can see his is green. I'm like, yo, why don't you get a, why don't you get a bank account? Oh no, I don't trust banks. Uh, that's my head of bank account. They they took money from me, nigga. They re, they gonna refund your money to you. Like that's it's yeah, nah. You probably old money. money. You probably old child support. They, they took that shit. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. That that garnish. That shit ain't no. Yeah. And then, and then and then the shit that the shit that killed me. We was we was fucking with it one day. He was like, yeah, I got I got a bank account. I got Wells Fargo. I don't know who went here got Wells Fargo or not, but their card is is red. For the longest I know, the Wells Fargo card is red. This motherfucker pulled out of some blue shit. He was like, yeah, that's a rush card. Get your ass. That's a rush card. Wells Fargo is the worst bank out there. They are the worst bank. I <laughs> yeah, they was killing people. Oh, oh damn, yeah, that's something new. I, I never knew that. I, I fucked, Wells I Fargo was stealing money. They were fucking over black people. Opening extra accounts in your <laughs> name. Extra accounts in your name to because they because like they got money for a commission from the accounts. They was over the accounts in your name. You know what I'm saying? And then just uh, I never, then, I never had them. That's what's hey, congratulations, man. Right. You know what I'm saying? But you, you know, no. yeah, you know. <laughs> so, yo, so, so, so Sidera, so imagine you meet this guy, great career. Right, head on straight. Except he doesn't yeah, have a bank account. Saying, no. <laughs> yeah, no, he he makes six figures and doesn't have a bank account. It's all under the table, all cash. <clears throat> so <laughs> she about to say this nigga Brian. <laughs> this guy, I used to <laughs> he has a bank account. Yo. He does not keep his money in the bank. Yeah. <laughs> the guy you does keep now? It, does it does it keep yeah. it in stocks though? Um, he'll either have cash. He does have some money in stocks, but he he keeps cash. Like he doesn't use a debit card. If he doesn't have cash, then he doesn't do do anything. So no debit so card. He doesn't do online check? purchases. So he gets his check and then it's all in cash. No, he goes and pulls it out. So he the check is deposit. He pulls out the entire check. Mm-hmm. And then he has a wallet with his entire paycheck in it. Mm-hmm. Six hundred. I'm about to rob this nigga, bro. 
I was sick as fuck. I'm about to hit a lick, bro. Walk about with that much cash on him now. I mean, he doesn't walk around with all of it. He he takes what he needs, and then you keep three hundred in the wallet. You put the other six hundred in your sock. That nigga still has money in his sock. He's got an Air Force One shoebox filled with his fucking paycheck, bro. That motherfucker got he got fucking twenty stuck to stuff. Yo, in is he paying bills shit? with a money order, Sidera? What the fuck, bro? Uh, <laughs> no, if if he needs something, uh, he'll get uh like a quick debit card, like the the little Visa joints, little yeah. Uh, Are you fuck Sidera? Yeah. Oh, this nigga extra. This wild. Extra. It it drives me this crazy. I know, right? I know. I say that we should all share things on this podcast, but you should have kept that shit to yourself. <laughs> yes. I mean, that's, that's how he operates. So, is he a doomsday prepper? <laughs> Probably yes. Yeah. Got a bunker I mean, I am too, but I have a bank account. You know what I'm saying? Like, Jesus Christ. That, that's that crazy. I mean, he has an account. Aid, kids. <laughs> All right. So, so, so here's the next question, right? Because what is stopping you guys from joining a black bank? For one, I don't know that many of them out here. Um, yeah. You in a, you in Georgia? They're I, all I, out I, there. I, 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 I'm just saying I don't I don't know the names of them. I can I'm send keeping, you the above. link. I can send you some links right now. And because here's the thing, right? Here's here's, here's here's okay. Now here's what I gotta. So when uh when you want to learn something, what do you do? When you when you wanted to learn how to smoke some meat, what'd you do? I looked it up. Okay. When you when you wanted to learn how to buy a house, what'd you do? Looked it up. My, well, my, my wife looked it up. Okay, so, so yeah. I looked it up, right? So when you wanted to learn yeah. how to uh, go to the trucking school, what'd you do? Ask my brother. So you, you looked at use resources, right? No, oh, yeah. Use resources, right? So we have uh, so we're so we're always concerned with the black dollar, the value of the black dollar, why the black dollar isn't as viable as anything else, right? And we have black banks, and you're in Georgia, which is the home of majority of the black banks. So it's like, why do you not join a black bank? And the answer is, oh, I don't have an answer. The answer I is, I don't trust them niggas. That's the answer. <laughs> That's your answer? <laughs> no. Because he's like, the last time I gave a nigga the money, I didn't get it back. <laughs> like, I, I'm already with the bank now, so like, I'm, I'm cool. So I'm not looking to switch. Routine, too, yeah. I mean, I got a bunch of shit going through one. Unless they're offering some... Something decent, which I'd have to research, but then I'd mess around because I've seen a couple of, I was looking at a couple of two, a couple of uh, banks that were offering a ridiculous um, interest rate on savings accounts and this, that, and the other just to keep. So it, it would almost be like an investment for me personally. But yeah, routine. I've been with the bank I've been with. And yeah, I had no I've been issues. with Wells for like damn near 10 years. You're just happy. You're just happy. Giving your money to them white folks. <laughs> <laughs> do, you have, do you have a black bank? Yes, I do. Oh, what bank? Uh, one, one financial. They're out of Georgia. One financial. Yeah, I'll send you the shit right now. That's a million of them. But it's uh, 
Yeah. I'm, I'm, I might have yeah, said it wrong say, because I'm drunk. But I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm I'm not, I don't got nothing against it. If, if they offer the same Yeah, one main, one main financial. Straight, I'll fuck with them. One main yeah, one, one main financial. Oh, you know I didn't know they were a black thing. Yeah. But like, my thing is, like, they, they usually don't be all over the place like that. They are. They're all over Georgia, bro. They have physical branches. Because I'm, 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 not, I'm not, not one name, one United. I'm sorry. One United. One United. But uh, yeah, it's like there, there's, hella, there's hella black banks. Um, and they're like great banks. They're like really good banks, like fucking nationally known, getting money. And it's like we all, you know, because like, it's like, you know, I'm, I'm sitting there reading a, um, article the other day about um there was an 84 percent uh higher denial rate for black uh homeowners looking to get home loans than it was anybody else right and uh okay yeah. now first off that was a little misleading because the 80 percent of black people that apply for home loans got them so only 20 percent got denied right so it's not like some crazy ass number but um that's still higher, 20% denial rate is still higher than everybody else, right? And so it's like, oh, well, why the fuck can't they get, you know, uh, loans? And it's like, because they're not going to take a risk on your motherfucking ass. That's why. And it's like, well- Pretty much. And, and it's like, well, who would take a risk on you? Someone that knows your fucking story. So why don't you bank with a black bank? And if you look at these black banks, a lot of them are offering better interest rates when it comes to home buying. Like I'm looking at, buying my home through a black bank I almost burped i'm looking at buying my home through a black bank you know and to me that means like i could go with maybe fed or i can go whoever the fuck else I, you know I, but it's like yo i'm gonna go with a black bank because that means something bro you know what i'm saying that fucking means something you know and it's like asian people do it they have asian banks right i don't know if you've ever been like i mean if you've been to hawaii or you've been to like a uh a Chinatown and any fucking city or state, they have yeah. no shit banks that cater just to Asians. Uh, Jewish yeah. people have their own banking institutions. Same thing with their hospitals, right? But I'm like, why the fuck don't we support our black banks, our black hospitals, things like that? And the reason is because we don't trust them niggas. You know what I'm saying? That's why. <laughs> you know, but it's like, fuck. If we don't trust them, who the fuck is? We just, we just gonna, it's like when we always say like, yo, they don't have no any black businesses or how come black businesses don't last? Like, because we don't support them, you know? If we want more black business, we have to support black banks, you know, but because see, they're like the, the ones the, the, giving the, loans to black businesses. The, the thing with that though, you like, let's, let's keep it a buck since we, since we talking about it. How many times you went to a, a black business and because you was black, they felt like they can be kind of be kind of suspect with the, with the service. We talking about a bank. A bank operates under no, a whole no, different set of with, rules. No, a I, bank I, I operates under a whole said, different set of rules. You said black, but you said black business. Like we don't support black businesses. Also, well, let me tell we, you. So, in my experience, in my experience, <clears throat> right? In my experience, um, I'm being completely honest. I'm being completely honest. If I've walked into an actual black business, whether it's a barber shop, clothing store restaurant, whatever it is, I have never had an experience where they have tried to take advantage of me as a customer because I'm black. The only time I've had that experience is when it's someone that I know that has a business. That's when bad business would happen. But when I've gone into an okay. actual brick and mortar black business, 
I have never had an issue with the customer with, with customer service and things like that. The only time there has been an issue is the resources might not have been the same. And that has been because they don't have access to the resources. And that's not the black business's fault. That's because they don't have access because they don't have the capital to gain access to those resources. They don't have the capital because we don't support the business like that. But we will like 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 we'll we'll sit there and go to a Korean hair store. We'll go to the Italian deli. We'll go to the fucking other grocery store. All this shit, but it's like, yo, we won't support our own businesses, you know. And it's like you, you got a barbecue business, right? If a motherfucker that you know went to Sonny's Barbecue, because they got that in Georgia, right? Yeah. If a motherfucker you know went to Sonny's Barbecue, would you feel a way about that? Like, why you ain't come to me? Um, you, you, you not, you not, because you're not going to give them lesser quality product because they know you, right? Yeah. But they would say, but they would say, oh well, man. In the past, I went to my cousin Ray Ray, who had a business, a lawn care business, and whatever, whatever. But it's like, yo, we, I can't sit there and judge all businesses based on something yeah. that somebody I knew did to me. The same way yeah. I, I ask women and men to not judge all men or women based on something that one person did to you. Yeah, you know I, I, I would, I would say in situations like that, as a, as a black business, you know, we have to work harder to earn that trust. Why should you have to work harder? They don't. The I, other, I, the other I, can't, business, I can't answer that. The other but, business but you, does I, not I, have I, to work harder. Yeah, you you're 100 right with that. Um, I I don't I don't know why that is, but it's 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 you know it's it's, it's, it's because, fucked up. It's because we don't, don't trust them. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's like yo, it, it's that's like honestly, like I'm gonna tell you right now, like like I'm going to reach out to a black accountant to do my taxes this year. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I am too. Like that's the kind of shit I'm 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 on this year. It's like if there's something that a black person can do, <laughs> you niggas is doing it. <laughs> but see, and, and that, like, I'm gonna take it back to, to my experience um with buying a house. I tried to the whole thing, get a get a black realtor, blah blah, all that shit. So I got a black realtor, and the shit he was telling us was just all wrong. Like literally was well, where, where did you get him from? Where right. did you get him from? Where did you get him from? Uh, a guy I work with, his uh, daughter does it, does uh, is, is in uh, real estate. So I asked him, she hit me up. She's like, listen, I don't do that area, but this guy does. So Okay, so that was gave, your first gave me his number. wrong move. I would never have done that. So, you yeah. know, but, but, you know, gave the guy a chance, you know, and I was, but I, but I explained to him from the rip, you don't have to make me happy, you have to make my wife happy. If she's not happy, you out of here. And that's what happened. She was, you know, we was trying to look at places and all this other stuff. And he seemed like he was too busy to, you know, do certain shit or trying to do shit at the last minute. So she went on Redfin, found this lady. We was with him for two weeks. We might have seen one house. We was with her for a day and a half. We seen five. So my wife's like, yo, he got to go. I'm saying you could have went on Redfin and found a black person. But you didn't go to a reputable place. You went to somebody that you know, and they said, I know somebody that does this. Yeah. So you, know. you didn't get the professional service that you wanted. You went, you, you, instead of going to the source, like your wife did, she went to Ref, and you could have found a bunch of blacks on there. 
I'm saying blacks, oh, yeah, like, yeah. I'm not I, black, right? We could have found a bunch of Negroes on there. But it's like, yo, it's like, it's been just as easy to do that the first time and find a black realtor. And you would have probably, yeah. more likely to have the same level of service you got from the white person because they're being held to a different standard. You know what I'm saying? They're being held to that reference standard. Or I, because the, the mother, like, because what, what, real, what real estate agency that that guy work with? I don't even know. You don't even know. But you know who that lady, who, 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 whoever your wife got, you can you can know exactly who they work for, how long they've been doing it, what houses they've sold, what customers they've worked yeah. with. That's why it's like, yeah. No, but see, but he he had all that shit too, though. He was sending emails about he had his qualifications and all that shit on there. But, but you didn't know who he, he worked was, for. But the way he was going about it was just his company know, he, was. He was like, but uh, but no, it was the same thing with the, the lady she, she found on Redfin. Uh, she had her she had her own shit also. But she right, had like, so, so her whole her whole situation was just set up better than the way, so the way real it thing is. So the real thing is, is that when your wife went to do it, she did her due diligence and you didn't when you did it. Uh-oh. For the most part, yeah. Okay. Okay. So let's not blame it on the blacks. Oh no, he, he gets some of that blame, nigga. Fuck that. No, he he gets some of that work. <laughs> just he him. That blame. Just <laughs> him. You know what I mean? Oh, but it's yeah, like I'm not it's saying like, like that. Yeah, no, but but when I asked the question, you said, "Well, when's the last? You know, I go to a black business or some black people build it. You know, normally I don't like brown people, but you're my friend, so it's different." You know what I'm just saying, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, hey, what you over there sipping on that, brother? Who me? Yeah, man. This is a little uh, Jim Beam black. So I can, you ain't got a black. You got you got black Jim Beam man or black paint. What's the problem? I well. <laughs> I do have Uncle Nearest. <laughs> I do have Uncle Nearest sitting on my shelf. That's alcohol, my retirement. Alcohol. Yeah. That's, black that's people love black some destructive owned. stuff. They they love some destructive shit, but you know. Yeah, nah. Um I I think I've I've actually heard of one United. Um my shit was the military. Came in, USA. I've been yeah, USA, Navy Fed, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Penn Fed, all of them. And I ain't know, never had but no it's like it's like, hey, that ain't the case now. Yeah, no. Nah, yeah. So I can go out and find it. Um, I am. It, I it, do, it means I am. Else. I do rock with a lot of uh, black businesses though, because uh, a couple of my, well, my one guy, I just went out because I'm trying to start my own black business. First of all, my own. It'll be a videography company. I'm taking after Pop. Um, so I'm gonna do that. But then I was shooting video for my guy. He's a, a gunsmith, Hill and Co. Guns, and he makes custom guns. He can do whatever you want and all that shit. So. I'm out there rocking with us. Okay, and so why should I come to you as a black business when you don't come to me? You... When you don't come to me as a black customer? Uh, why should I come to you as a black? You shouldn't. You got to go out and reach the customer. You got to go out there and meet them. You can't. There, there is no. It, then that's business one to one. Period. Black, white, Chinese, whatever. But especially if you want the the black dollar, you got to go. Meet me there. And I'm glad you brought that up, right? So, Jamal, part of the thing, right, is um, because me and you talked about, like, how to, you know, advertise, market, things like that. You're yeah. on top of it. You just answered the question I just asked. How, why, as a customer, should I come to you as a black business owner uh, instead of the other company, right? Part of the reason is that we don't spend money, we don't spend money on marketing. Like, we expect, in Sidera, yeah, we expect us to just come to you because you're black. Like, okay, you, yeah. you're a black person with this business. I should come to you. In my opinion, if you're not willing to spend money on marketing, 
I should not spend my money on you. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, I agree with that. You still got to promote yourself. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. You still got to promote yourself. Yeah, just like y'all promoting y'all shit on my fucking podcast. You know, definitely. (laughs) (laughs) I asked you first, bro. I'm joking. Jesus Christ. I think we rely on uh, friends and word of mouth too much Mm -hmm. instead of taking that extra effort to do real marketing. Yeah, yeah. But see, but see, but but that's 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 true too. But at the same time, like you you know, Meach, when I was going through the shit, I called you and asked you, I was asking you a bunch of shit. Yeah, to, and you know, the other thing is right shit. now, a lot of times people don't want to share resources. You know what that's true. And that's the conversation we had is that motherfuckers don't want to share resources. Now, when you talk to me, I say, hey, this is exactly who I'm using, and they're in Atlanta, Georgia, right now. You know what I'm saying? And this is everything I use. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, yo, I, bro, I I need everybody to be successful like i need i need like at the end of the day it's like i need the black dollar to circulate i need the black dollar to grow you know what i'm saying i want people to come to our neighborhoods the same way that we like the same way that we go to chinatown we go to little italy you know we go fucking to i don't know if they they don't have like little mexico but we just go like to wherever the fuck the hispanics are the tacos spanish town they're spanish town right it's like yo i want them to come to our shit and then they can spend money with us and Thank get a quality, quality product. Yeah, and not quality service. Shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man, it's, it's like that. And it's like, as somebody that had a business and seeing that none of my customers were black, you know what I'm saying? For all the reasons that people, you know, uh, uh, brought up, he's like, oh, well, the one time I went with this one person that my one friend recommended that I really didn't know shit about, I got bad service. Well, you wouldn't really go to an auto mechanic like that. You know what I'm saying? If you were going to a barber, you wouldn't just go to some random ass barber that some random dude recommended that you'd never seen their product. You know what I'm saying? It's like, but we all had that happen with a black business and then cut them all off the same way. It's like, oh, well, one black girl did this to me, so I can't trust black women anymore. You know what I'm saying? Or, you know, one guy did this to me, so now I'm a lesbian. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> shit like that, you know? <laughs> shout, out, shout, shout out to the lesbians that all did that, that, you know, that's only lesbians because they, they don't trust men, not because they actually like women. You know what I mean? But yeah, shit like that, man. But yo, listen, 2022, bank black. Buy you know, black. Me, just just for you, I'm I'm gonna find one. Which, which case is one? What's, what's it again? One, one United. Main. Well, I'm sorry, one United. One United, not bank. One United. One I'm main a, is cool. One United. Up. They're in Georgia. I'm gonna look them up and give me an account. Cause I, I need an account for my a bank account for my business. So I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah. with them. I'm telling you, man, get you get you a little bank account, get you a little business loan, you know what I'm saying, you know what I'm saying? Get it in. But I do, I do, you know, because I, I need to wrap this shit up because it's like four o'clock. I need to fucking play some Halo. Uh-huh. But, um, yo, I, I, I don't really want, I, I'll say this for next time. So the next podcast will be on a Wednesday. Not this Wednesday. It'll be next Wednesday um, or Thursday, whichever day works for y'all. I'm off both days in the evening. I'm off every evening. From now it, on. it depends. It depends on the time. It, it got to be like after like seven. Yo, oh. bro, <laughs> oh, he You're won't see me no more. <laughs> <laughs> Not yo, because yo, my schedule. I, I, I don't have no time. I get off work. Yeah, my, 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 my schedule, schedule bro. Like my my schedule is. Uh, I, I work. I work Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I'll be teleworking Monday and Tuesday, and I got uh, Wednesday and Thursday off. You know what I'm saying? So. You know, that's the thing, man. So we'll figure it out. But it'll probably be Wednesday, Thursday, something like that, you know, or Sunday evening. But y'all motherfuckers be like, got to go to work on Monday. But um, I, I, I still do it Sunday evening. I'm, I'm with it. 
So, damn, Max, I was about to ask this masculine and energy, feminine energy question. I don't feel like doing that. Save that for the I'm, next one, B. I'm going to say that, bro. Save that for you know what I'm saying? I'm going to save men. I'm hungry as fuck right now. I'm going to say that. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to say that, bro. I can't wait to get to that shit, bro. I'm just saying, bro. I'm about to. I'm I, got, I still got groceries on the counter, bro. Them shit was out there for a minute. You know what I'm saying? But, um, <laughs> nah, before, before we get out of here, man, um, God damn. You know what I'm saying? Let me ask you a question, bro. When's the last time you sat down with your partner and just had a gla- a cup of tea and just talked? Mm. Um, well, we didn't have tea, but me and my wife, we sitting down here one day when we got the new house, we just sitting down here drinking juice and shit and just talking about, you know, the accomplishment of getting the house, what we got to do. <laughs> drinking juice? Uh, hey, bro. <laughs> <laughs> right, motherfuckers you know, drinking tang <laughs> like yeah we made it <laughs> we done moved on <laughs> yeah, if you, that, if you drink tang in 2022 <laughs> if you drink in tang in 2022 kill yourself yeah. <laughs> I got tang in my pantry it's the great value tang get rid of that shit bro yeah that's just, that's good. Up, man. <laughs> But yeah, like we we do it. Um, I guess you could even say like at night, you know, laying in the bed. Okay, I don't even call it pillow talk or not, but pillow talk. You do shit like that. Bro. Pillow talk is hell you know, important. Like that, but, doing that like keeps you kind of on the same page and make sure you know. Yeah, man. The course, y'all, yeah, the course, y'all going. It's still, you, bro, like make some still tea, going the same way. Make some tea, you know, and just sit down with your partner and just talk, you know. Ask ask your partner, hey, you ever do something accidentally gay? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> or I'm just saying, I'm just saying, you don't have to ask nothing like that. That's that's me. That's my shit. You know what I'm saying? Or, you know, ask something like, hey, um, am I meeting all your needs? You know? Mm, okay. And just ask that question, you know, because things change. Like our needs change over time, you know. And uh, like when I was younger, when I was younger, I really didn't need intimacy or affection. You know what I'm saying? Me smashing was good enough, right? But as an, <laughs> as an adult, right, as an adult, I'm like, no, nah, I, I, I need that pillow talk shit, bro. I need to be able to sit on the couch and talk to you. I got to be able to sit here and drink some tea and just, you know, chit chat. Like I, I, I need that kind of shit. I need those other forms of intimacy. So our needs change. Right, so it's like, yeah, that's, so, so yeah, listen, sit down with your partner, make some tea. You said your wife drank the same shit I drank, right? So that's cool. Um, also buy some shit on Amazon as well. Um, and it's pretty good. But yeah, man, make some tea, bro. And just sit down and talk, man. And, and it, it's, it's pretty cool, man. You know, I learned that from white folks. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, shout out to white people, man. <laughs> you know, hold on. First off, I gotta think. So I've been looking at my 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 demographics of who listens to this podcast. Somehow, thirty five percent of the audience is female, is women. Thirty five percent is thirty five. That's what's up. So if you are a lady and you listen to this podcast, uh, some of you guys have uh, put reviews on Apple Podcasts. So if you are a woman and you listen to this podcast, please write a review on uh, wherever you listen to the podcast at. Some people are listening to this podcast on a web browser. 
Anchor FM. No, so it's not Anchor. It's somewhere else. Because this podcast is distributed to a bunch of places, right? Everywhere except <laughs> iHeartRadio. Because fuck iHeart, right? But um, <laughs> everywhere except there. But no, it, you know, it's on Apple. It's on Spotify. It's on uh it's on Tidal, it's on fucking Anchor FM, it's on Stitcher, all this bullshit, right? It's not on SoundCloud, it's not on uh, iHeart, you know what I mean? Because uh, iHeart does shit a little different, but um, SoundCloud, I don't feel like I'm blowing it. It's just too much work. It's not, I'm just lazy. But um, yeah, no, nah, so it's like, yo, if you're a woman this is podcast, please write a review or just write in. Just let us know. Uh, you can write me on Instagram, Cognac Stories podcast. You can write me on Instagram at my name, Tori and Meacham. You can go on my Facebook. I care about what you guys think. You know what I'm saying? Because you guys make up a large part of the audience. And uh, I'm interested in what you guys think and what you guys want us as men to discuss. What do you want to hear more of? This is me asking you guys. I care about what you think. And I want to know what you want us to talk about, what you want us to address. Let them know, yeah. Dira. What you got, Dira? I'm here. She's basically a dude. She don't count. <laughs> <laughs> she wear the pleated pants. No, because I got I got a whole other topic that I was going to talk about, motherfuckers. With is some of y'all are trans and y'all don't know it. You know what I'm saying? Some of y'all motherfuckers are trans and y'all don't know it. You know, and that's 100% fact. Some of y'all motherfuckers out there are trans and y'all don't know it. And that ha that goes in with the masculine and feminine energy. And some of y'all motherfuckers are trans, y'all know it. But I'm going to just, you know, put Molly in her drink. She ain't even know it. This motherfucker trans, he ain't Ross. even know it. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> and that's, 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 that's what I'm going to do, man. So, yeah, so besides pink and black, you know, uh, yeah, man, fucking, you know, have some tea with your significant other and just sit and just talk about some something that you wouldn't normally talk about. You know, no politics, no fucking social justice issues, nothing like that. But just, you know, be like, yo, sweetheart. <laughs> when you get the soap off, you in the shower. <laughs> yo. Just shit like that. Yo, no, matter of fact, ladies, okay, ladies, okay, ladies, okay, all okay, the ladies okay. that he talking about. You never twerk, slots. You never, you never, you never shake your ass. No, you never shake your ass. No, you ain't never got out the shower. You ain't never got out the shower. You ain't never got the shower, bro. You ain't never got the shower and looked at your butt, looked at your ass, bro. No. Like, girl, I feel like you in the room. Nah, get your ass out of here. Ladies, I'm letting y'all know this now, ladies. If your man ever got the shower, look at his ass and start shaking it, leave that nigga. Leave that nigga. He a real man. He got a boyfriend. Real man. That's one of them DL dudes. He goes, nah. No. See, why Why's everything got to See, why do motherfuckers got to be so homophobic? Okay. So, motherfuckers, if you be Dog, I already said when I take a shower and I'm getting soap out of the crack of my ass, I spread my cheeks and jiggle them. You know what I'm saying? What the you already know the answer. Do I what? Do you got do you got the shower in torque? No, I don't. You know what I'm saying? Okay, then I do okay, got the shower and I look at myself all the time. I do that every time. Yeah, you know I'm But you know what I'm saying? But nah, it's like yo, listen, if a dude get his eyebrows done, that's not fucking sus. 
If a dude no. gets a facial, that's not sus. You get your nails no. and you get your you nails get your done, done. And your hairs done. That's not sus. No, bro. but if, but if a dude is twerking, that's sus. <laughs> if he get out the shower and give fifty, it's a slight, <laughs> a slight jiggle of the cheeks, bro. You know what I'm saying? If you get out of let, let, let me let me my Frank Ocean. Let me <laughs> my Frank Ocean in the shower. No. <laughs> that's what it's all about. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I'm just just got the shower nozzle. It's like I want to see you run forest. That motherfucker that got the shower playing that Megan Stallion song. Hands on my knees, take a dance on my thigh shit. Yeah, exactly. that that that, yeah he cut off. Yo, we'll go. Yo, y'all got anything to say to the people before we get out of here, man? <laughs> nah. Be you, be you at all times. That's what I say. 2022, be you. Hey man, you already know what it is. Y'all ain't got this. All those listening, New Jersey. CR, what does that stand for? A cock riding? (laughs) (laughs) That was a good one. That was a good one. That was a good one. For the the, the listening audience, it's a Colorado Rockies hat with a (laughs) deal on it. (laughs) That was a good one. Yeah, I did. Motherfucking me. You got that. Yo, people watch this shit on YouTube, bro. I do not understand how the fuck y'all watch this shit on YouTube. Hey, I watched watched a few episodes. Yo, this shit is funny, yo. I watch it on YouTube and I instantly get mad, bro. Because I'm like, yo, this nigga will not shut up. Some of this shit be funny. No, it's it's funnier on YouTube. Like I got people that that send me messages on YouTube. I'm like, yo, thank you, bro, because that means a lot to me. (laughs) That means a lot. (laughs) Yeah, you you need to start sharing some of these views with us, man. (laughs) That's private. Let me tell you, I I, I can tell you what it's not. I can tell you what it's not. It's not enough to be monetized. Nowhere enough to be monetized. You know what I'm saying? So to be monetized, you need at least 50,000. Nowhere near that. You know what I'm saying? Nowhere near uh, that. I do this for the fun, man. This is That's fun what I'm saying. Me. So as long as you're doing it for the fun, then, hey, you're good. I look, I look forward <laughs> to this shit. <laughs> this is the no. only social interaction I get. I'm, hey, man, you need to get your little 50-year-old girlfriend on here, man. Let me talk to her, man. Yeah, get, get her a 12-year-old boyfriend. You say he's 12. There was a joke, people. He's not really 12. No, he's don't not be 12. Him, don't be called 34 with another arrested. <laughs> <laughs> and no bank account. <laughs> and no bank account. Oh, no, that's... No, that, oh, my God. You got to get Brian on here. You got to get Brian on here. You got to get him on here. I told him to come on. Yo, listen, just just tell him to come, tell him to come on one day. You know what I'm saying? Tell him to come on one day. Just have a good I, I feel like and I feel let, and let I him feel know like it's someone all jokes came to my house. Serious. It's just all jokes. It's nothing serious. I know. I be trying to tell him. Yeah, it's gonna be all jokes, but you know, you just don't want to want to receive none of the motherfuckers. You know yeah. <laughs> and then just know how to take one. That's it. You know how to take a joke. You know, but nah, this shit, I'm still trying to get mommy and uh, daddy to come on this shit. Oh, man. no, they are not coming on this podcast. I, I just need them to come on so I can say hi. I just uh, want to, I just want to give them their flowers, bro. Because it's, it's because of them, you know, that um, I'm able to do this, you know, because they sacrificed so many years to, to raise us, right? But it's like, yo, I learned, I'm, I'm, I can talk to people 
the way I can because of Bruce, because of that. I'm empathetic and open and warm because of mom. So it's like, I just want to give you your flowers and then y'all can get the fuck out of here because then I'm have all the jokes on y'all and I won't feel bad. You know what I'm saying? And I won't feel bad at all. It's like, I gave you your flowers. Now I got to burn them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that's what it is, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, you got to do it on the, uh, you catch them on the weekend podcast. If you can pull off another Sunday. I you know what I'm going to do? You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to just, I'm going to just, uh, uh, go on a group chat on Instagram and record that shit. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm just going on Instagram to record that shit and start talking. I'm like, oh yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yo, no, because I, I need to get them. I need, I need to get Grandma Jackie on this shit too, Max. We had a conversation yeah, okay. like, yo, like, yeah. like Grandma Jackie's a great grandmother. Yeah, Thanks, I already man. hit her up. I told her um because I got her. I hit her up the other day right after Christmas. And told her uh, that I wanted her voice. I wanted her to read what she wrote. So I already yeah. typed it up and sent to her. And so I can get the audio to put it in the video. And then I said, I'm going to come up there and I'm going to interview you. And I said, it ain't going to be nothing crazy. We're going to go out to lunch, have a good time. But we're going to have an interview and talk because you like, see yo, mad stuff. You were smoking weed with Martin Luther King. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's the shit I'm going to ask. Like, yo. <laughs> But she's down for it, yeah. She thought she thought she thought it was Bruce that put me up to it, and I'm like, nah, this was all me sitting here thinking about it. Yeah, so, yeah. Get it. Hey, Calvin, you you start doing your video, Jen, you gotta come record me doing barbecue one day for my movie. Oh, man. most definitely, most definitely. I gotta yeah. make my way down there too. Yeah, man. Hey, listen, if you're a if you're a, if you're a business owner and you want to advertise on the Cognac Stories podcast, hit me up. I won't charge you. I'll do it for free. You know what I'm saying? Because y'all broke too. We need, we, need, <laughs> we, need some sponsors other, we need some more sponsors other than Jersey Barbecue. Yeah, uh, uh, and, and Black Box Wine. You know what I'm saying? Black Box Wine. It's funny. <laughs> and hookah. <laughs> hookah, that's it. You know what I'm saying? Burt's Beeswax. Yeah, man. But nah, man, listen. Um, Sidera, you got anything to say to the folks? Treat yourself. Treat yourself. That's what's up, man. There you go. And, and get a bank Talk account. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um yeah man you know the only thing i gotta say is i think someone came in my house i'm not sure because i feel like i heard my door open you know what i I'm hope saying? it was the girlfriend uh, <laughs> don't your girl got a key you talking too much jamal oh i'm sorry i'm the next one when is the yeah, time to get a key my bad nah she been had a key bro you know what i'm saying there you go. Uh, hey if i go raw you get a key do you know that you know you know you know the fucking <laughs> you know the vibes you know the vibes. If I go wrong, I, if you I pay for dinner, I go wrong. <laughs> I'm just saying, I ain't got nothing to hide, bro. Like, listen, this is the thing. I don't have anything to hide. I am that fucking boring. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't have shit to hide. You're going to walk in the house and see me playing Halo. You know what I'm saying? Like, are you going to see me in a group chat with y'all motherfuckers making mad gay jokes? That's it. <laughs> yeah, like, there is nothing for me to hide, bro. So it's like, nah, like, but when I'm not in a relationship, <laughs> got that porn hub on the big screen you know the vibe <laughs> that is comedy because <laughs> you know I saw X videos over here motherfucker you know what I'm saying <laughs> no nah, man Pornhub took you. off all the independent creators so if you weren't yeah. there on Pornhub they took your shit off and That's I'm saying way too much I'm saying yeah, way detailed. too much right you now I have a Pornhub user we see hey niggas, niggas <laughs> watch porn man keep it above <laughs> Yeah, I know that, but he's, he's a, Yo, he's a, hold up. He's a Have you marketer. ever asked your partner what kind of porn they're into? 
No, yeah, that is a question. So, so when you when you when you exit this podcast and you're drink, and you're making your tea with your partner, say, hey, what kind of porn are you into? <laughs> you know, definitely. And you'll be surprised because yeah. I I thought I was into some weird shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna just leave it at that. You'd be surprised what your partner is into. Like, so you like big dick midgets? (laughs) (laughs) Tripod specials. (laughs) I'm sorry, Sadira. Jesus Christ. I didn't say anything. I'm just saying, you ask your partner that. (laughs) He likes likes hentai. Your your guy likes hentai. Cause he got all them fucking comic book shits and Spawn and all that anime shit. That motherfucker's in there watching that tentacle like, porn, bro. Watching uh, hentai and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Mahadi Strada because we played out some important music, and this motherfucker had some goddamn anime porn in his fucking VCR. And my motherfucking ass said, "Oh, what's this, Princess Mononoke?" And I put fucking I put it in his VCR, and it was some anime porn. And he kicked this out. <laughs> yo but that that go back to the how like that nigga went to the store and actually bought that shit like bought a whole stuff, bro why do you have some little 16 year old students from the school at your house recording music my nigga uh, <laughs> that's, that's first and foremost <laughs> but, but then it's like why you why you this nigga was trying to rape why, <laughs> why you got a vhs anime porn that was part of the plan <laughs> We were record music. He was going to say, oh, you guys like anime? And then put it in. I stole his phone. Oh, <laughs> he was going to put that in there. He was going to put something else in. <laughs> bro, I, I saved us, bro. I saved us. I saved us. I was dead at that, so I was good. <laughs> yo, you'd have been next, motherfucker. <laughs> we invited you over. Like, yo, we played, this game. we played this game called Tummy Sticks. <laughs> yo. That's not a joke, okay? I should stop it. But uh, it's funny. <laughs> but nah, I'm out of here, dog. All right, man. Y'all be easy. <laughs> hey, man. Y'all be the same, man. Be safe out there, man. All right, peace. <laughs>